Welcome to the Pulp MX Show, presented by Motosport.com, Fly Racing and Decal Works. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lion's Den, with your host, Steve Mathis. And now strap in and get ready. It's showtime. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah. Welcome, everybody, to the Pulp MX Show, presented by Motorsport.com. Fly Racing and Decal Works coming at you. It's 5.01 p.m. Pacific. It is uh, Monday, September 25th. It's over, everybody. The season is over. L.A. Super Motocross race was great. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about the series. Look ahead to maybe some motocross donations. We've got the Millville Ride Day coming up. Pulpamex Millville Ride Day. We'll take your phone calls at 702-586-7857. Thank you for uh, watching and or listening. We appreciate it here on the show, and uh, we'll keep trying to uh, do these things all throughout the offseason. We have uh, a full offseason of shows planned, so stick around. We'll take a few weeks off here, here and there, but I can't let the minions get too comfy, so I'll uh, I'll have them in here a lot. And uh, again, thank you. Appreciate it. i got a great panel of in-studio guests for this week uh some real uh friends of mine in the industry and uh yeah we'll talk about the uh, smx and more tonight on the show thank you to motorsport.com fly race and decal works x-brand goggles race tech suspension and engines rental michelin a chair beast firepower batteries and chains maxima usa renegade racing fuels pro filter ogo power sports fmf guts racing love the guys at guts racing pulpamex 23 the code to save all things seats from foams to covers to bases to complete seats, quads, dirt bikes, they got it. Guts Racing, everybody. Uh, thanks to the folks at Guts. Atlas Neck Brace, of course. Dylan Wright, Kyle Chisholm, just a couple of top riders wearing Atlas Neck Brace. Works Connection, MidnorthSecondCityJobs.com, Get Data, WUSA, Wisco Piston, EVS, EVS, Manscaped, all on board with us tonight, uh, as are you. Got a great lineup of guests tonight. Um, I mean, why not keep it rolling with Phil, right? We just got to keep it rolling with Phil Nicoletti. Uh, he'll be calling back in the surprise, the shocking, the perfect LCQ season, uh, whatever it is. Uh, Phil Nicoletti will talk bless. about it tonight on the show. We'll have Ron Lachine on, the dogger, national champion, motocross the nation's champion, uh, working for Maxima USA. It's almost 927, everybody. So uh, we'll have the dogger calling in in honor of that. 2024 Supercross schedule has dropped. And uh, Mike Mewey, director of Supercross from Feld, will call in to talk about that schedule. Uh, the surprises, a couple of new venues. Atlanta gone. Uh, so, yeah, there's pl- plenty to talk about when it comes to the Supercross schedule. And then uh, Adam Seen, Cirillo's mechanic at uh, Monster Energy Kawasaki, Justin Shanty, will call in. Shanty also worked for Joey Savacci. So maybe we'll pry him for some uh, Savachi stories as well, who was here last week in studio. So, uh, yeah, lots to get into tonight. 702-586-PULP. Thank you for watching and or listening. Uh, really love to introduce my in-studio guests. From Main Event Moto, Orange Brigade, um, Daniel Blair. What's up, man? How are you? What's up, Steve? How I think are I you? almost said like NBC. Almost yeah, did I it. Almost did. Almost Thanks for did. coming in, buddy. Yeah, excited to be here. Yeah. Um, supposed to come last week. Had some issues in the traveling, but yeah, we I'm swapped Kiefer out for you. Uh, and then I get uh, I get dark. You get dark. I get. dark. And then um, we got to talk about your return to racing. Yeah, it didn't go very well. <laughs> Since, uh, no, it's on I mean, it was. Yeah. Well, you know what? Listen, there's there's my start from the World Vets is out in the 
in the Ethernet, you know, it's out yep. there floating around. This will be haunting you as well for years. Yeah. So there's, there's at least that to look forward well, to. Well, the video of Randy Richardson yelling at me and then my crash, because that's what this whole thing's about, is I had a yeah. pretty bad crash. Yep. Um, Verb posted it on Instagram. It has over 500,000 views in a week. And everyone I saw this weekend at SMX, it's the first thing they mm-hmm. asked me. And it's pretty obnoxious by the hundredth time. And yeah. I was like, dude, yeah. how about that crash? And it's like, <laughs> yeah. that actually yeah. hurt really, dude. really bad. It was a good one. It was a good it one. It was. And uh, I'm okay now. And But my pride and ego are absolutely annihilated and probably won't be rebuilt for some time. So. <laughs> also in studio, Derek. What's up, Steve? Thanks oh. for having me in. Vital MX. Pony Pod. I- Never, How are I've you? never everything listened good? to that show. Yeah, everything's you went great. To LA. You went to L.A.? Was that ten, the, 10 Cycles Athlete Hat? Absolutely. Justin Brayton. Great shop. Great show. And Great uh, job. Charlotte. Why have you – I mean, how do you know? They, maybe they screw people in the service department. You don't really know. Do you really think Justin Brayton would allow that? I don't think that he's the kind of guy that would do that. <laughs> uh, thanks for coming in. Appreciate it. Yep. Uh, lots to get to tonight when it comes to you. And also, friend of the show, former uh, Supercross racer. He's worked at Maxima and Pro Filter for the longest time. He's been in three or four times already. Trevor Reese. What's up, Trevor? How are you, man? I'm good. How you doing? Thanks for coming in. Yeah, happy nice, to be here. Nice little intense e-bike ride today for me and an uh, analog b- bike for you. Team intense. Yeah, yeah. that's great. Yeah. Um, Got to say, man. You're a little off my pace today. Normally, you're a manimal. I know. I've, I've, I've promoted I know. Your, your skills on a mountain bike for a long time because I'm on an e-bike, and you're right behind me. Yeah. Today? It was tougher today. I'll give you that. <laughs> okay. I'll give yeah. you that. No, I don't I, know if it's the new bike. No, I don't I mean, think we, it's me. I think it's you. I don't feel any better. Yeah. So, yeah. you know. I don't, yeah. have the, I don't have the seat time that I normally have. Okay, all right. That's all right. the only excuse right. I'm going to give it I, right there. Uh, so I was driving home from the race. It was 1 o'clock in the morning, and I was thinking about the show on Monday. And I was like, dude, I bet you Daniel and Trevor have raced 125 Supercross main events. Because he was a West Coast guy. You're a West Coast guy. And I was like, I'm going to break it down. I'm going to look at their results. Who beat who? Who didn't make the main? Who didn't make the main? Like, all this shit. And then neither one of you, you guys just missed each other. So my whole plan <laughs> about a 20-minute, like, skit went to shit. <laughs> yeah, should have probably looked at the results before you planned the skit because yeah. uh, we literally missed it by a year, I think. Right, you were thirteen. Yeah, yeah, twenty thirteen for you, and you were yeah. done by twenty twelve. Yeah, so, so you were in arena cross by then. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Damn it, uh, I was really. I thought you guys would be like, you know, when you had the cape on and the oh, LBZ yeah. stuff. <laughs> that was way uh, earlier, dude. I that thought that was early day. I thought that was Trevor's era. Daniel was running. He, he heard Trevor was coming in, and he went to arena cross. I yeah. went. Out, I, yeah. I checked yeah. out. I, I knew. Right. Um, that was oh four. That's how long ago the cape was. Was God oh, damn, I two, know. three, four Dude, is when I he do, was around? I do find myself telling people, ah, it was just a few years ago. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's thinking the cape was 2015 yeah. in his mind when yeah. he's driving home. You know what I mean? Like, like, look, like, Bud's Creek moto win was a long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> Summer cross. A few years back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, anyways, uh, looking forward to having a good show. SMX, lots to talk about. Jet Lawrence, million-dollar winner. Chase Sexton's last Honda ride goes out like that. Uh, but let me talk about the series, first of all. Something new for Feldon MX Sports this year. Uh, I thought being back at the Coliseum, Dark, you were there. Daniel, you were there. I was there. Um, I'm older. And I'm, you know, a kind of moto geek historian dude. I thought being back at the Coliseum was super awesome. Peristyle, the photos, uh, all of that. I, I, when I, you know, Feld is hyping up the return of the Coliseum, I'm like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Like, you know, like. I'm not buying into everything they hype up because I just got my own feelings and thoughts. But I got to say, being there, uh, it was cool. It was cool. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah, for those reasons, too. I'm And I barely caught it, but I actually raced in the Coliseum in 91 on a KX60 before they were 65s. This is mm. how 
That's how old Dave that was. Yep. Yeah. Um, so I actually got to race and go up and down the peristyles, and I did X Games in 2010 mm-hmm. in the Coliseum also. And it's always had that weird feeling to me, too, because of the races yeah. you see on TV. I always think about the Rick Johnson-Guy Cooper battle with the S-turns yep. at the end. Yep. I think of that one, and, of course, I think of... 91. I mean, there's there's memories from there. So, yeah, being in there and seeing the, the, the sport in modern form, mm-hmm. but in that yeah. building and being yeah. able to take the photo of the Coliseum and see them shoot yeah. off the top. It did have all those feelings. And, and, I, and I heard the review show, and you said a lot of people might not have those because of their age. But that nostalgia was that was huge for me yeah. and probably everyone that did there, catch a piece of the Coliseum. There was a lot of old-timers in the pits, yeah. and they liked it too, right? Oh, like yeah. There was a lot of the people in the industry that thought it was pretty cool. Of course, the first ever Supercross was held there in 1972. Marty Tribes won it. Um, was Summercross was 99? Yeah. Is that when it was? Yeah. I don't remember if it was nine, 98 99. or 99, 99. but I, they had like a, a 50 exhibition race that I raced there, and I, I don't remember if it was 98 or 99, but it was – I was on Cobra 50s, and we they had... At Summer Cross. Yeah, I don't remember. Oh. I, it was either... I, I can't remember. Yeah. I think it was 99. Um, uh, the the Supercross series went there in 97 and 98. Okay, so it was either 98 or 99. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. they had a, a 50 race that yeah. we went up there and did, right. and... I remember. I, I can remember that race, yeah. like the track and being on the yeah. floor and things like yeah. that. Like I was looking at some of the Align photos that I, that I use for social and stuff, and like they just got like, you know, Chase and Jet jumping down the peristyle with mm-hmm. the Coliseum. Yeah. And you know, I just think of Bradshaw and Stanton and yeah. all the great, and I'm just like, oh, that's pretty fun, cool. And the, it was neat to be there. And the algorithms caught wind of it on Instagram this week because all week I was seeing old school Coliseum videos like the Brooks one where he flies yeah. flies off the back. Yeah. All these old videos like I remember that one. Yeah. It's, it's like. It all caught the algorithm because all of a sudden my search is just Coliseum, Coliseum, Coliseum. And it was sick. It was yeah. like all these things I forgot about. Brooks was like, dude, everybody's fucking asking me about that. You know, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, it was pretty good. What would you think, Dark? So first time for you to Coliseum. Yeah, first yeah. time. I missed the only th- times I saw it was on Moto World or Spill Thrills and Chills, th- those videos. Yeah. So it was – but it still brought back all those memories. And you could – to me, I could feel the vibe. Of the history, yeah. it was really cool. Yeah. Just and some of the events that were going on with the Kawasaki intro and different things just yeah. brought all it back. Having all those guys there, we had a I thought it was awesome. Ra- we had a celebrity ride, yeah, on Friday. Yeah, <laughs> I missed a little bit of that because I was in the pits doing oh, interviews. But okay. I, but I, yeah, I heard you guys talk about it, and we know that you know Kiefer was out there for the media part of that. And yeah, there was a little bit of a celebrity ride. I do want to talk about that a little bit because which there, there part? Kiefer's double. Yeah, well, you gotta you gotta invo- uh, include Michael Lindsay in that too. Okay, all right. Because he didn't do it either. So, uh, by the way, taking your phone calls over there in the corner, holding things down, uh, coming in for one of his rare Pulp Show appearances, not always here. The Tits Legendary Tits, what's up? Hey, I'm mildly happy to be here today. (laughs) Thank you. Appreciate it. Yep. How's the golf game? Oh, strong. Yeah, okay. Strong to quite strong. Yeah, yeah, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Thanks for coming in, buddy. Thank you. Uh, Also, uh, working the camera angles and all of that, working on the app, the app as well, Uh, dropping any day now. I think it's Friday. Uh, The Travis Marks. What's up, Marks? Nice of you to uh, recognize the help. I know. Last week, I didn't introduce him. Mm, Yeah. No intro. Went the whole show. Just over here, you know, greasing the wheels. (laughs) The minions were not happy. Maybe maybe that's why you had audio issues Mm. two minutes before showtime. (laughs) The the minions were not happy that they were not introduced last week. I was so surprised Savachi showed up. I think I just was rattled. Like, yeah. And your excuse tonight? No, I, I normally get things started, then we bring you in. Yeah. Uh, Marks, tonight, Pulpamex Fantasy, we are doing the random draw tonight for a 2023 YZ450F. So anybody who pays in the Championship League, if you suck at fantasy like Dark, you still have a chance to win this bike. 
So we're doing that tonight, Marks. And we're also, we had a winner of the Formula Helmet that doesn't ride, right? Correct. And so just said, give it away. So we're going to do two random draws tonight of anybody who paid to be in the Fantasy Championship League. Uh, and um, we will give away a bike and a helmet. That did helmet, that, that helmet winner, that's an incredible gesture. Yeah, did the helmet guy get anything else? Did you send him anything cool? Yeah, we'll give him a high five. Okay. Yeah, cool. I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah sure. Uh, we'll do something. But uh, yeah, maybe, so maybe this Red Bull. We're giving away. Helmet. We're giving no. <laughs> uh, we're giving away a uh, bike tonight. Thank you to folks at Yamaha and Pulpmex Fantasy players as well. We're all done for the year. Successful year. Thank you for playing. Uh, we give away intense Taser e-bike for the three race SMX series. So, all right, here's the part. I thought we'd get into right away. I want, I want to talk about the results and Jet Lawrence and Kenny and all that because I think the Kenny thing is still relevant because of what he said on the show last week and then what Jet said this week, uh, which was bizarre. <laughs> but um, we'll get into all that. I want to get, so I want to get your guys' takes on this. But for now, like, look, I think the SMX played out a little different than I thought. We had one round of hybrid, one round of motocross, one round of supercross. You know, the LA Coliseum was a supercross one. It was a little tamer track, but that quad on was cool, by the way. Yeah. That caught on was sick. Um, rank the three races. Like, I was at two of the three. We were all you, – you were at two we – were, us three were at two uh, We were three. all at yeah. one and three. Uh, one and three. Yeah, one and three. And Missed two. Two of the three. Oh, and then, sorry. Trevor, you just watched them from the couch. Uh, no, no, no. This You have another aspect. You have another um, angle to give. So, absolutely. Uh, so, um, rank them for – and I don't even mean, like, the racing. But you can include the racing. But I, I just mean, like, design and format and everything else. Like – I mean, I, I like the whole thing. Um, just the point accelerators. I like the tracks. I, 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 you know what's weird is I didn't like the tracks the, as much the day of. But now that it's over, I look back and I'm like, okay, I get it. I get what was being done. They, they yeah. were unique, and it was meant to conclude at L.A. with more traditional supercross. So with that being said, now I look back and I kind of like Chicago because it was so weird and different, the track. Yeah. And, it was like not supercross really at all. It was it it reminded me of some big giant fair races that I have done. <laughs> like some really weird ones, but like a good version of that. I did yeah. one in Sparks, Nevada one year that yeah. was like that, but super death cross. Yeah. And we all like as riders were collectively trying to get this thing like to like either shut it down or change the track. It was so dangerous. So it had those types of vibes, but like really good, like well done. And I just liked it because it was different and new. And I, and I look back now and I appreciate that the tracks were what they were. Because in the moment, I was a okay. little like, eh, I don't like this track. Yeah. But now knowing that they were creatively trying to cover a lot of bases just to get to L.A. correctly, it all makes sense to me now. And I, I, I think I'd go with Chicago being the most interesting one for me. Okay, number two? L.A. because the Coliseum. Okay. Uh, Charlotte, to me, needed an uptick in a multiple ways. It needed to be at night, number one, and okay. the track, I think, could have been a little bit better there. But I like, I'll like i go Chicago, L.A., Charlotte. Okay. In that All right. Dark? Yeah, actually, his lineup is the same as me. I would go 2-3-1. Uh, I thought the track was really cool at mm -hmm. Chicago. I really like the uh, Super Minis race, uh, minus the last lap. Okay. I like those guys being involved. I, th I thought that was cool. I did not like the first race at night. I didn't like uh, where our press box was. It just kind of was yeah. underwhelming a little yeah. bit. Uh, very hard to pass. And then L.A., I like for the, the racing was pretty good, especially the first two motos of each class and the venue. So I'm going to go, yeah, Chicago, L.A., sh Charlotte. Trevor? L.A. was, was number one for yeah. me. Yeah, I thought, I thought they did a good job of just – just watching it, just bringing kind of all the history and everything involved kind of together and the hype and everything, mm -hmm. I thought it was good. The series overall, I think, is is cool. I'm not super picky on, like, tracks specifically. Yep. I think that no matter what they do, 
the best guys always rise to the top, right? So setup aside, outdoor, yeah. indoor, whatever. Dude, there whatever, were a lot of complaints about setup. Yeah, I know, yeah, but yeah. but I think right. it's good. Yeah. Like I think that it's supposed that's, to be that way. It's that's what they wanted, right? Mm-hmm. So we wanted something that was a little bit more interesting. But again, the best guys, no matter what, are always always going to rise to the occasion. And yeah. I think that I mean, when you sit and watch it the level of respect for those guys i mean it goes up even more right like you're able to throw some sort of weird track bad lighting whatever it is but the guys that are in that race competing to win that championship for those three rounds they're in the race they're going to figure out a way to get it done make it happen whatever it is i need your number two <laughs> number two probably <laughs> these are official rankings probably chicago for me okay yeah and then i would go charlotte after that wow so yeah yeah, not bad, not bad. And I could go with that too. LA had such good feel all yeah, day. Yeah, it was, it, it I was agree. a great day. I agree. Um, I, and I'm and I'm with you. If, if honestly, if the second motos in LA would have carried on like the first one, it would probably would have number one. But yeah. that second moto, I think we got dealt a, a bad hand with who started where they yeah. did and what happened. But those first motos in LA were. I mean, that 251 they was were good. so sick. It was even. You, the, do you, remember, you guys remember that Ivan Stewart game? Where yeah. you hit the turbo? Yeah, Mickey Thompson one. Yeah. Someone was hitting Jordan Smith's turbo. Oh, Because oh, yeah. about, yeah. about, I don't know, five, uh, eight laps in, Jordan just goes, see ya. He was, <laughs> was awesome. And then RJ was one. right behind him. Like, they were just like, yeah, we got to go. The old guys got to go. They, um, yeah, that was very impressive, them coming from yeah. a few spots back and just yep, checking out. Because it wasn't easy to pass. It, everyone was doing everything, right? Especially two well, of you, the guys. You, you, know? can, you watch races and, like, Daniel knows. Like you see, guys, you can oh, tell when. No, here, I mean people. Yeah. We don't know. No, <laughs> like no it's people. Like fucking JT is back in. Yeah, hey, you're yep. beating up on me for the mountain bike ride. So uh, we're gonna we're gonna have this conversation here <laughs> yep. for a minute. But, you know, Daniel. But yeah. no, I mean, so you we know, race you see guys. Yeah. No, like, and I beat a Supercross champion. I was never that level, but I can sit yeah. and watch. You're now, a main and, event guy, dude. And, yeah, I mean, but I can on. watch people where I'm like they're going through the motions. Yeah, right. There's we see races like that all year long where it's like. You know, second is what I that's that's where I was tonight and that's where I was going to finish. Yeah. And I feel like these three rounds with the money involved, everything, bringing both coasts kind of together, best guys two fit like I just think everybody was super fiery and and yeah. and they were I mean everybody was getting after it. Like yeah. that the intensity in that first 250 mode on LA was insane. I, I do think if the SMX showed us anything it's like we we need more showdowns. I agree. We need more, we need more showdowns. I agree. Yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? Like absolutely. Well, I have a solution to that. I think I talked about it last okay. time here. You know how east and west was off numbered races yeah. so they had to do some whatever. Yep. If you were to add, I think if you were to add one, there's a way you can add a, a showdown and then take another one away and make them equal. You sure. can do it. Well, you yeah. have to have... Just make one of the triple crowns a showdown. So. No, well, you have to have three. If it's two, then it's equal. But if you have an odd number of showdowns, you can actually equal out the East and the West. So it's a simple solution. Yeah. Add one more East-West yeah. showdown. Yeah. It's really sad. None of you asked for my ranking of the race. Well, we haven't got to you yet. You're next. Go. Yeah. Okay. L.A., because of the Coliseum and the vibe and everything else. Uh, um, Charlotte, even though Charlotte was kind of boring racing-wise, I liked the fact the track, in passing-wise, but the track was just different, and it was throwing everybody for a loop. And then Chicago was kind of like, eh, looked really dark. He did. Know. Yeah. I wasn't at Chicago, so maybe that's part of why I ranked it last. Yeah. Okay. Sketchy track, too. I mean, it's good when riders have concern for other riders' safety, and they do things in the race to make yeah. sure that yeah, yeah. other riders are yeah. safe because they're yeah. pushing too hard, you know? <laughs> right. Char- Charlotte gets a little bit of a uptick, <laughs> I guess, because the split lane works so well. That was yeah. good that they did. Yeah. That they finally seemed to figure it out. I like that. That was a good option. Right. And it was yeah. kind of the – of the three, it was the – 
the most were the, you you could pick it. You had to decide what suspension you're going to go with, Supercross or yeah. outdoors. Well, I think and, for round one they were all fucked up. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean? And yeah, I like that. Yeah. Next I'm, year they'll be like, hey, we need to do. No, this. I think they all should be like that. Fuck them up where they don't know what oh, to do. So okay, yeah, yeah. you know, you just don't know what right. you're going to get. Right. I like that. Um, I don't want them to know what the hell they so, got going on. Trevor, did you triple points? Uh, two motos, 20 minutes, anything that you didn't like or really liked about the formats and the changes that way? Like for me, I wrote about it. Uh, I'll talk about, I wrote about it this week. I'll talk about it. I think that if they're going to call it the playoffs, and good God, they fucking yelled playoffs 100 times, start eliminating guys like NASCAR and come into the L.A. Coliseum where there's only four guys to win. Everyone races, don't get me wrong, but there's a race within a race of four guys. And I don't know about the triple points thing. Like, uh, I mean, I get it because the gap... The gap is now nine from one to two that it was, you know, three normally. So I get that. But maybe they could do a totally separate point structure for SMX that incorporates bigger jumps and we just keep the same points. I don't know. What, what, what's your thoughts on any of that? Uh, listening to some of the some of the people talk about it and just like my perception of it, I think I think it can go to one day. I think that they need to do away with the Friday thing. It's actually that funny. My... Peyton, sorry to interrupt. Peyton told me that after the race. He said, we, we don't need two days. They just, want to do a fan fest is what they did, mm-hmm. you know, but Peyton said that too, yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess it, it if you're the promoter of the race and you're putting the race on, obviously your goal is two separate days. That's that's revenue you're generating on two separate occasions for one event. If you're on the race team, if you're a mechanic, whatever it is, mm-hmm. that's another day that you're there that you're working. So I can see both sides of it. I think it should just be one day. I I think it again just my opinion on it but the triple yeah. points I think is it's a little bit aggressive. I'd like to see it maybe go to where you were qualifying to where you have let's say you get a one point or two whatever it is and that gets the top 5 guys or whatever it is to a final where mm-hmm. it would be winner take all yeah. in that race yeah. to where points didn't matter anymore. Sure, sure. Yeah. But uh what about you know. dark? I was say, the two day thing that was partly because of camping too, right? When yeah, that, camping, yeah, that fan was fest. Thing, so. They had a press conference for yeah. fans, things like that. They they really wanted to pump up the buy a ticket, spend right. money, and get more. Yeah, I, I still don't know if I'm totally sold on the twenty plus one for the super crossy style. That was a little long in Charlotte for sure. Felt fine in Chicago. L.A. was kind of eh, borderline. Yep. So I'd say almost maybe shorten that just a little bit. And the, yeah, I don't care about the triple double points. Yeah. That doesn't bother me. I, like it yeah. doesn't bother me, or I'm not yeah. for it either way. They yeah, can yeah. Go, go away with it. Right. I just I just like the tracks being different than Supercross and Motocross. I want more of that. Daniel, um, I it worked, so I liked it this year because it did work. But it could have easily not worked with the points because if Chase would have won Chicago, then he could have put it around in L.A. and won yeah. the thing. So it very closely didn't work. But it did work. It came down to the final race, and it was a winner-take-all. Mm-hmm. The, the Deegan-Shimoda one, to me, was the best because, it. I mean, after Shimoda gave him a little something in the first one, I'm thinking, this is great. These two, One of these two are going to win this thing. There's a little bit of something developing in the night. Mm-hmm. The 451 kind of flattened out for me because Chase was out front, and he was going to lose. Yeah. So yeah, it, it, it right. didn't work yeah. all the way. Yeah, you wonder how hard Jet was pushing. I mean, I don't know yeah. if he's doing the big brain math. Like, I don't I figure he would. <laughs> The team would tell him, hey, if Chase is in front of you, you've got this. He was probably just more concerned with what Kenny was doing yeah. because that one could have been affected. It yeah. could affect everything. Yeah. So um, I'm with you, Steve. I, I would like to do an elimination and just uh, throwing a you know, bunch of mud at the wall, see what sticks. It'd be cool if there was 20 guys at Charlotte, everyone's in it, and then the top 10 leaving Charlotte are still in it. And then after Chicago, the top four are in it, and you go to L.A., and it's winner-take-all between the four. Yeah. That way you're guaranteeing no matter what, it will come down to the last one because it could have not 
very yeah. easily. Right. So next year, if they do the same thing, things work out different. Jet wins the first two, it's over. But had that so, been the case, there was a moment where Jordan Smith could have won that thing, right? And then if we had eliminated him, he wouldn't have had that yeah. chance oh. to win it. So, Oh, well. Yeah, but yeah. It, uh, yeah, but, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah it's true. Oh, well. But if if you want to have a playoff that builds to a championship, it's not yeah. where it doesn't work is like you're saying. <coughs> I mean, the guy the goes and rides around in second or third for the night, and just, there's, there's just odds. The there's right, odds right. you're going to catch that. The whole playoff thing that we talked about all year long really proved to be moot because they were calling dudes. You want to race? Yeah, that's yeah. true. Do you want to yeah. race? Injuries and and different team stuff. It didn't really matter what you did all year. You right. almost got in. Like tons of guys got in, and then Kate had a hunting trip. Kate didn't want the money, but. There's plenty of people who could have raced this thing, and they pumped this up all year long as a playoff thing, and I get what they were doing. That's awesome. I mean, I was talking about it. I'm like, holy shit, Austin Forkner needs this, and Styles yeah. Robertson needs this. Mm-hmm. In the end, started less Styles and Dax and Bennett race, and Cade had a hunting trip, more important, and um, <laughs> Lucrecio, not Lucrecio, um, uh, the hitman, Marcelisi just said no, and like, so in the end, it was like not really that hard to get in if you race yeah. all year. So yeah. I if they're going to do that, make it a little tougher. Yeah. yeah, those are super hyper details that I think everyone that's diehard would pay attention to. But the the halfway in fans that don't pay attention to that probably just see it more on the surface, which is mm-hmm. you're coming down the last round. It's gonna yeah. be. I, I think it it worked for the not all the way in viewer, and yeah, I think okay. that's why the word playoff sure. is used too because it's an identifiable well, word that people said know. NBC wanted that. Yeah, yeah and right? it makes sense because right. it gives the season some conclusion. It gives everyone that knows the word playoff an idea that this is the finale. This is big. You're right, but yeah. the details inside that don't match up exactly. But I, to yeah. me, that's all tweakable, and I'll give Feld credit on this. They've taken some chances over the years. Futures was a big chance incorporating that. That's worked. Triple crowns have worked. This thing seemed to work. They seem to modern. They seem to make moves when they need to. Right. So I could see this thing being f- just tweaked a little bit and be pretty it's, damn awesome forever. I, I think it was great. great. Just need some tweaks. Great to see Fell and MX Sports working together. I, yeah. I don't know if I've ever thought I'd see that day come where like Weege is doing Super Motocross and Ricky's doing both and the MX Sports personnel are working uh, at SMX races and the, the water truck for Feld is or water truck for MX Sports is at Charlotte. I didn't think I'd ever see that. I mean, I if any listener of the show has been listening since 2010 when we started this thing, my, that must be like a rant that I've done uh, 20 times, mm-hmm. you know, about how these two promoters just hated each other and would ignore each other. Yeah. And we'd have Ralph saying, we'll see everybody at Anaheim. Yeah. And it's like, what about this fucking 12-round motocross <laughs> series? Do they die? What, what happens? Do they just kill everybody? But so I love that part of it. You Same. know, I'm on board with that. That was great. What about the uh, LCQ format? Is he, is, is he watching YouTube? Yeah, it's on. Yeah, I mean, I'm just—he's watching himself. What, what, you're, you're no, I'm not watching yourself? the video. I'm just watching the the comments in case uh, there's something I can ask a question about. Is that not? You want me want it off? Yeah, he, he interacts okay. with the fans right. yeah. because, because man of the people. Because if he's someone, if you say something and someone's like, "That's a stupid point," you're gonna be like, oh, "You're all in your head." No, you know, no, that's you're gonna, be, you're gonna be all fucked up. I was like, gonna, there was people complimenting you. I was gonna tell you what they said, but never mind. Fuck it. Yeah, I, I don't want to know. Trust me. I had a guy today. Yeah, that there said, weren't any compliments. Yeah, so. there's, I, there's, I got a YouTube comment today. I put it on Twitter. The guy, guy, I saw that. Yeah, I said Savachi should have walked out on me. Yeah, really? Yeah. No, what about the LCQ format? Do you feel like Phil and those guys should have been in? No, no, no. Keep it, Phil. No, you. You don't All get right, everybody get but Phil. Yeah. <laughs> everybody but Phil gets in. No, um, Phil did honestly say that he thought that he should have been in an LCQ at Charlotte and then gotten in. Yeah, that's what I'm. Uh, I, I'm no, I don't know. Whatever. Indifferent. Either way, right? I'm indifferent. Yeah, okay. I don't care that strongly. Just, I mean, the fact that Phil did it, you know, all year long is great. But um, 
It was yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah, with a great result. I'm sure I, you're gonna get I, to I that will say yeah. that the having the LCQ and having the point structure the way they did it did create a lot of end of season talk and fun talk. It did, but it didn't matter. It didn't matter, but it was still fun. But because next it was year, I'm going to be smarter than that next year. <laughs> I'm gonna be, I, you know, I, I, devo- I devoted 20 minutes to Austin Forkner's chances. Yeah. In the end, I, it didn't matter. I did too. I took a close look at his <laughs> right, situation and right. how it might be, but to me, that was all fun because it gave me the feeling... And I'm not breaking down Cade's chances anymore either. Like, <laughs> Especially when you know his right. priorities well, in life. Yeah, hunting, hunting's but, more important. Yeah, Cade uh, may need money next year, so you yeah, never know. Yeah. Um, but I, again, I, I think it, it all worked and just needs a little yeah. tweaking because yeah. it did create excitement. I never once felt like, oh, that was dumb or that was stupid. I thought a couple times were like, oh, that could be a little different. Uh-huh. But I enjoyed the whole thing mm-hmm. from start to finish, and I left L.A. going, that's yeah. sick. That's forever. Right. Like, right. Let, let that be part of what we do now. You know what oh, one of the highlights was? Meeting Dad Shepard? Yes. Well, yes, yeah. but Weege in the booth – in being a part of yeah. quote unquote supercross, he, he thought it was too. Also yeah, the highlights. Well, and then you were talking about Feld and MX Sports, and it's even behind the scenes they're actually getting along. It's oh, not yeah. like it's just no, a front. No, no, That's yeah. pretty cool to see those guys. They're on weekly mixing. calls with yeah. each other. It's a whole thing. Like it's it seems to be a strong relationship, which I think can only improve the sport. I don't want to go back and toot my own horn, but let me just toot my own horn a little bit. Let's you do it. want to go back into it. You've listened it. for a long time, Dark. Sure. How many times that I was yelling about, we need to do different formats, 20 laps is dumb, let's do something. You At know, Triple si- Crowns came. 69 times, I believe. Yeah, six, 69 times of saying, why are we just doing 20 laps? Like, change it up. Mm-hmm. In 85, they did two mains, Dogger's Vintage Era. They did two mains in 85. And then we just did 20 laps for fucking 30 years. No matter how long the track is, no matter what. I was always yelling, change it up, change things up, man. We're a sport, we're entertainment. Seems like they are, though. Like, that's what I'm saying. The sport's running more like a speedboat than a Titanic. It's it's making quick moves left and right and changing things when it needs to. I mean, Triple Crowns, to me, they're awesome. And they've mastered that format now. We got a call for you on two. Uh, Go ahead. Are you doing a fireball? Wow. Joe, what's up? What's your comment for Daniel Blair? Hey, uh, I was well. First, I was wondering if Daniel is going to be at A one, which he probably is. And then, second, I was wondering what the predictions were for A one. Oh wow! For oh, me? we can't know, sir. That's much too early. Uh, I was asked for my A one thoughts as well. Let's not give it away now. Yeah, I'm. I'm tired. I mean, I, I feel like I, I love I, mean, I, I love this whole thing. It's but, right around the corner. But guess what? It, 31 was a lot. And I mean, to be into it that much, you got to love it. And but I did feel at the end of LA like. Ooh, that was a long time to be into something. I mean, we're talking nine months straight of being pretty locked in. Why does anybody think of the media in this? In this I, I, just in my even my interest now, I love it so much that I was in it to the checkered flag. But I did feel like, man, yeah. that was, that uh, was long. I was just <laughs> yeah, Joe. We'll uh, we'll we'll, revi- we'll revisit that. Yes, you know, right on, man. Right, right on, guys. Have thank, a good you. Night. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Yep. Firepowerparts.com. Dean Wilson. He tweeted, he's all right. Did you see his Instagram video of his crash? No. Oh, you got to check it. Dino did a great. Poor Dino. Yeah. I feel uh, so bad for him. He said on Instagram that crash cost him 30 grand. Uh, I guess in the, in the points, right? Uh, firepowerparts.com, Dean Wilson, Max Anstey. They offer a wide variety of chains from heavy-duty roller to O and X-ring. They got featherweight lithium batteries as well, used by a lot of teams, of course. And, of course, motor oil as well. Thanks to the folks at uh, firepowerparts.com. Uh, you can check them out at firepowerparts on social media. And, uh, yeah, privateer sponsored, uh, Firepower Parts. Thanks to those guys for coming on board. And, uh, oh, we got a question about Orange Brigade here. Uh, Hayes, go ahead and ask Orange Brigade question. I got a couple questions, kind of a small rant, but it's also for Daniel. Maybe he has more insight than I do. Uh, 
I my son used to ride 65s, Husqvarna, and all that great stuff. We switched to a Kawasaki, and then I'm watching Loretta Lens and Super Minis, all that kind of stuff. And I think back how Team Green used to be the most dominant mini, you know, mini rider, so to say, 65, 85, Super Minis, all that stuff. And now I looked on the Loretta Lens, there was two KX65s total signed up, and all obviously lots dominated by Orange Brigade and a couple of Yamahas here, here and there. But why is Kawasaki fading out so much and do you agree it's kind of sad to see that they've almost disappeared? Um, You're asking a KTM guy about if it's great that Kawasaki's <laughs> disappeared? Yeah. Well, well it's, I'm, sure he, I'm, I'm sure he'll give a non-biased opinion. Well, well I, yeah. no, honestly, I talked to Weege. <laughs> no, but hey, Hayes, I did a review pod. I was asking Weege about this same thing somewhere along the line, and Weege is just like, it's not competitive. They haven't yeah. put money in the bike. Yeah. Here, yeah, I'll tell you what Daniel told me last weekend at the race. He said, F Team Green, I'm taking all their riders. We're going to sign everybody. It's going to be all orange. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty pissed okay. I had two, to be honest. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Um, no, in reality, in, this is not being biased. This, any human that knows this will back me up. But the KTM Husky Gas Gas 85 platform, which is what turns into the Super Mini, what, yep. it's just they're like incredible little race bikes. That's They come off the showroom floor like really good, and they're not done developing. There's like there's yeah. new models coming from the, even these mini bikes because they're just not done developing. And yeah, Cow and Yamaha have just not done that in the mini bike. That's not their part of the market that they go after. So you'll see that at the races, 65s, 85 Super Mini, the KTM bikes dominate because they are developing Which, those to be like race bikes. The Super Mini guy, the Cowie okay. guy won, and then we just like, hey, that guy's really good to win on that Cowie, and Cowie would have kept them, you know? So, uh, yeah. They're super, yeah. they're super Mini, like yeah. their finished product Super Mini is an incredible bike, too. So it's yeah. not like that okay. kid, that, that's Landon Gordon. He's okay. a really good rider. And but his, his bike's good, too. Yeah. Okay. On the KTM 65, can we agree they need to move the drain bolt and fix the way we can get to the carburetor? You get right on that, Daniel. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's on the list. Yeah. Um, that's something I've been working on. Is the R and D of the motorcycle? I'll get right on that and let uh, them know. Thanks, Ace. Daniel, Daniel didn't know they had much. air filters, uh, oil filters. Off road Couldn't find it on my two fifty. Offroadwarehouse.com. Pop a Mexico code to save. Get your bike to the track with style and performance from Offroad Warehouse. Dean Wilson, that ORW butt patch is an Offroad Warehouse. Uh, Enzo Lopes, J Mart, March Banks was really good at SMX. Uh, from they have stores all throughout America. And use the code PulpMX to save. Stop in to check out the latest in truck, Jeep, Overland, UTV, and racing products the orw bring you our first guest of the night philip hi steven how are we we're good man thank you for the time tonight uh what are you gonna do with your smx money <laughs> uh i don't know put it in the stock market invest invest a little bit okay. hopefully i can make i can make up for the money that uh Freddie took for me and <laughs> Masterpool and March Banks and Nichols so, and everybody well, else who listen, made a decent paycheck. With the, with the Democrat president, the stock market's booming, so I'm sure you'll oh, be I, happy with, with doing for that. Sure, um, for sure. I, did, I didn't lose any money last week. No. Hey, uh, we said on the review show that there's <laughs> there's some point in the pay structure that is like they just start going down by a thousand bucks or something or whatever. Yes. Guess who was the first one to start going down by a fucking thousand? <laughs> you. Yes. He said that. you were in the first spot that was a massive jump of fifteen thousand. <laughs> yes. Congrats, Philip. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, fucking Freddie, dude. Freddie got me. And it's sucked because Freddie and I were talking shit all week, you know, because Freddie doesn't curse. He's all, you know, yeah. he's just a good old he good old guy. And I was telling Freddie I was going to break his fucking leg this week for 15 grand. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he was just laughing. And guess who got the last laugh? Freddie. So, um, yeah, I kind of... Uh, yeah, the, the the restart kind of screwed me a little bit, to be honest. Uh, I was in a good position. I had about three seconds on Fred and kind of getting towed along by Masterpool. And mm-hmm. um, then they had the restart. And I don't know, I felt like a pitcher in the MLB or whoever, you know, whatever. I got iced up. And I just, when the green flag went, they waved us. And I just never got back on track to the lap times I was running the first three. And, um, yeah, the boys uh, just ate me alive out there. So was uh, was there some confusion down there on whether it was a full gate or it staggered? Was there some confusion? I- I have no idea what was going on, you know. Uh, I I didn't care if it was a full-blown restart. I mean, I would have been kind of bummed because I was in a decent position. Yeah, and yeah. I started second from the outside. But, uh, yeah, obviously, the, the staggered start's the way to go. I just didn't mm-hmm. – I didn't like losing the little gap that I had in the mojo I had going because sure. I was actually flowing pretty decent. So Did, um, did you think about yeah, the quad on? Quad, did you eye up the quad on? <laughs> I told <laughs> I told Jen and Anderson we were kind of talking, and Dino, I was just like, if there was fucking a million dollars on the face of the Supercross triple for me to quad on, I still wouldn't quad on. Oh, fuck. I would have done that for a million bucks. I'm, I'll pull the trigger. I'm pretty yeah, sure yeah, Phil yeah, is the okay. only guy in the 450 class going double jump on, jump off, I'm pretty sure, right? <laughs> no, I was not, dickbag. I was going three table single. <laughs> you know? But, yeah, I was like, no, there wasn't. And, uh, Dark, you said you would Take, you would go for it for the million? For a million dollars, I'll attempt it. I mean, I've for we've sure. seen, I've you'd crashed. One, yeah, no, why wouldn't you? You'd have $1.5 million in medical debt, too. Yeah. So. Uh, who's gonna, I'm not going to pay that bill, Phil. Does the body have to get to the jump or <laughs> well, the transponder? You crashed at a triple at, <laughs> yeah. at a, at a club, Well, might so. as well go for a quad. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did the triple well, for no money at yeah, all. Yeah, for nothing. Phil, what's this domestic you had with Coop you're telling me? Like, can you talk about it on the air or no? <laughs> you and Coop got into almost, it? Or? Oh, dude, we got into it. Uh, obviously, everyone knows Coop's one of my best mates. <laughs> I don't even know if I should really say it, but oh, I'm yeah. going to anyway. Uh, so we get back, we get the red flag, right? Yeah. And Coop was behind me for about two laps, but right before the red flag, he had passed me in Masterpool. So he was sitting fifth in yeah. Masterpool, and then I was seventh. So we get back to the gate, right? And obviously, I have a bladder par problem. Everybody else does, too. So a bunch of us are running to the pisser in between the break while yeah. we're all waiting, you know, while they're waiting to get bam. Well, I get into the bathroom, and the urinals are all full. There's three of them. So I go to the toilet, and I'm pissing. And all of a sudden, like, I saw Coop was in the urinal. So and I'm... I'm Pissing, trying to get back to the gate, and all of a sudden I hear, "You're a fucking squirrel in the rhythm lane, man." And I'm like, "Huh?" And like I turn around, and Coop's looking at me while I'm in the bathroom, and I'm pissing. And I said, "Huh?" He goes, "Dude, you're a squirrel in the fucking rhythm." And I like I pinched it off mid and I walked up to him in the bathroom, and I just came unglued on him. And like, 
Coop and I are having this massive, massive blowout. Domestic, yeah. yeah, this massive blow. Well, Coop really didn't say much. It was just me unloading on him. And, like, I was in his face. I felt bad after, but I was in his face, and, like, I'm, like, spitting in his face and saying all this shit, telling him you're on a factory bike and you're two-time champion and I'm beating you to the first corner and yada, yada, yada. And he just stood there, and, like, he tried to step around to, like, walk out, and I still kept chewing him. Oh, wow. And I chirped him from the bathroom all all the way down to the the starting gate, you know? And obviously, maybe maybe that's why I really didn't recover. When the yeah. green flag flew, um, I blew my cortisol levels were through the roof. <laughs> yeah. Yelling, yelling at Coop. He got but in your head. I, he got in your head. Yeah, Coop, Coop, Coop got in my head just sitting there being silent. He won but, He won the battle. But now, did he have to go behind you on the restart because it's the lap before? No. no he, oh. Well, it must have been the lap before he had Okay, yeah, yeah, he, yeah. Started, he started fifth. So that would have been even better had he had to work through you in Massapool oh. again. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, he was feeling tension being behind me because of Chicago. You yep. know what I mean? Yeah. So <laughs> he, had, he had a point to prove and shit, so I kind of, yeah. But it was <laughs> it was so funny. And he, I, he rode well. I, he rode well. Yeah, he rode much Yeah, he, he, no, he, he rode really good. And I, I <laughs> you know, and obviously in our group chat, I text him. I said, dude, you're my best me and I said I'd take a bullet for you but I have no problem headbutting the fuck out of you, you know? <laughs> <laughs> um, I almost want to call him right now so you could get his side of it but he's blue crew having, we tried we tried I know he's just in the, having a couple of Tito's and soda water in the Bahamas so right. we'll let him uh, we'll let my story live so. yeah, 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 yeah yeah we don't need him well, I, yeah, I do wonder if, if you hadn't beaten him and then like he got beat up in my group text with him and he probably got beat up in other group texts about you beating him you know, oh, yeah. I do think that that was probably part of it where he was just like, I can't let this fucking guy beat me. Yeah. 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 I mean, I just, it was just funny. I'm just like, dude, you got all these start maps and all this, and I'm just down there on a, <laughs> with a piston out of a van. And I'm beat, yeah, yeah. Beating you down to the first corner. I said, dude, you're the problem. Not me. <laughs> I went to go talk to Phil, and him and Smarchbanks were in a sweatshop in this trailer. <laughs> it was, it smelled like ass. Oh. And it was like, just, yeah, it was like 8,000 degrees inside this yeah. trailer. So, uh, um, dude, yeah. Phil, so uh, um, what, did, what did you think of that number one plate we got you? Yeah, uh, now that I know. <laughs> did, uh, so does Mewy know where it actually came from? Or? Uh, I, I think, yeah, I think he knows it now. But he, I guess they were pissed. Mike and Feld and AMA guys were like, what the hell? You know, so. <laughs> what what was your initial thought? Did you kind of know it was a joke and came? Oh, he, I mean, I know you knew it wasn't yeah. serious, but did you know have any idea where it came from immediately? No, I I, I didn't know. JT told me after he goes, "Oh yeah, it was it was Mathis's idea," and I'm like, "Ah oh, fuck!" Well, if I would have known that, I would have blown Steve out on on TV. But uh, <laughs> Steve's like, "Oh, it's good you didn't know." You know, you, you still you still cussed yeah, on the broadcast felt, yeah. two weeks in a row. Yeah, though, yeah you that, cussed that. again. <laughs> Shin smart ass is not cussing. Uh, no. And then, and then uh, yeah, you thank Felden of Sports for the number one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was he great. thought it was like, from them. Now they have to do it every year. Yeah. yeah. Next year, the guys will be like, what the fuck? Well, I mean, dude, yeah. well, so you've qualified second in the first one and then third in the second one. And I'm like, oh, fuck. He's got to win it to get the plate. I mean, I made this plate. The, yeah. our, thanks to our listener, Nick, by the way, uh, for making the plate for us. The guy out, out east somewhere next day aired it yeah. to us. Um, thanks to Nick. Thank you. Um, but then I'm like, if he doesn't win, the whole thing's shot. <laughs> and then you were not fastest in either one. I was like, oh, no. But, dude, you cut over on Moran's. You just cut poor Kevin Moran's off off the start. Yeah. And then, uh, and, good. And, 
I gave him plenty of room. <laughs> and then you rode off for the win. Phil's a racer, great. though. Yeah. I, I'd never, yeah. I never doubted him once. In those so when issues. I, I was up in the press box being like, ah, oh, fuck, he's not even, he's third fastest. Yeah, but it would be Someone just... said, dude, he's a racer. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that might have yeah, been But, like, yeah, we were all saying that would be just like Phil to not, yeah. to, it, to, to blow it. Here's yeah. the question. Is he a racer or is he not a practicer? Because it could be that, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah. Not, I'm not a practicer. Okay. I don't, I, if you look at my stats through the 17 years of doing this bullshit, <laughs> I've never, ever qualified good, ever. You know, like Chicago is my best. You know, I went 7-9. I, I felt like I rode good in the mains, and I qualified fifth and unseated, you know. Um, I don't know. Ironman, I qualified 24th, and, you know, I got eighth overall. I'm just a terrible yeah. qualifier. I like I like doing gate drops, and I like being able to ride races. I'm not I'm not a heater guy. Never was, never will be. So um, that, uh, that part of the sport sucks. So, and it's kind of defeating no matter how many times you do it week after week when you come off and like you see guys that you smoke during the races and like they're throwing down a heater better than you. It kind of like fuck makes you second guess. I don't care how many times I beat them during the races, but uh, yeah, it, it's fine. I just got to remind myself were when you, the gate drops, the bullshit stops. I don't even know, Phil. Were you around when we raced a race qualifiers for nationals? Yeah, I raced for my first national was 06. Oh, okay. So I did, yeah, yeah. yeah, so I had to do Saturday, Sunday. Saturday program. and yeah. Sunday. Yeah, yeah, both sometimes. Yeah. And then if you weren't in the top 10, if you were 10 to 20, you only had to do Sunday morning. Yeah. Uh, if so, you were 20 yeah. and out, you'd have to go yeah. Saturday just to get to Sunday, mm-hmm. then Sunday to get in, and, man, it was all based uh, on the draw. Sometimes you get a I, bad yeah, heat. Yeah, yeah. you want to know, yeah, know what's crazy? It's crazy how if you're in the top 10 or in the top 20, you're seated into something. Huh. Weird. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, that, that logic just... You wouldn't have know, got a number one plate. Correct. You wouldn't have got a number yeah. one plate eh, if you'd been seated Not for in. Not nothing, but fuck that number one plate. You know how much hair I lost on the top of my head the past three weeks? It's a different series, Phil. It's a different it's, series. Yeah, yeah. It's you know, new. I've, I've, gained, I've literally gained 10 pounds from stress. <laughs> 10 uh, pounds. Like, I'm not bullshitting you. Do you get a single digit or a or what do you get for this LCQ championship? Do you get a permanent number or what, what, what do we know? Yeah. Uh, uh, what are you looking at for numbers here. next year? Where are you at? I saw some provisional. Oh, I saw that too. Yeah. Uh, what is, I don't know, like 36 or something. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, 36. That's right. Because yeah. March Banks, we were saying, club doesn't even need to yeah. print, pre-print yeah. new numbers or anything. Yeah, yeah. 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 That won't be confusing next year. Is March yeah. Banks in the yeah. 20s then? Low yeah. 20s? Yeah, he's, I, yeah, I think G got uh, 26. So got a Marshall number. Yep. He won like ninety grand. He said or seventy five grand. His his take home. No, one hundred twenty grand. Yeah, he was wow. like, uh, he's like, that's the most I've ever won. That's the most I've ever made. <laughs> yeah, good for yeah. good for Marchback. Yeah, really day. good. Yeah, I had to tell G. I said we, get, <laughs> we need to have a sit down and have a chat. What we're going to do with that cash? You know, <laughs> 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 you know. Remember what Uncle Sam and everything else? It's just like, dude, stuff goes quick after all that shit. You yeah. Know? So. Well, we had um, we we had Marvin on our uh, re-raceables pod about the million dollars at Monster Cup, and he immediately went into he didn't take the million; he took the payout, and half goes to taxes. Yeah. And mm-hmm. we're mm-hmm. like, all right, Marv, so, still a lot of money. It's, still three, it's about three hundred grand. It's jaded. These guys yeah. are jaded. Wait, that's what he keeps? Yeah, that's what they get. Yeah. Three hundred out, out, out of the million? No, they, they don't get a oh, million. Oh, they lose the three hundred. No, no. Or, if they don't take the pe- if they took the money, it was six hundred grand or something. The, yeah, yeah. If you the, take the money, it's about yeah. You get yeah. about six hundred grand, you know, or a million so, over twenty years. 
So. Oh, I take it up front and take the hit. Yeah, I don't, would you? I don't yeah. trust things are going to be around that That's long. True. Yeah. Right. Good point. Oh, yeah, I would too. And then invest the rest of it and be done with the fuck that. Yep. You know? Hey, Phil. Uh, give me the money. It's like the lotto. It's uh, like, take your money in 26 years. It's like, no, I want it now. Yeah, yeah exactly. Let me let, let me get the interest off it or try and figure out how to make more money off it. I don't trust you, you people. Exactly. Yeah, leave me around, you know? So, thanks, but no thanks. Hey, you know? minus minus the LCQ every week issue, what do you think about this series? I mean, everybody keeps saying, you know, three more races, which I guess technically minus Monster Cup is really just – one more race but the format the track differences like to, as a fan and as media i thought it was great now that it's mm-hmm. over what do you think about it um yeah i mean i, I one like I, i've said it before the past few weeks um no one wants to do more races obviously it kind of comes out to being about the same but um you know i just look at it as like okay Saturday ended, and they're already posting it's 11 weeks until Anaheim. Well, two weeks from now, they got this Nations, then guys got Bercy, and then, you know, there's just, you know, like I said, there's no off season. but, again, when you talk about, you know, for me, for instance, I made $35,000 plus the AMA purse money. Um, you know, so I made about, I don't know, 45 grand in uh, three weeks. Yeah. Like, I'll suck it up. You know, um, nowhere else really are you going to do it. Doing what I love to do, riding a dirt bike and making forty-five grand. Obviously, I wish I could add Freddie and made another fifteen grand and done better. But um, yeah, it's it's good for our sport, and I'm glad our sport is finally to that level to give guys money. You know, so mm-hmm. I, uh, I, I I'm, but, I'm yeah. for it. But also, you like know, on like the flip we, side, no factory rider did every race this year. Yeah. Like, like, um, yeah, like, I, you know, like I, there I, is that. Well, our sport is like, if you want to talk about risk level, 10 out of 10, our sport is a level 10 risk, you know, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday in the off season, you're riding. Okay. Like, dude, you know how hard it is to be perfect every single day, every single lap through the year, including racing and everything. Dude, it's almost impossible. You know, you're not fucking in the NFL and bubble suits and playing flag you know, flag practice or whatever the fuck they do, you know, like, dude, the risk is just as high on a practice day as it is on a Saturday. And it's just, it's hard to do that for nine months out of the year, you know, and obviously you're going to risk it in practice because there's combos you want to put together and be faster than your teammates. So the, the limit is high, but what is more important a Tuesday or a Saturday? And it's just, mm-hmm. uh, it's just, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty fucked up. So I don't know. It's, and you have to ride during the week because you need to be sharp for Saturday. So how do you really, you know, where do you draw the line? Yeah. I mean, Daniel well, and Trevor know. The the week <laughs> the week leading to Chicago at club, you, we had a bunch of rain. I was there, and so you only rode one day. Did you notice a difference by riding only one day than two? No. Okay. No, not me. But I rode Tuesday. Obviously, I was still really tired and beat up from Chicago, mm-hmm. uh, from Charlotte and, like, I was already planning whether they got wrecked because I rode Tuesday. I was already planning not to ride Wednesday because I was still smoked from Saturday and Tuesday. I didn't feel great. And whether it rained or not, I wasn't going to ride Wednesday and just save it for Saturday. But you still perform on Saturday. But I still have a huge base from outdoors, obviously, still getting, you know, getting back into it and everything like that. Like, a guy like Jet could not ride during the week and still perform on Saturday. He could go almost two weeks and not, you know, still perform on Saturday. So, for us, it's okay. But, 
you know, you can't take more than two weeks off a bike without losing that skill. You know, yeah. I mean, Daniel and Trevor know you got it. You got to yeah, stay go. sharp and, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> <That's right. laughs> and, I, and, and at least have the, you know, the skill and the eyesight and, you know, or else you kind of lose the muscle memory a bit. Yeah. It's, uh, it, you know, yeah, again, like the powers that be, like Dark said, will tell you it's one more race, uh, but it doesn't feel like that. Yeah, I think it's because <laughs> it's drug out longer. Right, right. Yeah. I met a lot yeah. of teams, uh, managers, mechanics, that told me they're tired. So especially it's, mechanics, you know, because, yeah, yeah they're. Yeah. And then I think about those poor saps at Honda going to the, or all the Team USA and Aussie guys. Yeah. They're grinding even harder, dude, for the next two weeks. They had to build bikes and ship yeah. them, you know, and all of that. I mean, I was at, yeah. I was at yeah. KTM this morning, yeah. and they are. Fully getting ready. Two Huskies, one yeah. KTM. They are going, and there is no break. It is no. full prep for yeah. that. And then their break. Yeah. I well, just know this because I was in there. As soon as I get back from that, it's like no, testing no. on my, Tuesday. Yeah. My, my at Yamaha, we ended Steel City, and Wednesday was Supercross testing. Wednesday after <clears throat> Steel City, we were working through settings. You know, it's like, fuck. Yeah. yeah. Well, and Adam, Cincerello, and Jason said that I, they were asked that at the uh, Kawasaki intro. Mm-hmm. To take a break. Right? He said, no, man, Monday or Tuesday of Listen, this a- week. AC's coming here to golf. He's going to get hammered oh, every day okay. in a few weeks. They but, said they were yeah. they were about to start testing right. for the new bike. Yeah. It starts maybe next week. But Yeah, you got to get the parts into Japan early mm-hmm. enough to get the order because right. it's a long wait for ordering parts, right? So Yeah, th- I think that for me, that's one of the things I feel <laughs> worse or the most bad about for our athletes is they really don't get any time off. No. And, you know, us as normal people, Steve, you go on a vacation for a couple of weeks or, you know, regular people, they take weeks. Well, you, you go to Cabo a couple of times a year. Anyway, you go for a week at a time, right? No, no, no I don't. Okay. Well, either way, kind of these guys don't get their full weekends off and yeah. get to sit around and hang out with their family. And then, okay. You know, in July, we're going to take three or four days off. It's yeah. they're lucky if they get a week off in the whole yep. year. And, most people don't realize, like Phil just said, they're riding during the season Tuesday, Wednesday. They're traveling Thursday, Friday, Saturday, or they're yeah. at the race Saturday, traveling Sunday, hopefully home Monday, but they're in the gym or whatever. There's almost yeah. no days off. Yep. And it's – I feel bad for the guys. I mean – and yeah. they don't get paid well enough as it yeah, is for what about, they do. Think about the amount of guys that are doing this for 30 grand. Yeah. <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, and you got the privateers <laughs> yeah, that right. maybe yeah. they're not training during least, the week because they're traveling. And, at least Phil's making three to 400K. Yeah, Phil's getting rich. But right. Yeah. Still. Right. Someone's getting it. <laughs> uh, Off-Road Warehouse bringing you Phil Nicoletti on the show. Uh, Pulp of Mexico to save at ORW. Uh, please check them out. They uh, they install everything they sell as well. So uh, use the code PulpMX at offroadwarehouse.com. Get your truck to the track with style uh, and performance from Off-Road Warehouse. Thank you to those guys. Uh, so, Philip, uh, and you're doing the world rounds. We talked about that last week. So, you know, you yeah. have you have stuff coming up, too. Like, you you probably will do East, right? We, we don't know for sure, but I'd imagine you do East. Um, but you still have the world rounds coming up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, we go the 4th and 5th of November, and then, you know, I'll be gone during Thanksgiving. And, um, yeah, I know, like, you got your ride day, which is a fun day. You know, I'll hopefully make it to that, but they schedule ATVs and more. Yeah, open you come, house, are you so coming to that, that, or I don't know what the, yeah, what the, what the I'll, thing I'll, I'll be there Saturday night, so I'll go to the ATVs more thing. Okay. I'll open house on, on Saturday, and then I'll come to your thing Saturday night and ride Sunday, and then the following week, club has an open house, and it's just like, okay. you know, weekends are smoked up. But, yeah. um, again, it's, you know, everyone says, like, oh, yeah, you ride a dirt bike and, you know, <laughs> shut up, and you could be working a normal job. Like, I, yeah, I get all that, man. But, like, still, it's mm-hmm. it's tiring, you know, and it's stressful, you know. Okay, so, so- uh, Phil, before we let you go, sorry to interrupt you. I interrupt you, but yeah. Uh, take aside your results. Put your results aside. Rank the three super motocross races: one, two, three. Uh, 
Well, I think Charlotte would have been good if it was a nighttime race. Daytime kills the vibe. Okay, that's what uh, Daniel said. Yeah. yeah. yeah that's got to be automatic forever, too. It's just, it, yeah, it had to yeah. be at night. It's just like, dude, you, yeah, you can't, you can't do daytime bullshit. So it's kind of um, Chicago, Charlotte, L.A. So you put your fucking results into this thing, Phil. Wow, no, LA I was last. I, I, yeah, I, I, tr- I like the Chicago vibe. I liked how it was kind of <laughs> no big jumps. It was actually, yeah, well, no, no big jumps. Are the you finish line was... you know how big those fucking doubles were. I couldn't even believe them. Super, <laughs> super minis, minis were doing it. Phil, yes, yeah. they were big for the super minis, but if they're doing them, they're not big for you. <laughs> oh, okay, Daniel. Well, you can't even hit a left-handed corner. Uh, right. That's, that's <laughs> boom. <laughs> yeah, it's not about. Sure. Want to fucking, yeah, exactly. You know? uh, I'll take the L. <laughs> I'll take you. You head out there. Let me know how you, you're going to end up looking like Canyon Richardson and Vincent Way out there in Chicago. You know, <laughs> only they'll be. You won't be getting up. You'll be laying. There, there. goes Phil's Orange Brigade support in the future. <laughs> yeah, yeah. off my consideration yeah. for vet, the future. His vet racing national. Yeah. Phil wants to go back to Loretta's. They won't be on an orange bike. No. Well, I mean, no, if we were going to hire a vet, we want him to inspire the kids, not terrify the kids either so he was already <laughs> off the list <laughs> never an option I'm, I'm telling you chicago i went out there for first practice on friday and i'm like dude i can't see the landings of these jumps you know like what the fuck am i doing out here man you know and dude i got done friday night and i had to take uh, a thousand milligrams of ibuprofen because like my wrist hurt my ankles and my knees because they either went long or i went short like Nothing was perfect, you know? And then I, I, these super mini kids are out there, 12 years old, just hucking shit. And I'm like, that's, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, obviously, cleaned out half the field during their main event, but I yeah. mean, they were out there jumping it. I do think the super mini needs a rethinking it, yeah. for next year. Qualifying was brutal. The finish line was so bad. Yeah. I think so, somebody had it, like a video they posted on YouTube from their qualifying. So Austin Camden came up. Way short. I think it was Burkeen. Yeah. Someone on YouTube. Yeah. It was just like the whole oh. practice, and literally, it's just kid after kid, kid. just framing the thing. How like, does Nick Way do it from the inside, or uh, Vincent? Vincent Way do it from the inside. Yeah. Nuts. Yeah, like I actually have a bone to pick with that. Why, for the love of God, do we have the super many kids on the Chicago track on the track, and we have the next part the next um future of our sport all-stars riding in la the 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 levels of the track weren't even comparable you know like la was a basic basic track obviously created mayhem but it was just like dude super minis could have done that track all day long easily it could have been totally fine super minis would have done the whole la track no problem there would have been no Uh, problems on that track zero zero problem but no let's stick them out on chicago and let's see if they fucking survive (laughs) i don't think that was the intent (laughs) that wasn't what they i don't think they schemed that that. it wasn't in the meetings yeah (laughs) i think it was a build-up phil was it dark but but that's what i mean they can't look at the track and be like oh man i don't know if that's good for a 13 year old to be out there fucking right. trying to jump that fucking 75 foot finish line or dude like that that double that vincent way crashed on like not for nothing but that was one of the hardest jumps at the time i know on tv like everything on tv looks a lot fucking easier but that double was gnarly i took me four laps to jump that thing on friday and i'm like dude i have to follow somebody <laughs> you know? 
Superman just did it in the second uh, lap. Uh, was it dark? <laughs> was it dark coming down from the peristyle uh, in the sand? Was that dark? It didn't yeah, lit very yeah. well. Lighting sucked. I couldn't see shit, you know? And, like, not only that, but I'm behind AP, and he hits off the wall, ejecto mundo. Yeah, yeah. Next, fucking, <laughs> next moto come down off the wall, Dino right in front of me, ejecto mundo. <laughs> yeah. you know? I come around, and I see fucking Sexton buried his head in the sand. I'm like, dude, what are you digging to China with the A-Stars visor? You know? That thing like, stayed on, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it did. Yeah. Visor it stayed did on. stay on. Yeah. You know? Dino's yeah, was know. nasty. Uh, Dino's was nasty. He posted it today on Instagram, yeah. No, dude, uh, actually, AP's was way worse. Was it? Okay, yeah. Yeah, I trust me. I had front row seats to both of them. Right, right, you right. Know? <laughs> I'm like, dude, what is going on? I had, people died out there. <laughs> you know? uh, yeah, it is. I don't know. I'm just glad to get out of L.A. I hated that fucking place. I hated the pits. I hated how I was a mile away from it. I understand there's a bunch of history there and this and that, but... Yeah, it's not uh, that place wasn't for me. You know, <laughs> doesn't sound like it. I mean, I would think that going in, it's probably not the best fit for you. That's an easy guess, you know. No, and so, it all started yeah. with yeah. parking. Just do the job. So. The parking? Oh, yeah. oh yeah. the parking? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tough so, go with the parking. Yeah, I didn't, yeah. I didn't have right. any problems. Um, all right, anything else for Philip before we let him go? And we're not calling do, you next week, uh, Phil. You're yeah. not coming on next week, so you get a Monday off. Yeah. Do we? Ah, uh, thank God. Do we have any updates on 24? I know there's a press release, and we don't really know what's going on. Do we, do we have anything official yet? Have you made any decisions? Nope, nothing. Can we talk about, we talk about Enzo, or I'm, no? Do we just move on? I'm unofficially, unofficially, officially signed with no deal. So, okay. whatever that is. <laughs> the first rider in history to be put out a press release that he signed. Yeah. yeah. And he didn't even know about it. Yeah. Yeah, which is... Uh, uh, yeah, I don't even understand. You, but you wanna, yeah, it is. Uh, you want to yeah, talk, talk about Enzo, or we're just going to move on? Uh, yeah, he's back in Brazil chilling. Okay, you know, living the right. dream. Right. You know, sounds good. Uh, yeah, he, sh- he should be back. Start getting ready, but I don't know. Uh, enjoy the time. Plenty of time to lay one. Obviously, they told us Saturday night, eleven weeks. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Philip. As as always, thank you for the time. Congrats on the race. Uh, I think you were the breakout star. Of, of the SMX series with the LCQs and everything. You know? He's definitely one of the most exciting. Oh, like, I'm... when he gets in the lead, whether it yeah. be at, was it Anaheim or... Yeah. Well, you here. can see the announcers, people who know <laughs> Phil. We all know him. Everyone's giggling, like Ricky. It's and great. Everyone's excited. Yeah. yeah. I wish the whole yeah, yeah. fandom, like, was in on it. Like, yeah. like everybody in the stands knew. Cause yeah. he's, no, no, he's, I got I got people that said, I got here early to watch Phil. I got oh, tweets and Instagram. But there's, you know, there's people that yeah. like, well, I don't know who this guy right. is. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Everybody should. It's He's the yeah. best. Yeah. Yes, but doesn't it look bad, okay? Like, the last couple nationals, I got top 10. I was should have been top 10 a bunch more, but I did okay outdoors. And then Charlotte, I got 13th. Chicago, I got 8th. And then LA, I got 9th. And it's just like, no, man, you still got to go to the LCQ. Here we go. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, there's Dude, rules, Phil. What? I mean, I asked that question a little while ago. Like, should that be something that gets changed? And we're kind of all indifferent. I understand that you're not. I mean, it, it just is what it is. Like, who, like, yeah, you just got to accept it. Now, if they change it, that's fine too. But, I mean, I don't know. It just is what it is. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, if they yeah. change it, it'll I mean, screw Phil over next guy, year. Yeah, should, a guy, do it. Yeah. should a guy that raced all the series or, or whatever and got more points be penalized just because he had a bad race and, and then go into the LCQ when he had more points going into the championship yeah. than you? Phil, I don't know. Phil's going to complain. They're going to make a change, and it's going to screw him so bad right. next year. Yeah, yeah, next year they change the rule. <laughs> you get in, and then maybe yeah. the next week you're in the LCQ. Yeah, that's what will happen. That's on, that's on me. That's you true. Know? Yeah. 
I'll take it. But it's like, on. But, it was on you to get into the into the yeah, show. Do better in the regular season, bro. Race of outdoors. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry I got hurt. What, what do you What do you want me to do? I'm Don't sorry get hurt, you man. Can't hit a left-handed corner. Like, I, you know, what, no. what the fuck do you want from me? You know, be better, Phil. Just be yeah. better. Yeah, Just be better. Uh, uh, I mean, you got one guy that can't fucking jump a, a triple <laughs> on a on a corner track. That's basic, and you got somebody that can't hit a left-handed corner. And yeah. It's just like, you know, a t- typical fucking comments from the peanut gallery. Yeah, yeah. media. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> typical media. Fucking keyboard. Yeah, keyboard warrior. Yeah. <laughs> Notice Trevor hasn't said anything. Trevor's just yeah. sitting here. Trevor's classy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. And, then, and the host of this radio show can't ride his own ride day because he's got tennis elbow or something. Oh, he's riding. He's, he's riding. He's riding. Uh, I, we don't know. I'm you said try. you were riding. I, I'm going to try. Yeah. All right. Well, you're going to make some laps. You'll be fine. All right, Philip. Yeah. Thank you for the time. Uh, good job at SMX, and uh, keep in touch, Benny. Well, thank you. All right, thank you, fellas. Right. Talk to you. Later, yeah. Appreciate it. Feels the best. Honestly, he's one of the best. <laughs> the left hand corner I mean, was really fucking. It really was good. good. It had that coming. I was. I walked into that, but yeah. um, <laughs> I had that coming. Yeah. <clears throat> but he. It. It is so weird how so many things turn out being so funny because of him. Like yeah. the leader light thing. The leader light thing. The fact yeah. that he was the test guy, which we all found so comical. Like like Phil would never lead. And then there he is in the SMX on the track that took him half the day yeah. to learn the doubles, mm-hmm. and that's the one he's out leading. You know what I mean? Like yeah, it just—it's yeah. no. like unbelievable it's how it all lines up for him. Number sixty-nine. I, I don't even get it. Yeah. It seems no. fake and scripted. It Do does. people think it's all scripted? It uh, is. Yeah. It all is, guys. See, how, sim. how how like um, foolproof is that? lighting system that they put on the bikes. Oh, some of it didn't work for yeah. Jet. I don't it, think it, it was on for Jet or Chase or somebody. But, like, oh. like they, have the teams not mentioned anything about it? No. Like, a an issue. safety it's, issue, no, anything okay. like that? I haven't no. heard that. Yeah. I, and I will say, from the fans' perspective, I'm, maybe I'm speaking out of line here for, you know, I don't want to speak for everybody, but I like that a lot. I actually yeah, can't I believe, because yeah. I would, if someone told me ahead of the season, hey, we're going to put lights on bikes so the leader's bike lights up, I'd have been like, that's dumb. Yeah. But it's not. It's uh, actually really cool, yeah. and it's easy to see, and it's cool when they pass, and you're like, it, it, it worked. Yeah. 100% right. worked. Uh, let's get to our next guest, decalmx.com, promo code PulpMX23 to get 20% off your custom graphics. Decal works number one for many reasons, and thanks to the folks at Decal Works for coming on board with us. And uh, when you think of Maxima USA, which is on the show, you think of 927, which is on Wednesday, and you think of Maxima, Trevor, and the great Ron Machine. What's up, Dogger? How are you, man? What's happening, Steve-O and everybody in there? Uh, nice, to, nice to be on the show. Big fan. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. It's all, not always easy to get you on, but Trevor and I, we guilted you into it. It was great, Dogger. Yeah, no, no. I, I owe you, man. I'm a big fan of the show, and, and like I said, Observations is one of my favorite columns to read every week. So Thank you. Uh, I owe you a little bit. Thanks. I appreciate it. 927 day coming up on Wednesday also, by the way. Uh, Maxima USA, Pulp 20 is the code to save. Dogger, uh, it was was cool being back in the LA Coliseum. We hadn't been there since 99 for Summercross, since 98 for Supercross. Uh, You've raced there a ton. Like, when I think of you in the Coliseum, uh, I think of uh, a couple of great races in 89. I think of the Rodale Cup. What about you? What did you think of when racing the Coliseum? Well, my first experience with the Coliseum was when I was an amateur, so I did win win a race there. I think I won the nine to eleven expert class there in nineteen seventy eight. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, yeah. So it might have been a GNC race, Grand National Championship race. Yep. Um, and Jimmy Weiner uh, presented me with my trophy, which is pretty cool. I have some pictures of that uh, there in the infield with the Toyota truck in the background. So that was my first experience with uh, the Coliseum, and then. Uh, then I raced there in 84. I don't think we went there in 83. 84, we were there. 
Uh, I was leading the main event, got the whole shot, and lost the front wheel in a slick turn. Man, you just that that dirt gets so so hard based, and when the night hits and the dew, man, it just front end just went. So that was that. But that was the night they also had the Miller Masters race. Which, oh yeah, uh, with the pink gear. Yeah, bro. Yeah. So yeah. I I got second to the Golden Patch that night. What <laughs> um, <laughs> was that a winner's take all thing, or did you take money for second? I don't remember. I got fifteen grand, and the winner got thirty. Yeah, which at the time, thirty grand, ten laps, or five laps, or something—it was huge. Yeah, huge money. Yeah, I forget right. if it was ten or twelve, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was stoked because Rollerball got into that. Some sort of Canadian guy got in. I was stoked that Rollerball got into that thing because it was like, that's yeah, cool, that's cool. Yeah, they had two of them. They had one in Seattle and one in yeah. uh, LA Coliseum. I got second in both of them, and the one in Seattle, uh, O'Mara won. Was it cool to go up and down the peristyle? Like, do you have any memories of that? Like, it was a long time ago, but do you, did you? was it cool to do that? Yeah, I thought, I mean, it was awesome. It was super cool. I mean, I obviously went there as a kid, and, yeah. and I went there, I think, in 82, watching maybe 81 or 82, the year they had all the reflective tape on all the Yamahas, Mike Bell. Oh, yeah, yeah. RJ and all that. It was, like, super cool looking, and, uh, yeah, it was it was uh, very nostalgic, and yeah, I, was, I was pumped to go. There was always fun. You had to be a little careful, the lighting. Obviously, it wasn't as good as it is now, and, uh, yeah, you just had to be a little careful. There was uh, also, too, maybe one of the most famous ones. I don't even know, Dogger, if you were there. Maybe you were hurt or whatever, but RJ, first turn, crashed to win. Uh, Cooper, Guy Cooper was leading. Yep. Cooper never won a Supercross, led three of them on the last lap, and never ended up winning one. Uh, and that was 87, Dogger. I don't know where you were in that, if you were there. I don't remember. Yeah, I but... think I, I went down the first turn in 87, I think. Yeah. Uh, I might have won the heat, and then I, there was a big pile up in the first turn, and I was down and out. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, there's been a couple of them. There, a good one was maybe, yeah, I thought 86 was the year they had the big quad, and I cut over on RJ. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was, yeah, that was a big one, yeah. Uh, that was the one where Hannah was putting his hand up. And not jumping oh, it, yeah. and uh, and like, and then I remember watching it, and they were like, "Hannah, he's twenty eight. He's so old." <laughs> and nowadays, well, of course, a, you know, yeah. he, he got a nickname that night. I, I I love Bob, and he's a he's a great guy. But we he got the Hurricane Crybaby uh, nickname. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was crying about, and crying right. about that jump. Yeah, he was pissed about the jumps. Right, it was funny. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hey, Dogger, what did you think of SMX, the three races? I know you're a big fan of the sport. You watch them. What would you think? I thought it was awesome, man. I was super stoked to get, a, you know, three extra races to watch and uh, check out. And I was, I mean, in the last one, the intensity was so high, and it was, you know, it was really worth something. And, and you could see the guys that were, you know, it, was, it wasn't just uh, laying up, man. It was, yeah. and, the, and the different tracks and the way it kind of worked out. And I wasn't sure how the Coliseum would end up being. I wasn't aware until – probably when I talked to you that they were going to use the whole floor, you know, mm-hmm. they used to not be able to use the, the, the football field. So I thought it might be kind of just run around the outside, but man, yeah. it looked like it turned out bitching. And yeah, I, I, uh, I wasn't planning on going. And then, uh, I found out late that that Kawasaki thing was going on and I hadn't, hadn't made plans. And, uh, I thought I'd lay back for a year and see how the first one went and maybe, <laughs> maybe check it out next year. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was cool. Uh, you weren't at the Cowie thing, were you? That's what he's saying. No, oh yeah, yeah, you didn't go, it. right? Right. Yeah, that's okay. what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I didn't even know about it until like Wednesday, and I was like, "Well, shit, it'd been nice to." I'd have had to go up, and stay for a couple of days to make yeah. it right. 
Yeah, no, it was cool. It was uh, it was awesome to see. Maxima USA, by the way, nine twenty seven day. Trevor coming up. So the company basically started with Maxima nine twenty seven oil, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's how it started. That's, yeah, that's when it all began. Dick and... Lachine, Ronnie's dad's first product, really, yeah. two stroke mixing oil. Yeah, so Ron, I mean, Ronnie can he knows the story perfect. He was you know really close to it, and yeah. and a big part of the testing and development and everything that went into that. So um, it's kind of the day we all sit back and kind of reflect on yeah. what the brand is today and. Um, you yeah. know how how it started, and and you know, nine two seven is a product that's still very popular. We still sell sell a lot of that product. That's what's crazy. So like you see these brands, iconic brands, Fox, Axo, you know, whatever, um, Maxima. There's brands in the industry that are iconic. They're not necessarily selling what they sold on day one, right? right? Like JT Racing made their name in socks, right? And and Fox made their name in shocks and things like that. And they're not selling anymore. But you guys are like, yeah, the first product that. We still sell it. Yeah. So, yeah, and know. I mean the the guys that are that are still using. I mean, you talk you talk to Mitch about it. You could talk yeah. to I mean ten different engine builders that have been around that product or around the brand. I mean, yeah. they, they swear by it. You know, uh, I was just talking with with Mitch at Mammoth a little bit, and I mean, he'll tell you exactly the ratio, the jetting, exactly what you need to do, the everything to the spec yeah. for what should happen at Mammoth. And yeah. Um, so yeah, it's yeah. it's it's very cool. Ronnie, what's your first like? Did your dad like? I, I don't know. Did he like? I, I, maybe this is a dumb question. Did he like put you to work at Maxima early? Were you like doing bottling or shipping or like were you like ten years old? Because my dad owned a gas station growing up, and I was pumping gas at ten years old. I really was because my dad's just like, "Hey, kid, start doing this." Were you doing that, Dogger? I feel the same way as Trevor. I mean, it's just for me. It's you know, I was there the very first bottle that was ever made. We tested it in my eighties. Uh, I think there was about a year and. 78 when we were doing testing and tearing down the bike somebody just asked me today you know how many motors blew up you know when you were testing i said none you know my bikes never broke we mm-hmm. tear them down dad would change the formula maybe the next week we'd race again he would tear everything apart and just kept working on the formula and working on the formula and you know until he came up with 927 and and it's been a stable product in the industry forever and uh and, and like i said i i reflect on where it came from and how the brand is today. And I remember 10 or 15 years ago, we were trying, man, how can we make oil cool, you know? And it's, mm-hmm. uh, it feels like we finally reached that uh, that pinnacle, you know? It's, uh, yeah. it's a cool brand and, you know, it's uh, it's great product. I mean, it's just quality product. And yeah, my dad tried really hard to get me to work in there. <laughs> I'd go in for, I think he's, can you just come in for maybe six hours a week? And I don't even know if I could pull that off back in the day, man. <laughs> <laughs> Jet skiing and uh, yeah. chasing, you know what, and too much fun to have to be sitting in there twisting bottles, caps on. Yeah, bottles. I mean, by the time you were you were pro when you were sixteen, and yeah, like yeah, you're you're basically a full time racer at fourteen, fifteen. So yeah, I guess you're pretty young already and practicing, quote unquote, practicing all the time, anyways, right? So yeah, yeah and he was he was pretty tough, man. When I you know, luckily I did what I did and I made it big and I and I got to get out of the house and get away. I. I'd had enough by that time, and I didn't want to go and deal with him at the shop. But I made a mistake one time when I was working in there, and we were filling FFT, and there was a floater switch on the on the tank or something, and I forgot to flip it. Man, the FFT rolled all over the floor, and man, he just was, yeah, it wasn't good. And that's just, you don't want to what a mess. FFT. 
<laughs> Your dad's like, hey, just just ride. Just yeah. go riding, Ronnie. Yeah, stick yeah. to the bike. Yeah, stick to the bike. <laughs> um, has it changed much, though, Trevor, the formulation of 927 or no? Like, no, I, like I think. This is like yeah, yeah, whatever, whatever Dick settled on back in the day. Well, I, yeah. think, I think there's, as far as, I mean, additives, based yeah. on supply, supply things, um, you know, you supersede a formula or things like yeah. that, or, or things are going away and they phase in something that's comparable right, to it right, or right. a different name or something like that. Yeah. But, I mean, the overall, yeah, the, yeah. the overall makeup of 927 right. is very much the same of, yeah. of when it started. So. Oh, I don't know the history. What does 927 stand for? Is there a, does that number come from somewhere? That's a great question. Uh, there's yeah, a, I mean, I think it was oh. the, it kept a bunch of different formulas. I was thinking about it last night, and you know, it was the ninth thing of the second thing or this, and, and it was just a formulation. Okay. And at the time, there was Castor 747, Castrol 747. And I know my dad wanted to make a number that was you know, higher, than higher, that. higher. <laughs> so that that's the that's the story I know too. Okay. It's like you know the Castrol seven forty seven, the plane. The se- I think yeah. the seven, so what's yeah. what's bigger than the seven forty seven? Nine twenty seven. The numbers and the yeah the batches and all these things yeah. came together and it was was right. nine two seven. One thing though, Ronnie, all those years of running a Maximus sticker, you probably could have got your own sponsorship money for another oil company, but you were kind of <laughs> you were kind of screwed. You know, you know, I'm sure your dad you weren't on the payroll back then, and your dad was yeah. just like, ah, right. thanks, Ronnie, yeah. Listen, yeah, I'm, no, I've, I've, uh, they definitely were using me back in the day, and uh, <laughs> you know, I was, I was taking one for the team, and uh, you know, I'm like I said, I'm really, really happy and proud that I got to invest in the company yeah. in '84, and I'm still, still a p- original shareholder and, and part owner, and um, you know, I just, it's a great company, and I have a lot of fun working there, and it's, it's yeah. my life. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, well, this I change the subject. That's yeah. okay, but I just want to talk about. Something Steve just touched on. You were pro at 16. I think you actually raced a pro race at 14 at Mammoth. And, you you know, in your career, you admittedly ran into some pitfalls. And now we see these kids like a Jet Lawrence who's so successful at such a young age. And I just kind of wonder what you think about that and having the right people around him and try how to avoid those pitfalls, what your thoughts are. Yeah, I think it's the sports just changed so much. And, um, you know, I, I believe everybody was trying to do the right thing with me when I was younger, whether I was going to let them or not. But like I said, I was so uh, not confined, but, you know, my whole life was racing and it all just kind of culminated when I turned pro and I got off my, you know, away from my parents. And then I was going on the road and, and there really, I didn't have a team or a, you know, I had me and my mechanic and that was it. And mm-hmm. a couple of my mechanics, I don't know, 83 was great because I had Keith, but once I got with Chris Haynes and Honda, you know, it was like, well, we're going to have some fun here. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I just didn't have a big team around me, and I was doing good enough, and I I could just kind of do whatever I wanted to do. Whatever I said I wanted to do, I was doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just uh, – yeah, I had a lot of fun. <laughs> Remember, two people, like I, I, I put this into context sometimes. Ronnie won a 450 Supercross. When he was 16. Yeah, because he rode 250s outdoor. There was no 125 class. There was no 125 supercross class, right? Ronnie shows up right out of Loretta's four months in, whatever, and wins a 450 supercross, and then wins his first national a week later. Yeah, yeah. Put that into, like, the thoughts of, like, you know. I mean, we talk about Bradshaw. Bradshaw made the podium when he was 17. That's awesome, too. Incredible, right? I don't think, I think Ronnie's. Yeah, it'd be, it'd yeah. be like Deegan. It'd be like Deegan beating Jet this weekend or something like right, that. Right. Yeah. Last yeah. Year, yeah. Or last year. Right. Right. Sixteen, and you're beating Bailey and Bomber and Hannah and mm-hmm. Bailey and 
you know. And yeah. those guys weren't nice guys, man. Those guys <laughs> yeah. were back then. It was kill or be killed. And luckily, yeah. we had the CMC, you know, the Golden State Series, and and I had been racing those guys, and I did ride some pro races, and mm-hmm. you know, the local races at Saddleback were like. They'd run all three classes together on Saturday Saddleback, and I was battling with dudes that were five, six, seven years older than me, almost from the beginning. I mean, even when I was coming up on 80s, I was mm-hmm. racing Burner and these other guys here that were three or four or five years older than me. Hey, you've mentioned your dad a couple times, and I remember in some articles you've mentioned it. So I, I, I guess clearly he was a little hard on you with your racing. Do you think had he not been so hard on you that maybe you wouldn't have wanted to go out and party or kind of lose focus at times? Do you think it would have been any different? I'm not sure to tell you the truth. I mean, I, I uh, it's hard to say. You know, he was tough on me. I thought you were going to say if I thought I'd, I'd have had the success I had if he wasn't like that. And I don't think I would have because mm. I needed that drive. And there was a million times I wanted to tell him to pick that bike up his ass. But... <laughs> I didn't have the guts to, guts to stand there in front of him and tell him that, and I just kept doing it and kept doing it. And it, down deep, I wanted it, but I needed that pushing and I needed that coaching and everything and that and to get me to that point. I don't know about the other the other part of the partying and all that stuff. Um, like I said, I just I got out on the road and I was by myself and. You know, I mean, I don't want to bag anybody, but I mean, if, if I won the race when I was 16, 17, 18, whatever, Miller sponsoring the race, I get up on the podium, they hand me a fresh, cold Miller 40 ounce <laughs> beer. I can't get this on the street, but I can, yeah. if I win the race, I can get it. So yeah. yeah. No, you got a point. You absolutely yeah. got a point. Yeah. It's just a no, different time. Yeah. Did anybody think about this? No. Of course <laughs> not. He was motivated to get the thought, beers. They were probably like, kid won. Give him a beer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, besides spraying the girls and pouring <laughs> it on their head, and then you know, there were many a times the Supercross would have a party after the race yeah. on Saturday night, and I could roll right into the bar, go sit up at the thing, order whatever I wanted, you know. So it just, I don't know, it didn't, ha- it didn't help the situation. Right. <laughs> I think about how talented he was and how smooth he was. Yeah. Had he been been in this era, yeah, he would have probably been a Jet. I, I tell people they're like, you watch Chase, you watch Jet, yeah. The comparables are Bailey and Lachine. They sure. also were ama- – you watch them, they look They look like they're aliens compared to Bomber and Hannah and RJ. <laughs> right. RJ was really in shape and a bulldog on the bike. Bailey and Ronnie look oh, yeah. like Jet. They they look smooth. They stood up. They cornered standing up, all that stuff. You know, it's mm-hmm. it, you could really see the, the genesis of that kind of riding style. Obviously, Jet's refined it and Chase have refined sure. it. But, uh, but I was talking to Buddy Antonez about this too, and – Budman in 1990, Budman was Stu or Alessi coming out of Loretta's or Ronnie, right? One of the fastest kids ever. Budman was on the same level, and Suzuki's like, hey, man, see you on Sunday. You know, like there's no trainer, there's no coach. Budman flew into the wrong airport. He couldn't rent cars because he was 16. He had to get rides everywhere. No one gave a shit about a 16-year-old kid like Buddy Antonez or Ron Machine about how they – what well, they were doing. You know, yeah. That's to nuts. that point, though, to that point, I was very lucky that Brock and Ricky lived in my town. Yep. And the first year that I was on, you know, factory Yamaha, I did ride to the airport with Brock quite a few times or most of the time. Mm-hmm. And he knew the airports. He'd been going. He knew the way to the track. He could rent. Yeah, I would started renting cars at 17, too. And then, you know, the, then they changed the rule or the law, what, five or six years later that you had to be 25 to even rent a car. I was renting cars on my own at 
17 and check the insurance waiver and let's go. <laughs> uh, it's Ron Sheen on the show brought to you by the folks at Decal Works, by the way. DecalMX.com. PulpMX23. Code to save. Maxima 927 day coming up on Wednesday. We'll be posting on social about it and all of that. Uh, Ronnie, um, I was talking to Trevor today. We were mountain biking and kind of talking, laughing about your stories. Like, you know, your 88 MXDN story, you know, you're up all night, you, you come back to the hotel, you, you win the, the race, overall race, you know, the Geneva Supercross story, you missed practice, uh, chasing down the trophy girl, uh, and tackling her in the middle of the crowd. My point being with Trevor, like, all of the old motocrossers exaggerate shit, and all these old guys talk about the, the, the stories and things they did and everything else, but your stories... And you talk to people who are around there, the mechanics, the riders. There's stories about you, Ronnie, that are incredible. And they're all true. That's the point where you're like, wait, I, I, wait, I heard Dogger did this. And they're like, yep. And they're like, I heard Dogger did this. Yep. Like, <laughs> your stories are out there. And we've told them and people know them. All the things about you did and still won races and all the... the it's really phenomenal, and they seem all true, Ronnie. That's what's the best. Well, most of them are, and there were a few guys that were messing around like I was, but they weren't messing around and went in the freaking race the next night. <laughs> right, right, right. He wasn't alone. Like yeah. Yeah, that's what's funny about you is you're like, hey, did Dogger – Hey, Dogger told me a story where he, like, soaked the champagne, the trophy girl, and ran, she ran her down. That She was running away from him, and he tackled her. Yeah. And Dubok's like, yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> like, I had the video. I had the video of that, and she was actually Brutus Beefcake, the professional wrestler. <laughs> Brutus the barber. Girlfriend at the time. <laughs> and I had the bottle of champagne, and everybody's just been drooling on her all day. And I, I popped the thing, and I looked at her, and she looked at me, and I just came at her, and she started running. And she started running, and then she turned right down the middle of the football field. And I'm running with the champagne bottle. I'm looking at her ass, and I go, fuck, I'm just diving on that. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine That's... Saturday morning, we hear, oh, yeah, or Chase after the Alpine Stars yeah. thing. Oh, he left with one of the Monster Girls. Chased yeah. her down, sprayed yeah. her down with yeah. champagne. He's, he just showed up five minutes before the yeah. race in an Uber. He's ready to go. Uh, <laughs> and 88 destinations, like, you know, you're out with, the, with another girl, and, and, and you're in France. And Wardy, I'm like, hey, Wardy. Like years ago, I'm yeah. like Wardy. Did this, did this Wardy's like, yep, yep. Yeah. Roger told me, like Jeff, can you watch Ronnie? Can you <laughs> can you beat? Can you Babysit. keep him? Can you keep him straight? And Ronnie's like, or Jeff's like, yeah, no, not really, man. Like <laughs> Ronnie's gonna do his thing. Like I can't really control him, man. And then you won. You went one one on a 500 the next day. Like yeah, yeah. That whole trip was. Uh, we started out in Amsterdam. That was a three week <laughs> trip that started with the Amsterdam. <laughs> three weeks. <laughs> three That'll weeks in Amsterdam. Right there. And, yeah. And, uh, the Nations was the second weekend and. Uh, by the third weekend, we were in Italy at Majora. So, yeah, I mean, I, yep. I don't know. I can't explain it, guys. I really can't. I don't know. Some supernatural. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I had another guy tell me, and I think I think it was Holly. Uh, I'm not sure. Another guy told me, look, if Ronnie, because it's all the whole, if he had trained, if he had taken it serious, he would have crushed everybody. Jimmy or someone's like, and I don't know if it was Jimmy for sure. They're like, no, dude, like. He 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 needed it. He, he was he was who he was. He was going to win every so often. He was going to dominate every so often. And other times, you know, he wasn't. It. And if he had trained and all that, he wouldn't ride the same. He wouldn't Probably be the miserable. same. Right, yeah. Ronnie. You know, like that. I don't know. Yeah, people. You know, somebody told me that too one time. 
you know? Yeah, I mean, I kind of, I mean, it was a lot of pressure. And it was there, I mean, think of how young I was and what I was trying to do. And the guys were like, man, you get in front of that stadium. And the my only defense mechanism was to act like it what didn't, it wasn't nothing. This mm. is no big deal. Yeah. I just roll in. I do whatever. I don't, all this shit doesn't matter and everything. And that's just, you know, I was telling Bernard the other day when we were doing some Maxima 927 uh mm-hmm. Uh, interviews last week and I said that's just how I took it man I was like dude this ain't no big deal this is just you know another race and that was my mentality I don't know if because I was stoned or whatever but yeah. it just was <laughs> and Berner's like shit I should have done that man maybe I would have won some races or something <laughs> yeah Trevor no I was just so like for me like so I've, I've known Ronnie since yeah and Dick since I was maybe seven or eight is when I first first Yep. Met, met them and I had just started racing a little bit locally and things like that and so I I spent a lot of time with Ronnie when I was teenager up until you know working for the company now and and so I didn't I wasn't a part of what he did in racing mm-hmm. I just knew him as the stories that I had heard and how good he was and he's at Maxima and he's taking care of me and rider support and things like that but like we would go I mean how many times have we hidden in the bushes together going somewhere fishing you know <laughs> or like, like that's how I knew Ronnie like yeah. I would go he'd take me riding we'd go on some Indian reservation or some turn track and go ride till they ran us out of there we'd go <laughs> hop a fence and go fish together like and that's kind of how I've, I've, I've always always known Ronnie so he was always you know really yeah. good to me and again I've been around right. him and his family and the brand for a long time so it's cool when it kind of comes full circle and i mean we'll catch up i'll go sit in his office you know yeah. and once every couple of weeks or whatever and we'll just tell stories yeah. for yeah. an hour you know nice. so so i've 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 got to see that that side of it and and be a part of it for a long time so it's again just one, full circle is yeah is cool one thing about ronnie one one thing about ronnie that i find in the media is there's some guys like tim ferry he couldn't fucking tell you what result he got a what race or what happened you know there's a lot of guys are clueless Bailey. Hey, has got you to remind him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Jeez, yeah. And remind all my audience over and over. But, like, there's some motocrossers that just they just don't know. And, Ronnie, you, you have such a great memory for your career. It was a long time ago, and you remember the, the turn, the double, the, 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 the celebration after. Bailey's that way, too. Uh, Justin Brayton's really good that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, just certain riders just can remember their races. And, Ronnie, you're one of them for sure. Like, yeah, you got a great memory yeah, for that. I, I think it's something to do with, I mean, when you get good at motocross, man, you got to have a, a really quick memory, a really good memory. You got to, it's just reaction of, you got to remember that bump was there last, last lap and I don't want to hit it that, but then you got to raid the rest of the track and remember that spot. And, you know, I just, I guess, you know, I, I got, you know, I got a good memory and, and, and I'm my biggest fan, man. I, you know, I was a fan of the sport growing mm-hmm. up. I, you know, I made it. I made it to the top. I made it into the Hall of Fame. I'm I'm really proud of my career. And and like I said, I I, I used to really like looking at all the photos. And I used to do all the stickers on my helmet. I wanted yeah. it to look super cool. And when I see a picture, I go, Yeah, that looks fucking cool. And, and like I said, I grew up. I grew up a fan of the sport. Yeah. And looking at guys on the cover of magazines, going, Man, I want to be that guy someday. And yeah. lucky for me, it, it happened. I, I showed you a photo of you on the cover of MXA in, in Vegas and. And you were like, dude, that sticker kid, I cut that sticker out that the night before. You know what I mean? I cut it around it. I cut it and I put, yeah, that sticker looks cool. Or palm trees or something you had on your helmet. You Like you were just, you, the shit you remembered. I was yeah. like, holy shit. I know? love that he's yeah. proud of his career and that he remembers yeah. it so fondly. That's, that's good, man. I think that's really yeah. good that you still have that. 
and still you clearly still have that passion. And I, I'm glad you got into the Hall of Fame. Yeah, absolutely. That was that was well, ridiculous. Thank you very much, Steve. Uh, 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 that was I appreciate ridiculous. It. That's a lot of it's uh, uh, you're doing and, and some other guys. And yeah, yeah, I was glad. I was super stoked to obviously get in and. You know, I had my mom and dad there and my sister and my family. It was more for them than it was for me. But just to share the whole experience with my family that spent so many years and so many hours of their time to get me to the races and their money and everything, it really felt like it came full circle. And that, you know, I was proud to be able to, you know, give that to my dad and the family for all the – You you deserved it. I mean, you looked at some of the guys in there, and I'm not going to name any names, but you had – twice the career of some of the guys in there and it just was like something that bugged me where i'm like this guy won the motocross the nations twice one time won the overall you know won a national championship won indoors outdoors every size of bike like there was just no no reason yeah. like yeah it was just like uh, i was just like so pissed that you know but uh, you know, the motocross side wasn't represented for a long time now it seems like you can't stop it gl dunge <laughs> travis floodgates are open. yeah motocross guys are in every year but for a long time yeah. no motocross guys were getting in it was Getting Ridiculous. respect finally. Yeah, yeah. it was. It's it was. Good. It was absolutely a no-brainer to put Ron Lachine in the Hall of Fame to me. So yeah, it was, it was cool to watch those guys to see Travis get in and GL and mm-hmm. and Dunge and all that. I was. Uh, I like to watch their speeches. I'll tell you that for three years I was petrified that I was going to have to give that fucking speech. And, <laughs> you know, the first year they said, "Oh, you made it in," but Nikki Hayden had passed away and he's going to get in. And they go. They go, you'll get in the next year. I forgot what it was, but they said, you got in. And then I freaked out that whole year, the next whole year. And then the next year they called me and said, you're in, man. And then I really got I'm like, oh, man. Now <laughs> uh, yeah. no, that's awesome, man. Hey, Ronnie, thank you for the time. Uh, Decal Works bringing you uh, Ronnie Lichino's show. Maxima, 927 day Wednesday. We'll post some stuff up on our social, of course. And you were a huge part of everything Maxima has done, Ronnie, obviously. And, uh, yeah, man, thanks for the time. Are we out of time with him? Yeah, why? You got one more? I, I would like to ask okay. one more. One more question. Uh, two MXDN wins, as Steve said. Do you have any thoughts on our MXDN team this, this year? Because, obviously, the Keyboard Warriors are hating on guys that can't go or maybe don't want to go for what I think are decent reasons. Do you have any thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm happy we have a team. Number one, I know to not have a team after we won would be would really suck. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I, I think we've got a decent shot. I mean, it's uh, I know France is going to be really tough. You know, Australia, we'll see. I don't know how Hunter's playing out. I don't know how the, but they're going to be tough if he's healthy. And I think Belgium and you know, I think we've got a pretty good shot at getting a getting a podium. I mean, we might not have all the top guys, but it just seemed like it didn't work out that way. And some years it does, and some years it doesn't. And uh, like I said, I'm just proud that we're at least sending a team. Uh, I know Craig's really stoked to be on the team. I yep. know he wanted on really bad last year, and I think that's cool for him to get that experience. And I think they'll all give it their all. You know, it's gonna be it's gonna be tough. I know that. You know. Yeah, absolutely. But I, like you said, I think all three of those guys want to go, which most of our guys want to go. There's just circumstances this year that they couldn't. But, yeah, I just I don't like that people are hating on the guys that couldn't go or whatever. It's like, I'm glad we're going. I think I think it's great. So, uh, yeah, I just wanted to th- see what you thought. Yeah, no, I appreciate it. And, uh, man, thanks for having me on, Trevor. I appreciate it, all you guys. Um, you know, like I said, I'm a big, big fan of the show, and uh, maybe I can get on again sometime soon. What, you know what would be really good? In studio. Oh, wow, yeah. In yeah. studio, Ron Machine. Him here. and Holly. He's together. got a bike. Yeah. He's got an e bike. Yeah, you got an e bike. Yeah. We'll ride. Yeah, you've been e biking, dog. Yeah. 
I got. I better. I better start from here and <laughs> ride all the way over there. By by the time I get over there, I'll be in shape. Uh, <laughs> gotta get that. Hey, you gotta get that that spacer in the shock. It'll make it way better, dogger. It'll 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 you'll enjoy your ride more. I'm telling you. So I know. I, well, I liked your comment, and I have already done that. So yeah, there was no way I could do it. Oh, okay, had, good, good. And we had to bump it up a little bit. Yeah, it works much better, and it bike settles better, and all of that. So yeah, I'm I'm stoked you're you're e-biking. That's great, Trevor. Of course refused the e-bike uh offer today ronnie he rode his regular bike so you know oh he's an animal i know i know right (laughs) yep absolutely uh thanks ronnie appreciate it man keep in touch buddy all right have a good day guys thanks again thanks dogger see it ronald sheen everybody legend yeah you work with a legend every day trevor yeah Uh, he was excited to be on that's awesome yeah he's great you think he was he sounded yeah. like it. I think he, he was happy. He, he did. He's a I great guy. You, I told you he'd make uh, it happen. He's a great guy, but he I, he has turned down a lot of invites over the years. Yeah, he's he just done that to me, too. He's, right. he's, he's like, just, I've asked him to be on my show. Well, if we could do it between like 12 and 1. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, Dogger. Lunch, lunchtime. Right, yeah, right. Yeah. Dogger's, again, awesome guy, but he's not outside of work. I don't think he's putting in the you uh, know, radio show. Uh, he was good. Yeah, so. Yeah, he's great. Nine twenty-seven day, of course, coming up. And uh, like I said, though, there is so many stories. Uh, I've told, We've told them on the show over the years, but... They're endless. I mean, he missed practice in Geneva. Missed it. Showed up. Won the main event. <laughs> clearly didn't know where the track was going for the heat race. Clearly didn't need it. Yeah. There was the the champagne banner story too. That oh yeah, which we didn't talk about. Uh, no, no. Uh, yeah, you got a prize if you hit. If the, you hit the banner like in the race, like tap the banner yeah. in every lap, <laughs> and it was like a bottle of champagne for every time. I swear, like <laughs> that's yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to find someone's motivation. That's all. Yeah. It sounds like you got to find what drives them. Well, I never thought about it when he's talking about, like, uh, I'm 16, 17 on the podium, and, yeah, yeah here's the 40. No, no, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, back then. No one even sure. thought about and it. The only way to get it. Yeah. Those are the days also, too, where you just French kiss the trophy girl. Yeah. Right? Like, oh, yeah. it, didn't, it didn't matter. Yeah. yeah, you just did it. Like, whatever. It's just different times. It's different times. Yeah. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thank you to Raw Machine for coming on. Our next guest brought to you by the Wiseco folks. They've been manufacturing pistons right here in the USA for every 80 years. Wiseco's involved with the Honda HRC guy. It worked. Had a pretty good year this year. Did all right. Yeah, guys. Bad. Yeah, I'd I mean, like to see a little more out of them. They didn't win two for the SMX. Yeah, I mean, kind of. Yeah, got stopped by the Digs. Yeah. Uh, Wiseco Pistons, full range of performance components. Pulp 23 is the code to save with Wiseco. They have two-stroke, they have four-stroke pistons. They got the Garage Buddy engine rebuild kits. I used Wiseco products for Darkseid's piece of shit project bike that he gave me uh, to build it. So uh, thanks for that. We'll get into that later. Welcome. I have a lot of things to say about that. Uh, thank you to Wiseco for bringing you our next guest of the show, Feld Motorsports Director of Supercross, Mike Mewey. What's up, Mewey? How are you, man? Steve, how are you, bud? We're good, man. Thank you for coming on. Really appreciate it. Um, and uh, yeah, big news. Let's let's before we get to the schedule, though. It's over, Mewy. Season's <laughs> over. Let's let's all exhale a little bit, right? Um, but uh, SMX, what'd you think? What 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 did you hit on? What do you want to do better, uh, if anything? Uh, it's over, but I think it's 103 days till Anaheim won. So <laughs> here we go. It's not really? Over. Really? Uh, Shit, that's how you yeah. think, Gary? Yeah, really? Oh wow. Well. Yeah. yeah. No. Um, you know, I, I, we're our own worst critics sometimes. So I could probably t- point out a million different things that we do different. But but overall, we're we're pretty excited. Um, I think we hit the benchmarks that we wanted to hit. Um, you know, from the track to the experience um, and and a lot of growth that we'll see in the future and um yeah i mean just overall we're, we're excited i was pretty stoked to be at the coliseum mike I, I i didn't realize i've been there a bunch for races and i know we were going back this year 
just walking in the building, I love his story, history. It's a historical landmark. The 1936 games were there, Olympic Games, and the going up and down the peristyle. Uh, I was awesome. It was awesome to be there, Mike. I thought that was cool. Yeah, no, uh, us too. Um, we were like, you know, little kids all week um, as it was coming together, and and uh, you know, I think it turned out. A good mix of, of history, uh, mm-hmm. of, you know, new age and, and the future of the sport as well as, um, you know, it, it was a cool racetrack in my opinion. It, yeah. it, uh, when you're inside of a stadium, it's a little hard to replicate motocross, but I think um, Dirtworks did the best that they could with what they had to work with and turned out great. Yeah, I thought so too. It was, uh, it was pretty cool. Uh, we don't know the venues next year as of now publicly, but um, do you anticipate some of the venues staying the same or all of them or none of them? None of them. No, I don't know. I'm just know. like, what do you what do you anticipate? The, the Super Motocross? So, yeah. Um, it, it's tough to say. We're pretty early right now. Okay. I mean, there's, there's a few in the hopper. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but I, I don't foresee us moving into a stadium again. That was a unique, iconic experience uh, to mm-hmm. signify, you know, the start of a, yep. a new championship for 50 years in. Um, I, I would expect to see more of the speedway style, drag strips, places like that that okay. have an infrastructure, yep. but still gives us an ability to, you know, start with a blank canvas and build something cool and unique. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Um, yeah, it was, it was a, I really liked. Mewi, I loved hearing the teams and riders just bitch nonstop about their setup. I, I, I like that. <laughs> okay, I thought too. that was great. Like, yeah, guys, it's supposed to be tough. It's yeah. supposed to be different, That's, you know? Yep. Like, it's, yeah. So, so, honestly, I had one team, I'm not going to name names, okay. that complained a little bit about it. But overall, they're like, this is cool. This is what we get paid for. We're okay. learning. Yeah, We're yeah. working on this. Yeah. So, I got actually pretty good feedback that, you know, we were challenging them. Sometimes when you do 17 rounds of Supercross like, or 11 rounds of Motocross, it's mm-hmm. hard to challenge those guys. Yep. And I got the impression in the feedback that they were enjoying it. I mean, of course, you know, the suspension guy probably doesn't really enjoy it. But overall, <laughs> um, the one guy. you know, I, I think it was positive. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, I thought it was no problem with seeing the uh, riders be like, my bike worked like shit. I don't know how to do it. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's something different. As I said earlier, I don't want to make. I don't want to see these guys have it easy. I want to yeah. see them struggle. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. great. I thought it was great. Um, we we had a, a Mr. Nicoletti on earlier, <laughs> uh, Mike. Very upset about the LCQ format. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he, he, I know. I'm sure he is, but he was he, he did pretty good, right? I know. Yeah, he, he was yeah. fine. Uh, no. And then what about that number one play? Great job giving it to him, Mike. Uh, he. he <laughs> I heard you were not. <laughs> did you hear the reaction? Neely, I heard you were not pleased. So I, I don't know who did that I, for sure, but we'll figure it out. I, I, yeah, I, I don't know who did it. It was just a little shocking at the moment um, <laughs> when you see those things on the Diamond Vision for the first yeah, time. Yeah, you know, it happens. Yeah, for sure. Um, uh, hey, uh, 24 schedule drop. Interesting to see the new venues. Philly had a race back in the 80s at some point. Uh, Alabama's brand new. Can you take us through going to Philadelphia, back to Philadelphia, and going to Alabama and the, the, the decisions that came into it and all that? Yeah, I mean, Philly is a market we've wanted to get into. I mean, I don't think it's any secret we want to go to, to new markets. It's 
part of expanding the sport and getting new eyeballs on it. Um, and truly made sense. We have a great relationship with them through Monster Jam. Um, so last summer we took a took a ride up there, looked at it. It's, it's a cool facility. It's beautiful. Um, you know, and, and it made sense in that Northeast market where we are sometimes a little bit limited in where we can go. Mm-hmm. And Alabama? Um, and then Alabama is uh, its actually a new stadium. I, I want to say it was finished in 21. Okay. Um, it's very similar to Snapdragon. Um, you know, it's its predominantly an MLS stadium. Mm. And, um, you know, they, they have indoor pits. Um, it, 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 uh, it makes sense. Again, back to that new market thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's a place we haven't played. And um, bringing Supercross there, we think is going to be successful, especially with the success that we've seen in that area in the past. Right. Okay. Uh, Mike, San Fran's back. That's sweet oh, spot for me because yeah. it's because it's NorCal. Um, I just, I mean, I, maybe we're way in front of this, but logistically, what would that one look like, just pit wise? And do you guys have a plan? I mean, you obviously do. What's what's it going to look like in San Fran? Yeah, we're actually we, we're meeting with them biweekly right now. It is. It's going to be a logistical challenge. Um, as you remember, the bridge, there's the drawbridge. Um, we'll be utilizing that. Where we used to have the pits there um, is actually a, a set of high rises. So yeah, it's gone. Office oh, buildings, condos. Yeah, um, but they own the wharfs. Um, I think it's wharf 48, and it's an enclosed dock space. So all the race teams will be in there, and then the, our sponsor Fan Fest sponsor Village area uh, will be just outside of there on the streets and some parking spaces. So wow, it'll be a unique layout. <laughs> yeah. um, if you guys remember Chase Field, um, kind of I, I would I would liken yep. it to that when we we're at Chase Field. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Which I thought that was great. It was really packed, but I thought that was great. Yeah. The Chase Field pits and all that. Um, thank you yeah. for going back to San Francisco. Thank you for. <laughs> Just making that happen. Is, I think. It, is that just so we get away from Oakland? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Well, that, well, that, and that's probably the problem, right, Mike, is that market's good. The Northern yeah. California market is a good moto market, so you've got to be in there somehow, yeah. which is probably why Oakland kept it around because people fill up in that place, yeah. man. Yeah. They like it. And this, this, the- it, it, it really is. I, I think we kind of touched on this a little bit on the last time I was on, probably a year ago. Um, you know, trying to move around in that area and San Francisco. It, it, again, it's logistically challenging to be downtown San Francisco. Um, you know, there was um, a, a lot of benefits operationally to Oakland, but you know, I, in talking with the teams and uh, lots of others, it, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. I've got a couple questions. You mentioned indoor pits at Alabama. Is this indoor pits that fans can come into, or is this like uh, Minneapolis where there's really no fans? Yeah, no, um, like St. Louis. It'll be very similar to St. Louis with indoor pits. Um, It's an exhibition hall right next door. Okay. Nice. Okay. And then, obviously, Nashville was a huge favorite amongst – the, the fans, the media, the teams. The wives. The wives. <laughs> and, and I know there's reasons as of now SLC, SLC, Salt Lake City is the finals. Could you ever see Nashville being the finals because it's such a favorite? Yeah, I mean, we're, we, we love going to Salt Lake City. But, um, yeah, I, I do see um, other opportunities for the finals in the future. Um, that could be Nashville. It could be a lot of different places. Mm-hmm. Um, we like Nashville, obviously, back-to-back years. Yeah. Um, it's an experiment, and, and hopefully it, it you know pays off. 
but um, yeah, we'll see in a we'll see in a little while here where where we go with that. People tell me, Mike, that Vegas is back on for the new stadium. The little bit of change of maybe uh, presidents or building operators, or I don't even know. But people tell me Vegas is is more open for Soupy. That is news to me. Um, okay. I don't. Uh, that, that's actually the first I've heard that. Okay. But, um, Moving on. You know, we we continuously have conversation and a great relationship with them. Yeah. It's just not in the cards right now. I could see you know? the Speedway. Maybe we can do something. Oh speedway, yeah, yeah. You know, for Vegas. I don't know. I, I I'd like to see. I mean, I think everybody would like to see Vegas being back on the schedule and somehow. And maybe it's just me because it's twenty minutes. Yeah, most. House. Most people I talk to, yep. well, maybe it's a lot of me. I'm always pushing for Nashville because I loved it so much. Yeah. But most people do say, hey, we want the finals back in Vegas one way or another. So yeah. I think no matter where they they could hold the race in the lot behind your house, yep. as long as the finals are here, they'd be happy. Yeah. <laughs> right, so, right. Yeah. Yeah. They just want to be <laughs> in mean, Vegas. And honestly, yeah. <laughs> like they could run right through your, your downstairs with the ceilings and be fine. Great. It's like peristyles. <laughs> yeah. um, hey, Mike, no Atlanta. Uh, I thought the, the Speedway was great. Uh, out in Atlanta, um, obviously there was a lot of logistical stuff with going to the Mercedes Benz Dome and all that, but I think it's the first time since uh, oh man '93 or something Atlanta not on the schedule, um, which is a big market, and we used to have two of them sometimes. Uh, talk about that a little bit, leaving Atlanta, and uh, if it'll be back or, or you know what the, the, the thought and the thinking behind that. Yeah, I, I think you're right. It was like 92, 93, but um, Atlanta's a great market. Um, you know, sometimes you've got to give to get a little bit. We mm-hmm. wanted to try Birmingham, see what happens there. And, um, you know, it, not to say we, we won't go back to the stadium or the Speedway again. Um, you know, the Speedway is, is probably more now in the wheelhouse of a super motocross-style facility. Mm-hmm. Um, but not to say that we wouldn't ever produce another supercross there either. Sure, yeah. Um, it's really going to – really just experimental and see how Birmingham does and and uh you know kind of take it one year at a time week off early on uh so i heard some complaints this week and of course some of the drivers mui by the way the truck drivers run the industry you just got to ask them but uh Absolutely. the truck drivers know everything they're they're bitching they're they're, they're yeah but uh the truck driver truck driver union this weekend very upset about the glendale Dal- glendale detroit and back Anna. or whatever it is, Anna. but there's a week off after the after the haul, so you're making it as easy as you can. Yeah, and, and believe me, there's nobody that wants to to go back and forth cross yeah. country um, yeah. uh, less than us. We have 22 trailers we're moving back and forth, so it's not easy. Yeah, um, but it made sense. Uh, we had an opportunity for network television that we had to flip uh, Glendale and Detroit. And you know it's for the greater good, and that's that's really what that decision came yeah. down to is is trying to get more eyeballs on the sport, and even though it's a bit of a pain point for us uh-huh. and everybody, it, it's there, you know overall better. And we've talked about this. There's no schedule um, that you know is going to make everybody happy. And when people talk about that drive, you just touched on it, Mui. You guys also have that drive with your trailers. Yeah, you know what like I mean? They like, get out of yeah, it. It's yeah. not like you're sitting back and uh, throwing $100 bills in your fireplace like Scrooge McDuck <laughs> and laughing at the team. I mean, you guys are doing it too. So it's it can never be perfect for everybody. 
Yeah, no, and, and you know, not to get too far into the weeds, but we we spend painstaking hours trying to, to work with our routing and tours department and work with the venues to try and get the best possible routing that we can because it does make a difference. Yeah. It just doesn't always work out that way. Sure, sure. Uh, also, Mike, uh, new contract with NBC, MX Sports, Feld, all-in-one package, SMX, all of that. What's been, and I know this isn't exactly your territory, you're the operations guy, but I'm, I'm sure you're in meetings and I'm sure you hear from things. What's been the response to, from NBC on the streaming platform and the, 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 um, the viewing ship numbers and everything else for, for us being back on there? Uh, awesome. Um, we've gotten great feedback. They're very happy to have us. Um, you know, I, I think our younger, younger demographic lends itself very well to streaming. Mm-hmm. Um, so overall, um, great feedback, and, and we'll have you know recap reports you know in the coming months here that that can kind of paint a clearer picture. But top level, everybody's happy. All right. Uh, if it's okay, I'd like to step back into SMX questions for just a minute the, the points thing we were kind of talking about it uh double points at round two triple points at round three and i can't confirm these numbers but a buddy of mine sent me that if we had stayed single points kenny would have won the championship and joe would have won the 250 championship uh yeah just do you feel like the double triple points work do you think it's something you guys want to stick with why you give me that look steve nothing okay <laughs> I don't know uh, how Kenny yeah, would have won. No, uh, I'm trying to do the math of Kenny. Yeah, I well, I don't know. Jeff beat him. In, okay, all right, okay. Well, I, I can promise you I'll be reaching out to Clinton later and asking him yeah. to, to run it so that we can see. But um, we liked it. Um, you know, it, it brought it down to the end. There's, um, you know, must-win situation. So from our standpoint, it was cool. It was fun. You know, I, I a lot can change between now and, and next September, but – Really, I think we're we're pretty excited about what we built, and I think we're just gonna you know enhance what we have, not necessarily try and reinvent the script. Yeah, and then with I know Steve kind of said, hey, the the SMX schedule is not it's to be uh, announced later on, and you know there's been talk that the LA Coliseum might have been a one and done, and I know there's a lot of logistics around the Coliseum whether USC ha- would have to have like they did this year two away games, I think back to back, and. Uh, I think this was on the review show that Steve did where they talked about you guys had to resod the field. Uh, so there's a lot of struggles to have the race this year at the L.A. Coliseum, it sounds like, just to have the history and bring that back for one race, it sounds like. Yeah, there was. So we've been working with them for a couple of years now on, on trying to make this happen. Mm. Um, so it's a natural grass field. As you know, USC plays there. The original date was a window that early on, you know, the NCAA doesn't release their their schedule for, for quite a while. So they thought that their open window was going to be mid-October. Um, schedule came out. That wasn't their window. And that's why we switched back to, to last weekend. Um, because we would have had to have ended the race on Saturday night pulled all the dirt out, laid the sod down, and they would have been playing on Saturday. And honestly, I think that's the tightest turnaround we've ever done. So yeah. in this schedule, it gave us the ability. We have a whole week in between. So our guys actually were just sending pictures a little bit ago. All the dirt's out. Um, the, the, the 
under field layman, the product uh, is being pulled up right now. They'll reshot it, and then it gives it a whole week to set and, and get in place. So much, much better logistically that way. Mm-hmm. And just overall, um, you know, it's, it's a logistically challenging venue um, to get in and out, for the teams to get in and out. You saw mm-hmm. the pits are, are not the largest footprint that we have. And, and really, the, the Super Motocross final is, is supposed to be that big Vegas feel, remember? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's, you know, what we'll look for in the future. Yeah, uh, Mr. Nicoletti was also not happy about the, the walk from the pits to the stadium. It's better well. than Houston. Mike, so he was also not happy with that. Yeah. Oh, I'm was taking it... notes. I will okay. make sure I address these concerns. <laughs> okay. Was it worse than San Diego, Petco? Mm, no, it was not. No. I think that's probably the worst, yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah, that's why we were in Snapdragon, I think. Yeah, right? uh, which is way I, more convenient. I thought Snapdragon yeah, worked really well, Mike. It was thought, awesome. Yeah, I thought that worked really well. Yeah, I mean, uh, again, speaking operationally, it, we couldn't. Glendale is probably the best, and Snapdragon's right there next to it. Yeah, Mike, and, and maybe this is a better question for Alex at the Dirt Jerks. But um, <laughs> last time we were in the Coliseum, it was two fifty-two strokes. Did anything have to change going up and down Peristyle and the turn or the dirt or anything for four fifties? I don't even know. Again, maybe not your department, but like, did they have to think about like, hey, now we're on four fifties and we're, we got columns on each side of it and all of that? I don't know. Well, I think the big thing is to um, having to go. We decided that it would be best to go up through the center, which is wider. And then let them split to come down. Um, you know, at lower speeds they would be coming down. Right. Um, but other than that, no, there really wasn't. You know, too much different. I think. I mean, I wasn't around back then, but yeah. I don't believe there was too much different in going up and down. Um, you know, it's it's solid concrete there. So unlike when we did it in Vegas, we didn't have to build a structure over the seats. We just put it right down on the concrete, and that that saves a ton of time, money, and, yeah. and resources. Yeah. Was that portion? The, the up ramp and the down ramp, was that over those concrete bleachers? Is that what was there, or was it like the steps? What was there before the dirt? Uh, concrete bleachers. Yeah, okay. So what you saw on the sides was exactly what was in the middle. We just had to have them uh, remove and sleeve the railings. Yeah. Um, but it, it was the same, same underneath. Uh, Mike, I have probably – been a little too aggressive in my pursuit of this information, but I've texted you <laughs> multiple times about the future schedule for next year. Oh, boy. I do know it now, but I didn't find it out from you. And my question is, yeah, I was I too aggressive, or what happened here? Because normally I get this info, and you just went cold. I know now, but you never told me. Daniel, you're never too aggressive when you call in January for the following year's <laughs> schedule. That's, that's not too aggressive. That is an over-exaggeration. That is not right. what I do. But when's the future schedule coming out? October 3rd. So we'll release okay. the future right. schedule, um, the East-West, Triple Crowns, all that. Okay. Uh, track maps are all coming on the 3rd. Oh, tracks too. I uh, I got a rogue copy of the Supercross schedule like a month ago. Maybe. I had I had that too. Yeah, and I had a ro- and I was like, I asked Sean. I'm like, hey, I got a schedule. I said, I'll trade you, Sean. I'll do some. In- Let's do some bartering <laughs> that at, here. That was at Charlotte. I said, uh, if I show you my rogue schedule, can you tell me if this is correct? Because <laughs> and then I will book I will book my live podcast shows on the Fridays. Some of them, like some venues, we do that. And I said, if you don't 
tell me it's correct. I'm blasting this out on social. Oh. <laughs> so I need a confirmation of correctness. I don't remember you saying that. Oh, I did. Okay. And uh, and then so Sean was like, okay, so you won't put it out if I confirm it? And I'm like, yeah. And then, honestly, I found out it was coming out the next week yeah, or whatever. Me. He said that. And so I'm, I didn't worry about it. But I'll tell you what, my rogue schedule was wrong. <laughs> it was wrong. So I'm really glad I don't look like an idiot yeah. in, in posting cool. it, Mewie. I would have looked like an idiot, more, more so than I already do. So, yeah. One, one of these years, I'm just going to put out like a completely random schedule. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, we're going yeah. to Des Moines in February. Be ready. You, know, like yeah. you got to make it at least seem log- like it could happen. So, Steve, yeah, yeah Steve yeah, puts yeah. it out. Just a couple little nuggets in there. Listen, Don't do yeah, it over yeah. the top. Yeah. I took a yeah. photo of a photo, and, I'll, and it oh, turned yeah. out wrong. So, yeah. uh, anyways, we got a question for you, Mewi, on two from, uh, from Matthew. Matthew, go ahead. You're on with Mike Mewi. Uh, you want to talk about the Supercross schedule? Uh, yeah, I was just uh, wondering if um, they ever have talks or any plans to maybe go to, like, Charlotte or Bank of America or anything and maybe, like, Raleigh or anything. I know market's pretty good there. I was wondering if they have any relationships there, any ideas or plans about that. Yeah, um, we've, we've looked at um, Charlie or uh, Bank of America in the past. Charlotte, obviously, we showed it with going uh, going there with Super Motocross. is a great market. We love it. Um, so, you know, uh, hopefully, I hope so. Um, I like Charlotte. It's it's a great city for Supercross. Cool. Thanks, man. Thanks, Matthew. Appreciate it. Sounds good. Appreciate it. Thanks for the call. Um, all right, anything else for Mike Beamy on the show here? Any other questions you want to grill him over the future? Can we get more showdowns? Can we get more of those? I feel like this, One more. this SMX thing really showed that the best of the best 250 guys are really great, Mike. So, yeah, work on that if we can. You know? Yeah, no, I, I, I agree with you. I do like the showdown. I think it's awesome to see the best of the best going against one another. So um, maybe in the future. Right. Showdown, Triple Crown. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Showdown, yeah. Triple Crown. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah. I do have uh, one. The more. teams would push back super hard on that. Though. I, I have one other question. I don't know if this falls under your title or not, but the at Charlotte we had the 65s on TV, uh, Super Minis on TV at Chicago, and then the 125 All Stars were not on the live show or the main show. What, what was the reason behind that? We had the KTM Juniors in the stadium. I don't know if they're on TV or not. Yeah, so we we wanted to try and squeeze it all in, um, but as when push came to shove, you know the futures takes up about six more minutes, and that that's literally how tight the formats mm-hmm. get. Um, you know, a, a minute is a lot. Sure. And um, we were gonna, you know, not be able to do full interviews, and yeah, mm-hmm. I just said, guys, this doesn't really make sense. And as a company, we collectively decided we want to give them the spotlight um, that they deserve and not try to rush through this thing. So that was the decision to move it up. It, it literally came down to the timing. I'm gotcha. sure all the amateur parents and all the amateur guys like Daniel screaming and yelling about not getting any spotlight Mike, on the show. Mike, yeah, all did I? Did I? You know, oh, nope. God, nope. what happens if good. no one can see Grant? No one cares I, about us. Yeah, yeah. I think... Uh, um, I think Daniel probably understands it from the backside. That, yeah. Like we don't want to make that decision. Like we want these kids to, to you know, have the opportunity, same as the pros. And, and unfortunately, it just didn't didn't work out that way. I mean, pure math, like he said, it's yeah. it's so tight. But right, yeah, you'd love to get it in. But if it if, if math is math, people so. don't realize how tight that schedule is. I've talked to those guys because I'm working on an article about the TV program and like, why, right. well, why don't they show second, third, and fourth in the heat race all the yeah. time? And it's yeah. because it's they have a schedule in there. Like literally, they're ta- each 
talking point is on that schedule by the minute. Right. And, yeah, when the time's up, you know, right. the advertisers are paying for certain things, and that, that yep. it's very, very tight. There's no, like, oh, we'll, we'll, we'll take this minute here. and yep. They don't have that. Right. Mewi, it was cool. The Triumph yep. thing was cool. Oh, that was yeah. awesome. The Triumph thing. Yeah, yeah. no, that came out good. And, and to that point, though, like, our, our operations live event team and the TV team are synced minute by minute. So when they're in break, we're doing this. And, and if it's a minute off, like it, it, you know, everybody has to kind of reset and get back in sync or else the show just doesn't work. Yeah. And then there was the red, so the red, that tight. The yeah. red flag that, that yeah. throws you guys into mayhem almost. And you have to make up that somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It, it uh, it's pretty tense upstairs, but you yeah. know, it's 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 a dance, and everybody kind of understands their their roles in it. And uh, you know, between our girl Cat um, and, and her team and Bondo on the TV side, they you know they've done it a lot of years. They mm. they got it down pretty well. Really, I, I didn't know Cat at all, but she got my Pulp MX logo up on Denver on the scoreboard. Cat's rad. She's Cat, rad. I was a, yeah. I'm a big Cat fan. Yeah, after she's that. rad. Yeah. Cat Cat makes things happen, man. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Anything else for Mike? Uh, all right. Hey, what? Uh, I was I was just going to mention. I, I like the the inclusion of opening ceremonies a little bit in the mm-hmm. beginning of the broadcast. I think that that's yeah. that's something that should continue in Free my opinion. Stuff when they do those yeah, those thirty minute windows before, yeah. I think it's great. Those are like cool. yeah, I think I think because everybody. I mean, opening ceremonies is. I mean, yeah. also, I still I've, I've been to how many. Supercross yeah. races yeah. and the stand, everything, and like I look forward well, to opening ceremonies. It's, it's Peacock, right? You can do that. You can yeah. add some extra programming. You can do that. Uh, Mui, I was talking to RV today. He thinks he's the greatest <laughs> announcer ever in Supercross, <laughs> so he's looking forward to coming back. You know, so yeah, yeah. No, he did great for sure. Uh, all right, Mike. Well, hey, you've you've uh, you've been along long enough. I was grilling you. Uh, thank you for the time. I guess we'll announce the 17 race Pulp LCQ series later. You know, but yeah, yeah, was, yeah. We'll we'll work on that later. I gotta get to bed. I was up late night last night watching my team win. So, you know. yeah, Steelers. Nation. I'm not happy about that. I'm not, does does Jimmy G does the G stand for garbage? Because I'm I'm over this guy. You know. So, uh, thank you, Mike. I appreciate the time. Thank you. All right. That's Mike View, everybody. Brought to you by Wiseco Pistons. Always good to have Mike on every year. Yeah, he's, it's good. You know, it's great to talk about everything else. Look, the schedule will never be perfect. You no. know, I mean, we've got callers on the line wanting to know about this and that. It's, it's not going to work I out. I was bummed KC got knocked off again. Yeah. I wanted to go to KC. Yeah, I thought KC was coming. Yeah. I had a schedule that had... Uh, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's right. I think um, Philly took that place, right? That was my, yeah, that was yeah. my wrong, ske- hey, my wrong yeah, schedule. Yeah, but you know yeah. what? The so. fact that it made it on the almost one tells me it's at least yeah, yeah, in play, yeah. which would yeah. be so sick yeah. to go to no, Steelers Stadium. Have so. you talked to them already, like last year, about the privateer LCQ thing? Yeah, the, yeah. I was you... hoping to talk. I was hoping to announce it tonight. Yeah. They want to talk about it some more. Okay. So I hope it comes back. I don't know. But you, but, think, yeah. you think it will so far? I would bet odds it comes back but there's certainly a chance it doesn't sure you know i think it worked out really well i oh, want to yeah. get on race day live i want to kind of hold strong like those guys they don't want to do it on friday because they got to pay cameramen daniel you know all about that they got to do everything to have it on friday and i'm like well how about saturday afternoon after the last practice couldn't like, they squeeze it in in between like there's a lot of downtime in the race day live i don't know man I mean, it's just interviews like from your from your mouth to god's ears yeah i feel like there's time <laughs> I mean, I, I know those times so. are paid for by like Dunlop, and but it seems like they could squeeze Dude, it's it. It's an eight-minute race. Yeah, yeah, but it would have to it would have to add because think about it, the amount of time that they add on the Triple Crown 
races on race day live mm-hmm. to fit it all in and get those races in mm-hmm. like it is more so they would have to treat the format like more a what time oh yeah shows okay. longer yeah, okay. to, to make it work right so yeah you would have to run probably a triple crown formatted rdl to fit that in at the end because that's normally it cuts off right after the last yeah. day practice and it's done right except for triple crown races so well let's figure it out yeah I let, think it let be Dunlop done. sponsor that, and you know we don't easy see easy on that. Easy. Oh, okay. Well, you know, <laughs> problem is, Steve, awesome is if it's on race day live, then I probably won't be able to do the podium interviews for oh, you. Oh, yeah. That's good point. You're going to lose me. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. yeah, you were you were too expensive, anyways. Yeah, yeah. Oh, because <laughs> free is pricey. It, it was more me texting Daniel. You're doing the podium again, and then uh, yeah, yeah. I was like, okay, I guess yeah, I'll be down there. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Uh, Whatever uh, it takes to see Will Hahn with his shorts. Yeah. Tucked up. And yeah, again, that couldn't happen this year either. Yeah, that got. Yeah, I wouldn't make it on RDL either. Sounds gay. Uh, all right, everybody. We'll take a break, commercial break here. We still have uh, Justin Shanty coming up, JT. we got to talk about Jet and Chase. Much more celebrity race Do we really? stuff. Yeah, uh, I mean, Dark Dark and Daniel. Talk about Jet and Chase every week. Okay. It's fine. All right. Well, Dark Side's now controlling the show, everybody. <laughs> yep. uh, Daniel Blair, Dark Side, Trevor Reese, all in studio. Uh, Mark's working the cameras. Tits working the phones. Be right back after this, everybody. Lame. At motorsport.com, our ride started in 1999 with a commitment to making your next ride your best ride. We take pride in having a huge selection of gear, accessories, and OEM parts for moto, street, off-road, ATV, and UTV. Riding is what connects us and makes us a family. From the track to the trail, tarmac to open roads, we're all connected because we ride. And that's what motorsport.com is all about. We've got your back. Our unrivaled and dedicated team of gearheads are willing to go that extra mile. No gimmicks, just high quality parts, the best customer service in the industry, and free shipping on all orders over $79. Our passion at motorsport.com is to ensure your next ride is your best ride. This is our invitation to you from riders for riders. Visit us at motosport.com. You likely know Racetech as the suspension and engine tuner of choice for the world's fastest privateers. But what you may not know is behind the scenes, Racetech is the trusted source for many OEMs and factory teams throughout the motorcycle industry. For nearly 40 years, Racetech has been producing high-performance suspension and engine components and services right here in the USA. Racetech doesn't just specialize in motocross. In fact, they have many off-road, hill climb, flat track, road racing, and supermoto championships on the mantle as well. Not a racer but want to smooth out the ride on the street or add some performance to your Harley? Racetech offers a full line of suspension solutions including industry-leading, built-to-order, G3S custom shocks. All Racetech products are 100% guaranteed to exceed your highest expectations. Don't wait. Experience the gold valve advantage today by logging on to Racetech.com. Don't forget to mention Pulp MX when ordering for a discount. Love the guys at Works Connection. They continue as a 10-year sponsor of this show because, yeah, just like you, they're committed to the sport for 33 years. They've been designing and distributing 
leading edge performance products like the Elite Axle Blocks, Elite Clutch Perch Pro Launch Start Device for performance, radiator braces and skid plates for protection, along with a shock pump, attack, hour meter, and more for maintenance. Works Connection, great guys up there in NorCal, and super cool company. I'm more stoked to be uh, associated with them. When you take a look around the AMA pitch, you'll see Works Connection proving ground for products under the canopies of Team Honda, HRC, Star Racing, and other top teams. And the best part of this whole deal is if you use the code PULPAMX20, you get 20% off your order. Visit your local dealer, check out motorsport.com, and uh, ask them to see the Works Connection product line for 2022. Great company, great products. Check it out. Thanks to Works Connection for coming on the show. PulpMX20, the code to save. With over 80 years' experience manufacturing power sports pistons right here in the USA, WiseCo has evolved into a full range of performance components for dirt bikes and other power sports machines. Whether you ride a two-stroke or a four-stroke, WiseCo has a variety of pistons from reliable forged replacements to the performance-focused Racer Elite Series. WiseCo offers race-proven components for the rest of your engine, too. From garage buddy engine rebuild kits, clutch and valve train components, USA-made Racer Elite connecting rods, and their CB4 thermal protection line. WiseCo is proud to be a technical partner with Factory Honda HRC for the 2023 Supercross and Motocross. Driving professional-level product development that gets passed down to you. Visit your favorite online or local dealer or WiseCo.com to find products for your machine. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team, longtime Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. Cooper Webb, and I choose OGO. I'm Christian Craig. I'm Dean Wilson. I'm Aaron Plessinger. I'm Jerry Martin. I'm Nate Thrasher. I'm Shane McElrath. I'm Hunter Lawrence. My name's Jet Lawrence. I'm Jordan Smith. I'm Talon Hawkins. Target Hampshire. I'm Hayden Deegan. I'm Colt Nichols. And I choose OGO. And I choose OGO. And I choose OGO. I'm Tom Diallo. I choose OGO. And I choose OGO. And I choose OGO. I'm Jiren Ferrangis. And I choose OGO. In 1990, my dad, Jamie Gregg, started Guts Racing. Guts stands for Gregg's Ultra Trick Seats, because I was just a little kid that wanted a trick seat. And if you're out there looking for a trick seat, go to GutsRacing.com, your local dealer, or Motosport, and place your order. Support the people that support Pulp MX. You can use Pulp 2022 for 20% off at GutsRacing.com. FMF Racing is proud to celebrate over 45 years of fun, building every FMF exhaust right here in the USA. 
Owner and founder Don Emler may have started FMF Racing in his garage 45 years ago, but Don is still hands-on in our 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in Southern California. FMF's goal? Design and manufacture the world's best performance exhausts, 100% in the USA, under one roof. FMF is a proud sponsor of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship for over 25 years. It's Tomax Superfan Dylan here. The only thing I love more than seeing Eli win... Whoa, wait, Dylan. Sorry to cut you off like Steve does his callers and guests, but a lot has changed. Similar to your favorite rider being on a new team, the new Michelin Starcross 6 tire range provides significantly improved performance and durability. Designed to win. The new Michelin Starcross 6 tire range offers up to 16% more traction when new and up to 19% more traction when worn in comparison to the previous generation. This means consumers will not only benefit from improved performance on their first few rides, but that this performance increase will continue throughout the extended life of the tire. Michelin is a legendary innovator in motorcycle tire technology, and thanks to Michelin Silica technology, the Michelin Starcross 6 tire range provides up to 11% more durability than the previous generation. This means consumers will enjoy the significantly improved performance throughout the increased life of the tire. Take it from me as I too have to buy my own tires. This added value is great news. The new Michelin Starcross 6 tire range is available in six versions, specifically sand, mud, medium soft, medium hard, and hard versions with the naming designation corresponding to the type of terrains and conditions where the tires were designed to win. Another innovation is the Michelin adaptive design with specific positioning of the tread blocks in three zones, central, intermediate, and lateral zones with the single goal to offer exceptional grip for the front tire and exceptional grip, traction, and longevity for the rear. To learn more about the new Michelin Starcross 6 tire line, and all the quality products that Michelin offers for motorcycle segments that Steve cares nothing about, visit michelinman.com slash motorcycle. And then visit your local dealer or online retailer to choose Michelin product to maximize your riding experiences. Also, too, make sure to follow at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and Facebook. Attention riders, welcome aboard the all-new Atlas Vision. We hope you enjoy the added mobility, quicker flight time, and additional views. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. The first thing you will notice is the added headroom. The fore and aft positions no longer come with annoying restrictions, so feel free to move about the cabin. Quicker flight times can be achieved by unmatched comforts and unencumbered movements. Yes, we're built for speed and comfort. And now available to all customers is a 360 panoramic view. Go ahead and look around the cabin. These new angles are available at no additional charge. Located on the underside of the frame is the gold standard of impact absorption, D3O. In the event we accidentally take a trip to Indonesia, we suggest that you remain with your neck in the underextended position and allow this proven material to do its job by reducing the forces over 50% better than ever before. Although the Atlas Vision will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your vision first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, tyke, or brawl. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. We remind you that Atlas makes flexible neck protection. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in the wide open position with your elbows up and hips fully unlocked. Whatever that means. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Vision. Enjoy the views. 
From beginners to seasoned vets, race teams, project builds, and magazine tests, Decal Works' mission is to cater to those who love to ride. Upholding the true definition of quality, service, and knowledge. Visit decalmx.com and use promo code PULPMX23 to get 20% off your custom graphics. Decal Works, number one for many reasons. At motorsport.com, our ride started in 1999 with a commitment to making your next ride your best ride. We take pride in having a huge selection of gear, accessories, and OEM parts for moto, street, off-road, ATV, and UTV. Riding is what connects us and makes us a family. From the track to the trail, tarmac to open roads, we're all connected because we ride. And that's what motorsport.com is all about. We've got your back. Our unrivaled and dedicated team of gearheads are willing to go that extra mile. No gimmicks, just high quality parts, the best customer service in the industry, and free shipping on all orders over $79. Our passion at motorsport.com is to ensure your next ride is your best ride. This is our invitation to you from riders for riders. Visit us at motosport.com. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team. Long-time Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. Hi, it's Tomax Superfan Dylan here. The only thing I love more than seeing Eli win... Whoa, wait, Dylan. Sorry to cut you off like Steve does his callers and guests, but a lot has changed. Similar to your favorite rider being on a new team, the new Michelin Starcross 6 tire range provides significantly improved performance and durability. Designed to win. The new Michelin Starcross 6 tire range offers up to 16% more traction when new and up to 19% more traction when worn in comparison to the previous generation. This means consumers will not only benefit from improved performance on their first few rides, but that this performance increase will continue throughout the extended life of the tire. Michelin is a legendary innovator in motorcycle tire technology, and thanks to Michelin Silica technology, the Michelin Starcross 6 tire range provides up to 11% more durability than the previous generation. This means consumers will enjoy the significantly improved performance throughout the increased life of the tire. Take it from me as I too have to buy my own tires, this added value is great news. The new Michelin Starcross 6 tire range is available in six versions, specifically sand, mud, medium soft, medium hard, and hard versions, with the naming designation corresponding to the type of terrains and conditions where the tires were designed to win. Another innovation is the Michelin adaptive design, with specific positioning of the tread blocks in three zones, central, intermediate, and lateral zones, with the single goal to offer exceptional grip for the front tire and exceptional grip, traction, and longevity for the rear. To learn more about the new Michelin Starcross 6 tire line, 
and all the quality products that Michelin offers for motorcycle segments that Steve cares nothing about, visit michelinman.com slash motorcycle. And then visit your local dealer or online retailer to choose Michelin product to maximize your riding experiences. Also, too, make sure to follow at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and Facebook. Love the guys at Works Connection. They continue as a 10-year sponsor of this show because, yeah, just like you, they're committed to the sport. For 33 years, they've been designing and distributing leading-edge performance products like the Elite Axle Blocks, Elite Clutch Perch, Pro Launch Start Device for performance, radiator braces and skid plates for protection, along with a shock pump, attack, hour meter, and more for maintenance. Works Connection, great guys up there in NorCal and super cool company. I'm more stoked to be uh, associated with them. When you take a look around the AMA pitch, you'll see Worst Connection proving ground for products under the canopies of Team Honda, HRC, Star Racing, and other top teams. And the best part of this whole deal is if you use the code PULPAMX20, you get 20% off your order. Visit your local dealer, check out motorsport.com, and uh, ask them to see the Worst Connection product line for 2022. Great company, great products. Check it out. Thanks to Worst Connection for coming on the show. PULPAMX20, the code to save. FMF Racing is proud to celebrate over 45 years of fun, building every FMF exhaust right here in the USA. Owner and founder Don Emler may have started FMF Racing in his garage 45 years ago, but Don is still hands-on in our 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in Southern California. FMF's goal? Design and manufacture the world's best performance exhausts, 100% in the USA, under one roof. FMF is a proud sponsor of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship for over 25 years. I'm Cooper Webb, and I choose OGF. I'm Christian Craig. I'm Dean Wilson. I'm Aaron Plessinger. I'm Jerry Martin. I'm Nate Thrasher. I'm Shane McElrath. I'm Hunter Lawrence. My name's Jet Lawrence. I'm Jordan Smith. I'm Talon Hawkins. Stargate Hampshire. I'm Hayden Deegan. I'm Colt Nichols. And I choose OGO. And I choose OGO. And I choose OGO. I'm Tom Vial, I choose OGO. And I choose OGO. And I choose OGO. I'm Jiren Ferrandis. And I choose OGO. You likely know Racetech as the suspension and engine tuner of choice for the world's fastest privateers. But what you may not know is behind the scenes, Racetech is the trusted source for many OEMs and factory teams throughout the motorcycle industry. For nearly 40 years, Racetech has been producing high-performance suspension and engine components and services right here in the USA. Racetech doesn't just specialize in motocross. In fact, they have many off-road, hill climb, flat track, road racing, and supermoto championships on the mantle as well. Not a racer but want to smooth out the ride on the street or add some performance to your Harley? Racetech offers a full line of suspension solutions including industry-leading, built-to-order, G3S custom shocks. All Racetech products are 100% guaranteed to exceed your highest expectations. Don't wait. Experience the gold valve advantage today by logging on to Racetech.com. Don't forget to mention Pulp MX when ordering for a discount.
With over 80 years experience manufacturing power sports pistons right here in the USA, WiseCo has evolved into a full range of performance components for dirt bikes and other power sports machines. Whether you ride a two-stroke or a four-stroke, WiseCo has a variety of pistons from reliable forged replacements to the performance-focused Racer Elite Series. WiseCo offers race-proven components for the rest of your engine, too. From garage buddy engine rebuild kits, clutch and valve train components, USA-made Racer Elite connecting rods, and their CB4 thermal protection line. WiseCo is proud to be a technical partner with factory Honda HRC for the 2023 Supercross and Motocross. Driving professional-level product development that gets passed down to you. Visit your favorite online or local dealer or WiseCo.com to find products for your machine. From beginners to seasoned vets, race teams, project builds, and magazine tests, Decal Works' mission is to cater to those who love to ride, upholding the true definition of quality, service, and knowledge. Visit decalmx.com and use promo code PULPMX23 to get 20% off your custom graphics. Decal Works, number one for many reasons. In 1990, my dad, Jamie Gregg, started Guts Racing. Guts stands for Gregg's Ultra Trick Seats because I was just a little kid that wanted a trick seat. And if you're out there looking for a trick seat, go to GutsRacing.com, your local dealer, or Motosport and place your order. Support the people that support Pulp MX. You can use Pulp 2022 for 20% off at GutsRacing.com. Attention riders, welcome aboard the all-new Atlas Vision. We hope you enjoy the added mobility, quicker flight time, and additional views. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. The first thing you will notice is the added headroom. The fore and aft positions no longer come with annoying restrictions, so feel free to move about the cabin. Quicker flight times can be achieved by unmatched comforts and unencumbered movements. Yes, we're built for speed and comfort. And now available to all customers is a 360 panoramic view. Go ahead and look around the cabin. These new angles are available at no additional charge. Located on the underside of the frame is the gold standard of impact absorption, D3O. In the event we accidentally take a trip to Indonesia, we suggest that you remain with your neck in the underextended position and allow this proven material to do its job by reducing the forces over 50% better than ever before. Although the Atlas Vision will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your vision first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, tyke, or brawl. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. We remind you that Atlas makes flexible neck protection. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in the wide open position with your elbows up and hips fully unlocked. Whatever that means. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Vision. Enjoy the views. Welcome back, everybody. Pulp MX Show presented by Motorsport.com. Decal Works Fly Racing. Uh, thanks for coming in, Tits. Appreciate it. Um, lots to get into when it comes to the uh, SMX series still. And, uh, yeah, we're going to dive right into it. Jason Thomas coming up here. Justin Shanty as well. X-Brand Goggle Tariffs. Race Tech Rant. I don't, I don't really have a great rant tonight. I don't really. I'm, I, maybe I'm just happier as a human being. 
What do you think, Dark? Yeah, I don't have anything stands out either. I was trying to think something and not very negative right now. Yeah. Trying to be positive. Trying to be positive. Yeah. 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 I mean, my, one of my rants might have been, um, you know, your constant crashing at these well, media events. But, I mean, we kind of covered that it's already. It's not really constant, but yeah. okay. Okay. All right. I mean, uh all right, let's get into 7 o'clock hour. Brought to you by the folks at Renegade Race Fuels. Will Hahn won a championship with this. Uh, Dean Justin Brayton did as well. Dean Wilson, Max Hansi pour it in right now. Uh, Renegade Race Fuels is the only fuel going into JB10's tank. They don't just say they make power. They engineer it. Renegade is your guide and partner to get the whole shot and be the first one to the checkers. The, cool, the fuels burn cooler, cleaner, and more consistent than the competition. Renegade offers real octane. Uh, RenegadeRaceFuel.com. They're looking for dealers and distributors uh, for Renegade Race Fuels. We thank them for bringing us a 7 o'clock hour tonight. And uh, the, speaking of um, the 7 o'clock hour, it is time to uh, talk to Jason Thomas. You saw the Fly Racing LE, Evo LE gear this past weekend. Like, fire! Red out there. And they did a good job with RJ Hampshire getting on the podium. And Jalik Swole was up there. Uh, Hawkins as well had a good race. Mark Finnis was on the podium. Mark Finnis? Finnis. 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 All right. Fly Racing. Jason Thomas, what's up, JT? Not much. What's going on? I've been I've been watching you guys a little bit. Oh wow! Look at you. Jeez. Yeah. 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 That board, huh? Um. Uh, sure. Yeah, that's probably <laughs> right. <laughs> Nothing else to do. What? No, really. I mean, come on. Let's let's be real. I had a. How was it? Dino. Um. Some good rider, top rider. I was telling him like, or he said something like, "I don't watch your show," and I'm like, "Yeah, I, I, I'm fine with it." Like, yeah, man. Like, I get it. Like, yeah. Like, I don't know who it was. It was some, like, big-name rider. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, you're not home Monday night watching my show? Right. What the hell, dude? What's wrong with you? Okay. Was it it Anderson? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, maybe, right? Um, Hey, what if, like, closet... Ombre just watches every week, just loves it. Like, what if he's just a diehard fan? He sits back on the couch, yeah, yeah. puts it on his big screen, and right. just, what if he's just a diehard fan? Yeah. No, that and that's why be. he won't come on. He doesn't want to break his cover, but he yeah. loves it. That, that could be. All right, JT, uh, I didn't prep you on this, but I asked everybody in studio, rank the three SMX races, one to three. And I and I just mean, yeah, whatever LA, you want. LA, Chicago, Charlotte. LA, Chicago, Charlotte. Gee. Okay. No waffle. Yep. Same as you, Trevor? No, yeah. yeah. Pretty clear for me. Okay. Coliseum was cool, wasn't it? It was cool being back there. Yeah, I really liked it. Um, you know, I think uh, the track was okay. Um, I think it was so slippery uh, that they the guys couldn't really charge very much. Mm-hmm. And but that's just it's LA in late summer. You know, like what do you what do you expect? Right, yeah. it's going to be hard and slippery. Yeah, I heard a lot um, of Salt Lake but, talk. Yeah, from riders. Yeah, yeah, and and getting to talk to them right after they come off the track. You know, you get that feeling. They're just like, man, I. Like talking to Shimoda, um, talking to like Kenny, like you just you can't push. Like if you push, you go slower. If you you spin up, like aggression is not your friend, but you want to be aggressive. Um, so I think that took away from the racing a little bit. You know, if like you, if there would have been a ton of traction, I think you would have seen guys like Shimoda or Kenny or these guys like really go for it to try to make a move, but you just couldn't. Like the track didn't allow that. Uh, but to your point on the on the facility and the venue and the history of it, and we haven't been there in so long. I, I loved all of that. It was great. Yeah, it was pretty cool. By the way, uh, when Miwi was on the phone, the reason I rolled my eyes, Dark, is you said that Roxon would have won the championship if with the regular points. I also said that's I what you heard. I said I couldn't confirm the right. point. Yes, yeah. T- yeah, TJ. So I was thinking to myself, wait, Roxon. Jet beat him in Charlotte. Yeah. Jet beat him in Chicago. He, and Jet beat him in LA. Wait, yeah. And, what did Jet get in Charlotte overall again? Uh, fourth? fourth, yeah, fourth, yeah, and Kenny was fifth, fourth, 
Second. No, he was on the podium. He was, yeah, second. Second. Charlotte? Oh, he was, oh, yeah, I don't have all of them up here. Okay. Anyway. I don't know. TJ's an idiot. Sorry. Okay, so Jet would have won by two on regular points. But I guess apparently the points on 250 were right. Joe would have won with regular points. And I still can't okay. confirm that either. I'm okay, just, all right. Just, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sorry. JT, Honda did not win the 250 SMX. Failure of a year for them? <laughs> yes or yeah, no? Yeah, just horrible. Losers. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Their worst year since, uh, since 2004. Yeah, okay. Um, just checking. No, I, I talked to Wards a little bit after, and he's like, man, like I was just like, man, you guys had such a great year. You should be really proud of yourself. Um, and all, you know, everybody on your team should. He's like, yeah. yeah. You could just tell, like, it would have been so sweet if Hunter, you know, like, could have been able to pull it together there and not hurt himself and won it. But, yeah, you can't yeah. focus on that. Yeah. Like, it has just been just a – an embarrassment of riches for Honda HRC this year. Do we know if Hunter's injury is affecting MXDN? Does anybody got anything like any talk of that? Or like, I, I, I don't asked think him. anybody knows yet. Yeah. Yeah. I saw him on the way out, and I just said, hey, is it a pinch nerve? What do you think? He's like, man, it feels like it, but don't really know. Going to get checked out this yeah, week. Yeah. So that's, yeah, nothing. His, his crash was bad, too. He was, was pretty stove up. looking yeah. crash. Yeah. He was pretty stove up. He couldn't yeah. really move much. Uh, also, from the first hour, JT, I don't know if you heard it, but Dark said if you put a million dollars on that quad, he's going for it. Yep. Uh, he would he would not be moving similar to Hunter Lawrence. That's fine. That's, I'm a million dollars richer because I'm not paying the medical bill. I'm just gotta, gonna need all of it. That's, yeah. no, I'll heal up. I'll heal up. And, yeah, yeah I'm not sure that you would. I'm eh. not sure that you would heal up. You know, to, to be honest Fair with point. you, this is gonna sound harsh, Dark Side. <laughs> no, just have at it, man. Okay. I'm used to it. Pull okay. next. I just gotta say, like. It's not like it's just a wide open fourth gear jump. It's not just balls. Yeah. With the little double before it mm-hmm. and the technical, if he went for the quad, he doesn't maybe even get to the third one, let alone <laughs> no, to the table. The yeah, I don't <laughs> think he even gets the near the table anyway. So it's not a matter of yeah. trying. I don't think you even get the front wheel Tell you to what, the top. Adam clipped it. Adam came up short pretty good, yeah. and I thought the rear end of his bike would do more. And Jet, it just Jet too. Like the second yeah, or third yeah. time he did it, came up right. short. Yeah. But that was with everything timed, perfect lift. Like, yeah. Dark Side, I raced Dark Side a week ago. He did a great job. But there is no yeah. way that that, that yeah. he is going to even get himself near no. the tabletop to land on. Yep. That's like, just. I think Parker nope. Ross, but worse. Oh, my gosh. Did you see that? That was yeah, terrible. Uh, he's got the award for the best crash, Hammaker second. But they were similar. Dirty. It was so bad. Yeah. Uh, so bad. The Futures, the Futures main had some rough ones, too, yeah. right there. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. On a parade lap. I missed that. Oh, yeah, I, I was in the tower, and I was right here, and I looked over, and uh, Blecka just over the... And I thought he was hurt, and he hopped up, ran to his bike, straightened his front number plate, and was on the gate before anyone even knew it happened. <laughs> oh, wow. He just hopped and went so fast, but it was yeah. brutal. Uh, Fly Racing, at Fly Racing USA on social media. Uh, Evo LE gear drop this weekend. Get it at motorsport.com or your local dealer as well. JT, what are your thoughts initially on the 24 schedule? Like, what... What'd you like? What uh, what stood out for you? We're going to Philly. We're going to Alabama. Um, and there's two weeks off, obviously. And hopefully there's no rain out where we miss the race and we get a week off after the first weekend. Uh, so what's your thoughts? Yeah, I thought it was good. Um, I I would be fine if we never went to Oakland again, right? So getting yeah. out of there, uh, I think, was necessary. Like, it's just it, – it's got to a point where – it's not even about where I don't like the venue. Like, literally, everybody's getting their stuff stolen. Like, can we just oh. not go there anymore? You know, JT I mean? like, witnessed a mugging. That's right, yeah, right? In person. I watched it right in front of me. Yep, yep. So, I, like, whatever. <laughs> I, the race itself is fine, but dealing with all the other stuff is just not necessary. So, I'm, I'm very happy we're going back to San Francisco. Uh, I think Philly will be cool, right? I 
I'm a little like the the fan base there, which I doubt Eagles fans will be at the race, but uh, I would be scared <laughs> for Daniel going there. I'll never um, go there as ever. a Cowboys fan. Yeah, but I, <laughs> I, I like the variety. I, I'm very interested to see how the Birmingham race shakes out. Right, With, without an Atlanta, you have to think you're going to drag in like a regional type crowd, right? You're going to get some of the Carolinas, you're going to get Georgia, you're going to get the Southeast, like the typical New Orleans crowd. You'll probably drag some from Texas. Uh, so I think it'll do okay. I'm just curious to see what that one looks like on the backside, right? When we, when we leave there, what is our opinion of how it went? Mewy said it was an uh, MLS stadium. It's uh, MLS. Like and Snapdragon. The, yeah, right? yeah the, pitting, the pits will be inside. So, Okay. Yeah, I, I just, I think for everybody, that one's like the biggest head scratcher of like, what is this going to be? Um, the rest of them, I, I think, all kind of make sense, right? Some new venues, some old ones. Nashville is obviously a hit. Um, but, yeah, the rest of it all kind of made sense to me. So, this- I'm still looking forward to get back to Vegas one of these years, yep. but everything else looks good. Somebody told me Speedway SMX round in Vegas. So, uh, yep. Yeah, I don't know. I, yeah. I have not heard that personally. I think right. it's either um, Allegiant or, or Bust. This person, this person had a few drinks at the A Star thing, though. So, uh, but that's <laughs> yeah. what, that's what I heard. SMX uh, Vegas round and, and Mui didn't really uh, confirm or deny it. Um, but they may want to check in with the people that race the World Mini out there and just <laughs> see how that yeah. used to go. <laughs> Not the best. Well. That's the best yeah, conditions. Hey, uh, okay. Yeah, put, make sure your canopies are punched into the ground. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. This could be a, a really ridiculous question, but how far is Birmingham from New Orleans? Uh, it's seven and a half from me in Texas, from New Orleans. It's That's probably the other way. Half. No, it's not. It's in between. New Orleans is in between. Oh, Birmingham to Texas, you're saying? Yeah, so I, no, I'd I'm say saying Birmingham. I'm saying Birmingham to New Orleans. Probably half that. Yeah, yeah. I just didn't know where he was going with this. He's like, well, from Texas. So. Well, yeah, I was trying to think because I think New Orleans is about half so that. So the people so. from New Orleans drive to Texas no. and then turn and then go <laughs> to Birmingham. Right. Yeah, no, I, I'm going to guess four and a half, Here's five my point, hours. Is, uh, five New Orleans, hours. Okay, five, five hours. hours. So New Orleans had a good base of fans. I felt like oh, the Superdome yeah. was, yeah. was a good crowd. Uh, so maybe they draw a little bit. Five hours ain't bad. So, um you know, yeah, that could work. Yeah, yeah uh, I, th- I think you'll get all the Atlanta people. I, I do. It's not like the Georgia's right there. It's not far from the, you know, like if, you're, if you were yeah. going to go to Atlanta, it's certainly doable to go to Alabama. It's so, close to Nashville, though, too. If you actually I'm look at the map now, it's like a triangle. So Nashville's yeah. not that far out of this market either. Oh, okay. All right. But, you'll, yeah, you'll get that Mississippi, Louisiana, probably, right. like you said, some of that Texas right. market, sure. too. Uh, we got a, Ryan wants to talk about the Philly race. He's on five. What's up, Ryan? You got some insight into the Philly? Yeah, I mean, uh, like, so we had MetLife last year, and that usually uh, sucks. Uh, that switches off of Foxborough. The uh, so Philly, you'll get you'll get all the Jersey fans out there. Yeah, yeah, for so, sure, I mean, right? Yep. I mean, New Jersey's a huge motocross uh, area, Breakaway Park, where they do the the K Rock every year. Yeah. I mean, yep. It's a. So I mean, uh, I, I think it's gonna be great. It's a lot easier drive for people in Central Jersey. Instead yeah. of going to Foxborough, yeah, right, yeah, so yeah, it will be okay. it will be great this year. Probably be a good turnout. There's uh, will it be will it be Eagle fans? Will they be booing everybody like <laughs> the Eagles do and all that? I don't know, so we'll see. I mean, uh, I don't know. New Jersey's the only big Eagles fans. I mean, uh, so I mean, okay. there, there are Cowboy fans up here, so D- Daniel may be safe. All right, cool. Thanks, Ryan. Thanks for the call. Appreciate Thanks it. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Um, yeah, no, it, it should be interesting to schedule. And the motocross schedule came out too. It's the same. Exact same. Exact same. Most of the day. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 
But I feel like that when we talked about that last time I was here, that one is so established. Mm-hmm. All those tracks are good. It, I don't know if I want any creativity in the album. The only it's one that good. needs to go is Paula, but you can't. You, you can't. Need, you need a Southern California National, and MX Sports and Glen Helen aren't aren't getting around anytime soon, so you can't really, yeah. That's a bad one. Paula, it is. I mean, I don't j- mind it. Okay. I don't mind the the first one. The second one, yeah, 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 right. That, that one can just <laughs> never come back. Yeah, but the first one, like the weather's good. It's you know, it's, it's typically like high seventies. Like it's pretty nice. I, I, I'm okay with it. And it's but round I, one. It's not the best track. This viewing's so bad. Yeah, but it's round one, so it, it it the hype of the race can carry the location. But if that was round six in the middle, oh, it would right. be it would be a yeah. flat well, spot. And then whenever you think about Paula not being good, JT can tell you. Listen, I raced Elsinore. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I raced Elsinore. Yeah, Trevor, you raced Elsinore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was. Uh, I think. I think it was thirteen when you went out into the core truck oh, yeah. area. Yeah. To, um, it's literally the one of the worst tracks. Worse than the ever Salt ridden. Lake one. What was that one? Oh, I raced that one too. At the that was at like a Miller uh, Miller Motorsports. Miller, Miller, yeah. Motorsports. Yeah. Pretty bad. Too. That was when JT was Soul Man. That was pretty yeah, bad. Yeah, JT was out in the middle of the track and the wind. And the yeah. dust. He couldn't even see him. Yeah, it was Man, great. Elsinore was is probably one of the worst yeah. national tracks oh, that I've I'd ridden. The, 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 it was the last round. Yeah, and the comments from everybody was like, you know, yeah. I just remember it was extremely hot, which is pretty typical that yeah. time of year. But yeah, I just remember the the difference in the track and going from what was like the muddiest, slipperiest Elsinore ever to mm-hmm. then the blue groove core truck track that they decided to build <laughs> yeah. jumps in between the la- like it was yeah. it was insane yeah. and like and the, and the track had massive jumps too like really big jumps so jt's last ever pro race that's how we went out uh, that was it yeah well, that was 12 i raced in 12 trevor's talking about 13 which yeah oh it doesn't matter they were both awful yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. okay yes. yeah, yeah. yeah yeah jt's last ever race he went out at elsinore oh, just remembering the memories oh boy <laughs> yeah. now, if, you, if i if there was ever a sign like i don't want to do this anymore elsinore put a cherry on top <laughs> yeah that, that's what finally pushed him to i've had enough yeah i think it's i think it's time to hang it up yeah and then this and this track tells me that as well so uh, Millville Ride Day coming up, JT. You looking forward to it? Should be fun. Uh, Bradshaw's coming up for Fly Racing. That's awesome. So, yep, yep. Weston will be there. Damon. Yep. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I haven't ridden in a really long time. Um, so, if I'm going to get to ride or anything like that, I, I mean, Millville's a great place to do it. So Our, RVs, I think the big, the yeah. biggest thing is just the weather. Like that's yeah. all I'm really worried yeah, about. I know. I know. Last, last year was shitty, but then the Farmers Almanac the previous four years was really nice. So I don't know. You know. Uh, Bradshaw, uh, RV's coming up, and I, all he, I, I'm asking him about, like, riding, and he's just talking about uh, drinking whiskey with Damon. Like, he's not <laughs> he's not You're, real focused. Are you going to stay at the track? Are you going to stay at the track? I don't think so. No, I, I don't. Those guys are, but I think I'm out. I, I don't know. I'm not a big okay. stay this at the was track a, you, were, you were debating this. You were debating this. Yeah. 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 If I could get, like, a super nice motorhome, but, like, a Prevost or something, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. Jeez. Okay, cool. <laughs> if this someone's guy. got a Prevost... That they would like to lend me for Millville. I'll Look, stay in there. Looks like you're driving to a hotel. Kenny has yeah. one. What's that? Kenny has one. Yeah. Can, Roxon, can I can I borrow your bus for can Millville? You, can October? you send your driver up? Right. <laughs> yeah, Ken Sauce. Uh, Jason Thomas here on the uh, on the Fly Racing, uh, um, or Fly, Fly Racing on the Pulp Mech Show. Yeah, I think I'm oh. staying with Checkers at, in an RV. I think he offered me a spot. Oh, yeah. So that's... Did, did you get an invite to the ride day, though? Yeah, you told me I could. Oh, stop. <laughs> did I? Did you I? You did. Uh, well, also... well, I'm showing up either way, so... We just throw up there and be like, "Die." Okay, and you just, get in. When he gets to the gate, yeah, 
He'll be like, yeah, I'm here at Dark Side. And she'll be like, mm, don't, that's not don't, what I have written down here. Uh, it says it needs to be in character. Yeah. Can you try again, uh, sir? Let's, uh, let's talk some TV coverage before we let JT go here on the show. Uh, I was talking to somebody earlier today, uh, a former top rider. Uh, Daniel was up here as well. Uh, Dark was up here as well. We were talking about the TV coverage. Three-man boosts don't work, JT. They just don't work. I, I don't know. Like, I know they love Ricky and James together, and uh, obviously for all the history and everything else, but I don't know. What, what, do you like that? Do you like the three people? And then sometimes there was you and Will, and it was a whole thing, and Wygants running around in the pits and all that. Like, it's a lot. I thought it – yeah, I thought it made it feel more like a Super Bowl-type feel. You know, having all the stars come out, Dungey and Tomac and Stanton and Bradshaw, I, I liked all of that. Um, but to your first question, the three-man booth is difficult. I know it's really challenging for them trying to find any cadence, right? Because that's really important is mm-hmm. you build chemistry with your, you know, co-broadcaster and you they know when to jump in. And, you know, like Lee is trying to be traffic cop of directing when these guys get in and out. But he's also got – he has things he has to say, right? He has to mm-hmm. get these segments in and all these things. So it's a challenging dynamic. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't envy it because I know it's really hard, but – I don't know. I think if they're going to do it, let's do it for, like, really significant events. Like, the finale, okay. But I I don't think it should be, like, an every week thing. I think two is better than three for for most races. Daniel, you agree? I'm not saying a word on any of this. Well, I'm just asking you about two or three-man booths. I just want to keep my opinions on all that to myself. When you watch a Cowboy game, do you prefer just Buck and Troy? Or would you like Emmett there, too? I, I mean, I, okay. If you're asking it that way, I prefer to. I yeah. prefer your traditional play-by-play and your color. Right. Um, but I'm with JT. I understand there's moments where you be creative for different things. But as far as my full yeah. opinions, those are those are mine, bro. Quit trying this. It's I, like every I, time I talk to you, you always you got you pry in well, a different I, I, way. I, I, I'm asking your opinion on a two or three man boot. I, 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 I didn't know. think it, it was the the, the the Warren Commission here. No, I, it's I, I not. It's just this is that top, that that's just topic <laughs> I, I stay out of. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. Uh, JT also, um, uh, we had Mike Mewy on the phone earlier, and he said it was a little shocking yeah, to see. Him. Yeah, yeah, he said it was a little shocking to see the hand, number one plate handed out <laughs> <laughs> to Phil. Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, I'm, I'm really torn. Like, okay. Where I don't think they were thrilled because they, it was a surprise for them. But I got permission, right? I, I didn't just go rogue and, like, just break it out of nowhere. Uh, but there were definitely people that didn't know about it. Um, <laughs> but in the end, like, you know, I didn't get in trouble. I think everybody, like, was like, all right, no big deal. Just maybe don't do that again. Uh, but it, for the show, like, I think it was amazing, right? Yeah. Like, if everybody if, – if nobody's, like, really, really angry and, and I wouldn't apologize to people I needed to apologize to just because they didn't – simply didn't know – um, but I, I think it I think it really added to watch the show. It's the most DMs about people laughing about a story that I've ever gotten. So that enough yeah. should be like proof right. that it was it was good for the overall show. It's race day live too. It's not the yeah. NBC broadcast. It's yeah, I would you know, never I would never do it for that. Of right? course, it, yeah. I, I think the only challenge is like people people could think it was like something official, which yeah. it, it wasn't. Right. <laughs> that that to me is like the only thing that. I w- in hindsight, I should have made sure they're like, "Hey, this isn't a f- anything official. We're just having some fun here." I probably yeah. should have done yeah. that, um, but whatever. Yeah, yeah. I don't even know that. It's done now. Like anybody that thought that was official, I mean, well, how's it really affect them? They're not going to remember next year. Oh, what well, they did last year. So who cares? Like, like imagine, but, two, imagine two guys having some beers in a yeah. bar, and they're being like, "Hey." Deegan and Lawrence won, right? And the guy's like, no, Phil too. (laughs) Phil's an SMX champ too, man. I saw it. Got to play. And the other guy's like, no. No, I'm pretty sure it's just Deegan and Lawrence won. No. 
Saw the plate. He's the LCQ's champion. Right, first right. ever. No, it's, it, we're having fun. It was yeah. great. Look, the guy was up there with you, JT, bitching about the LCQ's. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. yeah. And his reaction I was... Think, I, think, I think for Steve, Steve would never have cared in a million years, but I'm so, like, I, I'm so averse to getting in trouble. Like, I don't sure. like when people are angry with me. I don't like getting in trouble. So I was like, when I heard some people were angry, I'm like, oh, no. Like, I went around just on an apology, like, fest. Right, I was just like, I, I didn't mean. I thought it would be awesome, whatever, you know. Like, um, but I, I really do. In a vacuum, I think it was really funny, and I think it added to Rick Day Live. Mm-hmm. So, absolutely, there's, there's that. And Phil, Phil was legitimately like, oh, yeah, yeah. He was like, yeah. Well, I can loved- tell you, that the press box was uh, loving it. That's I, that's for sure. I was in the stands watching it. Oh, and yeah. it was just I, when it happened. I'm just like, this is great, and I had <laughs> no idea. Gold, yeah. I actually thought it was organized and approved. So to me, it was funny. Just that, <laughs> I thought it was funny that it was allowed to happen. I was like, dude, that's yeah. great. That yeah. is great. And then I started hearing that maybe it wasn't. <laughs> then it got funnier a little bit. Well, just with Phil too, like just his reaction. Like just oh uh, yeah. He called everyone. He called someone a smartass or y'all yeah. smartasses or something. He he yeah. did say something to make it pretty funny, but. It wouldn't have worked with, like, Starling. No. It had to be no, Phil. No, it had to it be, had Phil. be Phil. You can hear Ricky is laughing and Lee's, like, making – like, everyone knows Phil. They, everyone they likes know. Phil. Everyone knows. And so then when he was leading, they're like, it's Phil. Like, you think those guys thought it was real, the booth? Probably. Probably. <laughs> I don't know. This wasn't brought up in the meeting. You should – JT, uh, uh, how many times did I bug you about it? 30? Oh, what? my gosh. I was – I mean, I was, like – you got like I got mad at you, and then you got mad at me for getting mad at you about. <laughs> I just really want to make sure it was done. Yeah, God. yeah. I just really want to make sure that this this happened. So well, I hope you're happy because I got in trouble. Yep, so, and everybody was angry. Oh, you, 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 I love the part that you got in trouble. Even that's the best part. <laughs> yeah, that of makes it. it better for you. That's yeah. probably the whole reason you did it. I'm just like. I, I'm just the guy. I'm, I'm Austin Powers petting his pet cat, Doctor Evil, <laughs> yeah. and I'm just pulling the strings. All right, uh, we got a call about the uh, um, payout for Nicoletti. Seabass is on four. What's up, Seabass? What up, dude? I can't believe I'm on the show. I called tits, and I wasn't looking to be on the show. I just kind of want to know about my guy, and uh, <laughs> and he's like, "Hang on one second. I thought I was just going to get a flat on answer. But wait, you're just calling the show to talk to tits? Like, yeah, like he don't want to talk to you. You don't want to talk to anybody." He's, I know. mean, dude, I just called. I, I, I just wanted to be discreet, and I was like, hey, how did Phil do? Because I'm a musician, and I just got home, and I got to watch the mains, but I never got to see past 10th. I just wanted to know what Phil's payout was because that's my guy. And I was like, I hope he's doing all right, but uh, yeah, Phil, I never got to see how much cash, so, how much cash okay. he makes. So typical Phil, he was on oh, earlier. He was on earlier. Typical Phil. He's, I know. He's, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just jumped on. He's Forgive more. Me. He's more angry about losing 15k to Freddie. Freddie beat him at the race and and talk, cost him 15k. But Phil made uh, what do you say? 75. I thought 65. 65? Or no. No. 45. 45. 45. 45 plus 10 in purse or something. Yeah. After, so after tax. So with no. taxes no. taken out. Yeah, he didn't bring that up, actually. I'm surprised. But, yeah, yeah. At, before taxes. He's the type, too, that would win the lotto, like $10 million, and then just bitch about the taxes. Yeah, yeah, That's for sure. Yeah, no, in his world. Do you blame him? Phil rode pretty good, Seabass. He, he, was, he was good. And he got some money, and he's happy. But then he was talking about all the risk he had to take and everything else. So, uh, typical Phil. Do you bl- I, I, I give it to you. All thank right. you for taking my call. No man. problem, buddy. Thank, you. thank you for listening. Appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, all right, next up is uh, Jason on five. He's got suggestions for us. What's up, Jason? Hey guys, great show tonight. Thank you. Um, so first off, LCQs and SMX, it's no secret that they were having trouble filling the gates. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a playoff, right? 
So as we move forward in the rounds, what if we take seeded riders, you know, five in round two, now racing the LCQ, and then another five more racing the LCQ in the last race to give more tension. Like and, the last uh, five drama. or so, the last five or what? Yeah. So no, no, no. Like five more racers are added into oh. LCQ. Oh, I see. So, oh. so like, dude, I, they were having trouble finding a full gate. Like Cade's off hunting. He, he ain't going to do this. <laughs> well, if they do ahead of time. So, like, so, so the okay. seated racers are now battling to stay a seated racer right. and not go into LCQ. Yeah, so yeah. just an idea there. Yeah. And then a question for Daniel and Jason is me and my dad, huge fans, we're always wondering how fast the guys are actually going. And in Chicago, they actually mentioned it on the broadcast, 65 for the 450s and 62 for the 250s. So I was just wondering why that's not, you know, a talking point on the broadcast, you know, to, you know, add drama to, like, you could say, oh, Tomac's going through the whoops at, I don't know, 30 miles or 40 miles or whatever mm-hmm. it is, but, you know, someone's faster or, you know, just as another talking point. I was uh, curious why that's Can not you answer thing. this one, Daniel, or no? Yeah, you I still mean, tell you why, well, I can tell you why I never looked into that is other than a track like Chicago or maybe, like, say, Glendale because it's so big, they don't really get going that fast. So when you would say the mile per hour, it's it's not as impressive. It's not impressive, right? Yeah, yeah it's actually a bad look. Impressive. It makes it look slower because people are like, wait, because he's not going 40 in the whoops. I can tell you that right now. Like if you actually did the mile per hour and look at the lit pros, it's not like a super attractive number that would make people go, wow, it actually is the opposite. Mm-hmm. So I think Chicago mm-hmm. paid off, and then the outdoors, could, you could probably get some of that. But on I, Supercross, you just don't get going very fast. We had a radar normally. gun in Millville Whoops one year, right, a few times? So. Yep. Didn't they do it at Vegas? I heard it like 40, 45, you know, that, like that. the number yeah. may not floor people. I think, you know, it is still as fast as a human being could possibly go through a Whoops or a rhythm section or something like that. So maybe well, it's, you know. Jason, not. Darks would go that fast if it was a million dollars at yep. the end of the straightaway. So true, yeah. yeah. Just freaking shipped into fourth and, and, and you might look, make hope for the, the best. The same, the same guy that just told me this weekend, I can't get used to the 450, man. It's just too much bike. Yeah, but there's, uh, there's not a million dollars on the line, guys. Okay, you know that like um, 800 bucks is a lot, right? So we're yeah, okay. right to, so <laughs> good point. Good point. <laughs> I'm, allowed, I'm allowed to make that joke, guys. So yeah, a million bucks. Uh, you don't know what I do for a million dollars. Okay. Thanks, Jason. I know what you're doing. You call. crush your freaking brain. Thank you. JT has zero faith. That's fair, though. Yeah, I it's don't fair. Know. I mean, it's a fair zero opinion, faith. but damn. Yeah, I, I'm with you guys. I, like, well, I'm just telling you, that <laughs> jump is gnarly, Dark. That I, I know. It is gnarly. Look, like, the, you would crash okay. really bad. The reality is... Dark went to club to go ride their bikes, crash, end up in the hospital. Dark went to Italy to ride gas gases, crash, end up in the hospital. It's two crashes. I mean, it happens. Bradshaw? You're talking about one of the biggest, was, biggest gnarliest jumps we've seen in a couple of years. The reality, the, four on? the reality is I would probably puss out. We're just talking shit here, but mm-hmm. yeah, it's a million dollars, so you never know. You wouldn't get to the tabletop. You wouldn't even get there. You know what? Fuck you nope. guys. <laughs> you wouldn't. Yeah, I'm being just factual okay, so here. I'm trying to insult you. Just yeah. You're not. Like, I, I'm. Think about I, this. I am. Like the the difficulty <laughs> in skill that is required to get it done even scares like a Cooper Webb who never did it. <laughs> True. So if he looks at the math and goes, I don't think but, I could even pull this, means you couldn't but, get it in your wildest attempt. Cooper Webb already has a million dollars. It's not even that. It's the it's calculating the. The math needed to get it done. Are you, do you need another fireball shot? Or I'm thinking yeah, about it. You're you know, a shot. What are you doing? The setup yeah. to get to 
attempt to go Damn, for on regretting even make making it, the comment saying, they make it look a lot easier but to carry that amount of speed and make that hop to get downside yeah. clean to I, even, I haven't let, let me ask JT. To then I got to come from all sides. Let me ask JT this. Sorry. JT, Sorry. JT, if Darkseid was to do it and give it his all and give it a straight-up attempt, does he even get the triple part? We already said no. Like, I don't think he gets the triple. Uh, what? He could jump far enough to get the triple, but he get the height? he's going to crash. Does he get the height? He's going to crash. No, no, he's going to clip it. He's, he's going to clip. Get to it. So he gets yeah, to the third one. It. Look. He's but, not going to get the the bike position to get to the downside right. and like you know you got to get up to get Listen, down yeah, Dark, yeah. Dark. The, yeah, yeah. The, the, the 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 double going up the peristyle it looked like you could hit it on a 60 and clear it our guy chris Kiefer couldn't do it on friday or he didn't the double before no. you up no well they have excuses are we getting we'll get to that later i assume i don't or? know yeah yeah yeah. Kiefer's listening, and he can call in. He should call in because we're going to probably savage him here shortly. He well, he we did a little pot at his house yesterday. He's like, I know it's coming. No, it's fine. I was a pussy I about that. It. Like, that, yeah. So he didn't double it. No. no. Why not? I I don't know. Bike was cutting and bogging. Apparently, they found a jetting issue, and then ML said his was doing the same thing. Uh, but A Ray did it. But then A Ray and Mosman's yeah. no jetting issues over there. They jumped the double. Mm. Yeah. So. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Got but it. but Chris is, Chris is 100% prepared for the backlash. Okay. He accepts it, he said. If the Fair bike enough. bogs, the wheels don't leave the ground yeah. for me, if I'm Kiefer. Bogs once, I'm good. Yeah, right. Uh, all right, JT, anything else? Off to destinations yeah, for you? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I, can't he is? I cannot believe you're not going. Are you yeah, going there as a totally fan or are you working, JT? Uh, I'm, I'm in the booth again, which Sick. I'm very excited about. It's going to be good awesome. Job. Yeah. Yeah, maybe I'd go too I if mean, I could uh, be in the booth, but otherwise I'd just be out in freezing cold France weather. So. Well, I, I stepped into the land of Steve Mathis by doing that number number plate thing, and I, hmm. you know, I now I know why I don't do things like that. Um, so yeah, I don't. That's what you would do every single weekend. So that's I think there's a lesson to be learned there. I just want to have some fun. I want to make motocross and supercross fun again. I don't know what's wrong with that. So, um, all right. Uh, hey, uh, thanks for the time, buddy. Appreciate it. Flyracing. Okay. Uh, com and motorsport. Com local dealer. All of that. Thank you, man. I have one last thing to say. Yes. Uh, dark, dark side, you would have never made that jump. Okay. <laughs> Thank, you. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks. Okay. See ya. Thank you, guys. All right. See ya. See ya. Yeah, see that, Dark side? Never, never would have made that jump. <laughs> you know it's coming. All right. Uh, like, like, if a million was on the line and you were going to do it, as your friend, I would just pull you aside and tell you no. Like, uh, you won't get there. All right. So, you act like we're being mean here. We're, we care. I don't think you're being mean at all. At all. I'm fine with the fact that I, you're right. I just said I might pull the trigger and at least attempt it for a million dollars. I didn't guys, even say I'd make it. Do you guys want to talk about Jet and Chase and Kenny or no? Kind of right. Not really. Okay. Not really. All right. Okay. Uh, Faith's on two. Faith, you got a mini race tech rant? Yes, I do. I'm wondering why Honda and Suzuki um, are having fans get wristbands for tickets to meet the riders. What? I missed, I missed that. For autographs, you mean? Yeah. Um, I didn't know they were doing that, but typically when they do something like that, it's because their lines are so long, and I didn't know Suzuki was doing this, that they just, they, they have to limit. No, I think she said you got to get wristband, which probably means you got to be there early. Oh. Like, remember how they used to do a time, you'd have to go get. Well, what they want to do, Faith, is they don't want the, f- like, to get a- Kenny's autograph, you'd have to go there at noon oh, and miss, miss all the practices and everything else. So they'd rather yeah. give you a wristband or a ticket. And then you can go and walk around and be back, you know, that, which is a better thing than yeah. just going to the race and sitting in front of a damn empty truck for yeah. four hours. Does it cost anything? 
No, 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 they're free. So you just get there early. Okay. Get the, yeah, get the, that's actually really. Whatever really the smart. number is, say it's fifty or hundred, it's just yeah. easier for them. The first hundred people here's a wristband, and that way that's that's it. That, because the riders only have limited time. And then, yeah, you can go wander around instead of sitting there for three hours. So you're first in line. And why doesn't Star do that on the Suzuki's? Uh, just, just with yeah. the fans, like fatigue and stuff. Because the long line looks better on YouTube. Uh, yeah. Uh, maybe. Yeah, I don't really. Or they just hadn't thought about it yet. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah. There was a line this weekend, though. They, like, they had it very organized this weekend. I was there. I actually met you, Dark Side. Yeah, I remember. Uh, it's yep. at, the, what, the, tell tell Steve you. what you said. Oh, boy. Um, <laughs> do, do not let Steve bully you. Yep. Mm. See? Bull. Did you see Darkside's social media bullying before the World Vet Race last no, year? That's I don't all- have social media. Okay, I don't have well, your, your hero here, Mr. Side, <laughs> uh, almost put me into therapy with all of the talk about beating me on the track and what he's going to do and, and how fast he is and all of this. And I had to withstand this bullying. So, well, Faith, Mr- Faith knows that I just had to give a little bit back to you because of all the crap you give me. Yeah. So, yeah. Thank yeah. you, Faith. Mm-hmm. And all the dirt bikes I gave you, too. All right. Thanks, Faith. <laughs> Thank you, Faith. Okay. Thanks, Faith. Appreciate it. Thank you. That's the mini race deck rant. She was sweet. Lee's been on hold for... Lee, you there? Yeah, hey. Two hours and 48 minutes. What's Ouch. up, buddy? How are you? Uh, <laughs> I'm like, hey, I got to hear the show. Uh, Get a wristband next time. <laughs> 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 And mute out. Yeah, I was just. Uh, it was too bad I missed Mike on there. Um, and I kind of agree with you on the playoffs, Steve. Um, on there needs to be a little something there. But instead of actually eliminating them completely, how about if they change the scoring after the first race? Only the top ten get the double points in the second round. And then in the second round, okay. only the top yeah. five get the triple point. Sure, sure. I don't hate then, that. I don't hate that at all either. I don't you hate, it's, it's yeah. It's not and that way, you, you still have people racing for the big money at the lower mm-hmm. ranks because you still can move in position from 22nd up to whatever. But then on the last one, you got the top five. And they're the only yeah. ones getting the triple points. Okay. So that yeah. was just, I don't just mind something it. I throw out there. <laughs> I mean, you're on hold a long time to just to just throw that out there, but I appreciate the dedication, Lee. Yeah, absolutely. I'm just glad it was a good hey, idea. Man, and it yeah. wasn't bad. Yeah. We had to hammer yeah, him we've on had the way people, out. We've had people wait on hold for hours just to be like, hey, man, I think like Chase Sexton should uh, change his helmet. You know? like, <laughs> does he want a Maxima kit? Uh, yeah. Yes, he does. Lee, do you ride? Oh, of course. Do you want a Maxima USA oil kit? Yeah. Yeah, I do. It's a t-shirt and oil. <laughs> yeah, 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 okay. Yeah, All right, Lee. Uh, Trevor here is uh, taking kind to your uh, to your call. Uh, stay on hold. We'll get your information. Get a uh, good idea. And we'll get you a Maxima USA kit. All right, buddy? I appreciate it. Thanks a lot. All right. It pays to uh, to wait on hold, everybody. Uh, get his t-shirt size, too. Peace. To, thank you, tits. And uh, Ryan's on, too. Ryan, you have another race tech rant. I do. I got a race tech rant, boys. Fire okay. away. Fire away, yeah. So we spend all year, we hype up the SMX finals, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. We get there, the tracks are tamed down because we're having the futures ride it. Now listen, I get the whole thing behind the futures. It's cool, right? Um, we had more futures rounds this year as well as the combines coming in. Can we keep those to the regular season? And can we not tame down the tracks during the playoffs when it's supposed to be the most difficult out of the year? 
But, I don't really understand. Yeah, I had someone else echo this sentiment also. They'll tell you that they didn't change the tracks for the 60s and 80s and everything I don't else, think they but. did. I mean, I was there for the 65 stuff, and I, I mean, I was there from every moment of the discussion on what they were going to do, and there was no modifying for them. Right, right. So, and I will say this, too, because I have heard that in the past about mellowing out the tracks. Last year, Anaheim 2 was one of the gnarliest tracks of the entire year, and that was the first Futures round. So... Again, being there, knowing the track guys and knowing everybody, there isn't like a softening of the track for the Futures kids. They're, they're, they have to adapt to it. Mm -hmm. So yeah. um, I think your point would be that it, it, maybe it affected these last three and changed these from being gnarlier, but I don't think they were tamed down just it, for that. I think it was meant to be hybridish, which is why they were a little mellow. I'll tell you what's coming, and I'm not a fan of it, but I think what's coming is Feld is looking at the incredible, phenomenal financial windfall that is amateur motocross. And how do we get that? How do we get that? So get ready for more camping, amateur days, all star, of sixties all star. Get ready because that brings money, and they like money. So get ready for that. I believe that that's. And that, I'm that's, all in. Seventeen rounds of futures, eleven <laughs> combines. Yeah. Let's go thirty-one yeah. with the kids. Yeah. I'm curious, DB. So. Most, if not all, the riders were complaining about all three tracks being pretty one-lined. You think that was um, a result of the track design itself, regardless of the features being there? Because I feel like everybody was complaining about the one-lined, and I just wonder if if the features did have something to do with it. But you, you say they don't. Yeah, I, I have I have a theory on that, and it could be wrong, but I'll, I'll throw it out there. I, I watched at Charlotte after the first motos the track crew grow, go and groom a lot of the track. And I remember watching that going, no, don't. Like, it's just getting there. Like, leave it alone. And I understand for safety, like faces of jumps, and there's certain things you have to do just for pure safety. But then the same thing at the Coliseum. Shimoda even said on the podium, they groomed the track, and it was too fast. It was too fast. Yeah. I wish that it was, and I understand the track crew, they are masters. I've done nothing but compliment them. But I wish that the track stopped being groomed all the dang time throughout the night. Just do the safe stuff like the face yeah. and jumps. Let it all just go to hell. Because that's when all the mistakes happen, and that's when everyone, like, yeah. lines, and you got to start finding new lines. If it's good and groomed, these are the best dudes in the world. They are going to go all wide open the exact same speed and not make mistakes. That's what we saw in the second moto. That, that 250 main event, nothing happened for 20 because the track was too good. Yeah. It needs to go bad. It needs to get gnarly ruddy at the soft ones, and it needs to get gnarly dry and slick and all over the place in the dry ones. That's what creates mistakes. Mm -hmm. That's what creates opportunities. Now you got to get defensive because someone's on you. So my suggestion would be fix the face of the jumps and let the rest of the track just go. I feel like in your day, Trevor, they didn't touch them as much as they do now. I don't know. Me neither. I, I, yeah. I remember them being like pretty gnarly yeah. or broken down but on the 250 side, but yeah. they didn't freshen them up as much, I don't yeah. think. I mean, uh, if you're you get a fresh track to start the night for the most yeah. part, right? Yeah. And like, I mean, that's that why get, that's why yeah. typically, like in, in a 250 heat one, you see guys that maybe get a good start and they'll run up there for three or four laps because the track is the best that the track's going to oh, be that yeah. whole night. And yeah. it's like, I mean, everybody that's rode a freshly prepped track, I mean, it's the best time, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like heat one is you unreal. go you go anywhere you want, wherever you want, as hard as you want into the turn, things like that. But as the night goes on, I I mean, mm -hmm. I think that. I don't remember them touching it as much, I guess. Yeah. So, so that, to Thanks, me, Ryan. that would that Thanks, would Ryan. create the one-line situation. Thanks, Dave, Thanks. If you have a track that is one line and you're kind of stuck with it, the track deteriorating 
we'll take care of a little bit of that, the, in my opinion. The so. riders are talking now, so we'll just. Yeah, I'm yeah, just. Yeah, I'm yeah. watching football because right. I don't know what I'm talking. I don't know. You, I don't even understand what they're talking about. The riders. Are yeah, talking. I don't know what they're talking about. Uh, Bentley, what's up, man? You want to talk about the venue at LA? Bentley. Yeah, man. Yeah, what up? Oh, not much, man. Yeah, I've. Uh, I don't think the. TV, people on the TV got to realize how good a venue and how good a track layout that was the other night. Um, I've been lucky enough to go to a bunch of the races mm -hmm. over the years, and that was, for me, hands down the best. When and you the say other thing I had was nobody, especially on TV, because we were right in front of it, nobody realizes how big that four-on was. Oh, Dark said he could do it. <laughs> no, there's no way. There's no Nobody way. has I mean, faith. That's fair. It was, Except for faith. It was yeah. two and a half seating sections long. So two and a half there was, I, I think we counted it out. There was 18 seats per section, and it was two of those sections and a piece of the other one was the landing. Okay, fine. I'm out. Jeez. Okay, all right. There we go. That's all Bentley. we've been waiting yeah. on. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Uh, move on. Hey, when, you, when you say people on TV, do, do you mean the people watching on TV or the people, the commentators? The people watching yeah. on TV. Because I, I come home after after we left, and when we got back, I went straight in and, and rewatched the race. And I'm like, this has no this this doesn't do any justice to what it was being there. I I think that's one of the scariest things I've seen on a Supercross track in a long time. Them doing that, like I, that every lap they do it, I was like, oh, I did yeah, because oh. the window of yeah. Error is yeah, so there. Long, that tabletop is yeah. so little. And yep. the third, if y'all, I don't know if you've seen it, but like the third, or I think it was the third time around when Chase did it, he he almost overjumped it. Yeah. Like he yep. was at the very as far as you could go. Jet yeah. didn't practice. He went long and yeah. then like hammered out of that thing, kind of sketchy. But yeah, I mean, it was so much commitment. But then once they got the line down, I noticed that they started kind of being able to back off a little on the takeoff because at first it was everything. Yeah. But I don't know if they move lines because all of a sudden they did start letting up just a little to make sure they didn't go long because early it was just get to it. Just ask Trevor. I don't know. Yeah, it was right. I was looking right. at you. Yeah, yeah, right. He's talking yeah. to you. Uh, thanks, Bentley. Thanks for the call, man. Appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, appreciate it, guys. No problem. All right. Uh, Dark, you, uh, you're the host of your own Pony Pod. And Never heard of it. You're a bunch, right? Moto X Pod Show. I think it's time for you to do this intro. Are you ready? Oh, jeez. For the X-Brand Gogoteroff segment? Hey. You're going to do the intro. All right. You ready? No, I'm not. Three. Two, one. Expert on Goggle Taros. Here we go. Let's do this. It's the X-Brand Tear-Off segment. 15-second rapid-fire Q&A. I don't know what you want me to do. The intro. Do the intro to the segment. <laughs> I don't have it in front of me. I don't either. Well, it's your intro. You've listened to enough shows. Yeah, I don't have it memorized. You're and an X-Brand guy. Yeah, well, X-Brand choice of champions everywhere. Used by multiple GNCC riders, Supercross riders like uh, Freddie Norn, Bryson Neal, Craig DeLong, many others. Choice of many privateers because it is one of the best goggles. And also just won a championship with Hunter Lawrence and Supercross, even though they don't really like to maybe announce this, that. This but that's what. Yeah, and, okay. this is, and this is the X-Brand Goggle tear off. So yep. say, say it. Okay. Rapid fire. So, yeah, give us your questions. <laughs> Do the thing again. Do the. Do the intro again. I mean, the drop. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. I, just, you, I wasn't prepared for that. At all. I know, but, but I was, figured I could throw it to you. No, no. Obviously, it's you couldn't. The X brand tear off segment. 15 second rapid fire Q and A. 
You want me to do it? Rapid fire. Come on. Rapid fire. How does this guy host the show? show? Yeah, I don't very well. Okay, all right. So these questions are submitted. Hard to find good help these days, huh? By Moser. Some guy named Moser. Never heard of him. Okay. (laughs) Sorry. Here we go. 30 seconds on the clock for Trevor, Dark, and Daniel. Let's do this. Daniel, what do you miss the most about doing the broadcast? Jesus, it's every <laughs> time. <laughs> Crushing it. Honestly, nothing. I've, I have like a, the fastest move-on switch ever. I'm completely moved on to my next chapter, and I'm in the trenches of it, loving it. I, nothing. <laughs> Dark side. What about anal bleaching? <laughs> Whose bike do you hope to fuck up at the Pulpamex ride day? Steve's. <laughs> that was Are you, rapid you're fire. bringing the Cowie? Uh, as far as I know, yeah. I was the one about two strokes, so I didn't know, yeah. No, I'll bring the four stroke, yeah. Trevor, what's Maxima's number one seller? SC1. <laughs> yeah. I think these questions are all the same that, that we asked you last time you were here, I'm sure. Uh, the Maxima questions? I don't even know who the guy is. So. Nobody does. Yeah. yeah. All right. Daniel. <laughs> Steve didn't get any? What do, nope. No. Oh. What do you enjoy the most about not doing the broadcast <laughs> besides the travel? Family time. Besides the travel. Uh, yeah, I mean, travel would be part of it, but being home. But, I mean, I, to be honest with you, nothing has changed yet. Like, I only work Supercross. Like, we haven't even got there yet, so nothing's changed. September to me is always like this. So is August and July. So the reality is, is there, I have no feelings yet because I'm not to January yet. So I never have feelings right now. I'm just living my September life. I never have feelings right now. Not about that. <laughs> it's just another September day right now. Yeah, all right. Dark side, what's an event or race you haven't been to yet that is on your bucket list? That's funny. Uh, Michael Lindsay actually asked me to make a list. So there's a couple that I would like to do. Uh, the Daytona Amateur Supercross thing would be fun. Dude, I'm doing that, dude. I'm racing yeah. that this year. The vet race at Southwick I think would be cool. I think there's one at Redbud also. Out on that one. <laughs> I think there's one at Redbud also. Just almost anything like this going to some tracks that I've never rode at would be fun. Uh, maybe a couple of GNCCs. Do Daytona. So I can get a rematch. <laughs> Not much of a challenge there. You got me. Trevor, who was another rider that even came close to the dogger on and off the track? Oh, man. I'd fly the girls in from L.A. <laughs> I mean, Jim's pretty, yeah. pretty close. That's off the track. Pretty close. How about when we surprised Daniel with Uncle Jim the last show? That was good, yeah. I've I mean, never more, been so happy in were, my life at that were, moment. Yeah. That was 10 seconds of yeah. Well, speaking of, emotion. Jim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was unbelievable. J, I mean, J-Law's a little dogger-esque, a little bit. Yep. If I had to pick yeah. one. See, but I, I don't know Lachine's stories as well, but was he as self-destructive? Yeah. Like, that bad? No. I don't that think seems so. like not a different like, type of rebel. You know yeah. what I mean? He took it up a step. Not, uh, I think, uh, not... He went to 11. Not, uh, maybe violent? I don't think so. Okay. Yeah. I just feel like it's a different type of gnarly. <laughs> you know? Daniel. Is Danger Boy the next generational talent, like some said that Jet would be? Already is. 100%. And I will tell you right now, I know this is like super future thinking, but, uh, and I joke around, I use the term danger and donuts, but that is where the sport is headed. And Deegan is going to be absolutely legit on a 452. He's strong. And I just, the the Jet Deegan era, we're going to get a heavy dose of it in a couple of years. And it's going to be good for the sport. 
And he is that legit to me. Deegan is. Darkside, what was your biggest takeaway from riding and crashing at Club MX? That place is awesome. So many tracks, 10 tracks. Uh, just Pretty cool, a, yeah. Yeah, yeah beautiful place. Lots of different types of dirt. It's not all just one type of dirt. Just a great facility. They have laundry, which that's a stupid thing to lead with. But, <laughs> you know, <laughs> they got laundry. Uh, they got laundry room, gym, uh, you know, a, nutri- a nutritionist. Cafeteria. It, yeah, the, with the nutrition and the cafeteria, obviously. Just cabins for people. It, yeah, it's laundry. Just a, hun- laundry's fantastic. When you, uh, ice baths. Great garbage service. Uh, yeah, 200 acres, I believe it was. Uh, yeah, it's amazing. 33 seconds. Have you been? Yeah, there sorry. Yeah. It's pretty wild. A couple of years ago. All right, last question. Trevor, Sexton's crashes, are they caused by the bike or the rider? Mm. I think it's still mental. We talked about this last time yeah. I was here. We had a big argument on this. On it. I think that it's – I mean, I, I think it's – it's going through his head, the type of track he's on, the situations that he's in, and what's happened in the past. And I think that that's a factor in what's going on. I think, I think it's more, uh, more mental than than anything. And unfortunately, that's uh, that's kind of that's my opinion. But twenty nine point uh, eight. We'll see if the new bike fixes that. I think change is good. Yeah, yeah. These guys will always be pumped on changes, right? Yeah. So, uh, all right. This is the next one. Goggles house, right? Exxon Goggles, choice of champions everywhere. Pulpamex. Pulp show? Pulpamex? Marks, what's the code? Uh, not my department. Okay. No. Uh, check the code. All the codes are on pulpamexshow.com. They're all there, uh, so do that. And, links uh, er- links that. and everything. Pulp 2023. Pulp 2023 is code to save with eksbrand.com. Choice of champions everywhere. Uh, let's um, let's do that draw if we can, Marks. You can dial it up. Uh, MTX braking. i got to get you some of these for your mountain bike. Uh, they're, they've been on board with us for a little while. They're great pads. They got a red race compound. They got a, a regular compound and a red race compound. Make your mountain bikes better, more power, better modulation while remaining dead silent. Inspired by motocross and power sports, they're available in over 800 power sports dealers across the nation. Uh, MTXbraking.com. Code PulpMX to save. MTXbraking.com. Use the code to save. Great brake pads. Uh, I love these things. I've got them in all my e-bikes, and uh, they really work well. So thank you to those guys, and also of course. 927 day on Wednesday. Maxima Pulp 20 is the code to save. Can you? Does it work on uh, suspension clean? Works on everything. Does it work on SC, SC1? Everything. Does it work on FFT? Absolutely. Does it work on MPPO? We're in contact with all the above. Okay, thank you. Uh, MaximaUSA.com. Are we going to talk about the not what 927 day? Like what? It, are, are there discounts that day? Or are we going to talk about what that is at some Didn't point? Did we just do that with Dogger? A little bit. I guess I missed the, like, are there actually, like, a, is there a spe- special discount that day? Did I miss that? I don't think it's anything to do with discounts. Okay. That's, what, that's what I was history. asking. Like, yeah. was, was there something for the consumer that particular day? 927% off your order. So we've done, nice. we've done all, we've done all kinds of stuff. We've had events. We've had ride yeah. days. Last year we did a okay. video contest. We gave away a $927 gas card. Um, this year we'll have some giveaway stuff. Um, it's more of, um, kind of a social event, I guess, yeah. this year. So okay. all our athletes, riders, partners, everybody will have something specific yeah. to okay. them post. Cool. And yeah. yeah, it's just uh, a way to, to hype up the day. Sweet. So, yeah. yeah. 927 on Wednesday. Pro, pro Filter as well. How's Pro Filter doing? Good? Yeah, yeah. it's great. Yeah. Everything's working well? Yeah, it's been good. Been good. Daniel, you don't even got to clean your air filter. You just it's take like it. Unbelievable. Throw it away. Put a pre-oiled Pro Filter right into your bike. Nice. It's a good product. And yeah. I mean, that's, that's the... The number one selling product in that line, and and um, we it's 
it's it's still kind of niche yeah. a little bit and yep. at that price range I sure. mean, we, we we sell a lot of those filters uh, profilter.com pulp 20 is the code to save with those guys uh air and oil filters for side-by-sides and street bikes and uh dirt bikes so yeah please uh, check out profilter.com pulp 20 is the code to save the, the code's been doing well right so yeah. our yeah. listeners have been responding to this yeah um thanks to all the listeners Appreciate yeah absolutely it. yeah maximum is great I, I like being partnered with companies uh and, and a lot of my guys but weisco and maxima and renthal and guts and W, like high-end quality companies that are, do good stuff. So yeah. it's great to be partnered with all you guys. Yeah, likewise. Um, and I guess whoever I left out there is going to be like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, you don't like those guys. Sorry. Right, <laughs> right. So, yeah, that's a great job. <laughs> all right. Uh, okay, so Pulp Max Fantasy is over, and we're going to do the draw for a new dirt bike. Daniel Blair is going to help with us. Darkseid is going to help with us. Um, so these are all people. You don't got to be that good at fantasy. If you enter the championship league, you have a chance to uh, win uh, a brand-new bike. And so we just do all the – um, you get three entries if you buy at the beginning of the year. Uh, you get two entries uh, if you buy all three uh, series okay. at the beginning of the year, and you do have to be entered. So you can buy them all separately, but you have to enter all three to get uh, into this drawing. And then if you get top 99, you'll get a number plate plus one more extra. Yes, if you're entry. top 99 national number. And then uh, and we have a listener who couldn't use the Formula Helmet. I want to give that away too. So Mark hooked up his randomizer, randomizer here. Uh, and there is the, the thing there. And so, Dark, let's do the helmet first, shall we? Okay. We'll do the helmet first, Dark. Uh, say you, when. You, when you see the number, the, the names or numbers going, I mean, on the bottom, you just say when to stop. Yep. Just try not to make it like an hour from now. Okay. Because sure. it would be awkward. And sure, weird. sure. Like a but, gate drop. Yeah, so three this to five. Is, this is for a fly racing yeah. formula helmet. Love okay. it. All right. Ready? Thumper 1311. Thumper 1311. You You're want a welcome. fly racing uh, formula helmet. Marks, you need to write that down. Okay. Got it. I'm a professional. Okay. All right. And now for the bike. 2023 Yamaha YZ450. Super awesome of Yamaha to do this. I think it's the fourth bike they give us to give away. Uh, these guys are great. Actually, this year. Yeah. And <sighs> when you count the LCQ challenge, that's five. Yeah. So our guys at Blue Crew, fantastic. Much better than the Orange Brigade. The, the Blue Crew guys <laughs> absolutely doing great things. Um, five bikes for us. Daniel, so. You obviously weren't at Loretta's, but. Okay. okay. Uh, so you are going to tell Mark's when to stop on this. Okay. So the fate of a new motorcycle is so the, in your hands. Right. So the unfortunate person who has to ride a Yamaha. Let's go. Press start. <laughs> wow. I'm joking. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Um, Stop. Whiskey throttle. Wow. Ping won it. Ping got it, dude. That's, uh, <laughs> no that's yeah. way. That's ironic. That is ironic. No way. Is that him? No way. I, I don't There's know. no way it's him. No, it's not. It's Daddy's giving no, Steve money. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Dark Side. <laughs> really don't think so. Uh, but, Marks, maybe you can dig up some info? I will. Okay. I will do Just that, double yeah. check, baby. Can you about to do it again? <laughs> no, 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 no. We're not doing it so again. David Pingree? Yeah, uh, yeah, Mr. Sorry. David Pingree. Yeah, no, he, he is the winner if, if that is the truth. If that really is. Is something that happens. Uh, all right. Uh, if it's Ping, he has to call in to, to accept the award. It's uh, not. So him. you guys can make up. No. Again, he is not giving me money. No. There's no way. Uh, but yeah, thanks. Congratulations to Whiskey Throttle and Thumper1311, I think it was. Uh, thank you, everybody, for playing uh, all year long. It's been great. The game is uh, very, rigged. very much successful. <laughs> Torturous. Torturous. <laughs> Torturous and rigged. <laughs> Great. The Publix Fantasy Positivity Campaign <laughs> carries on. It has it had its highs and lows this year. That's it did. For sure. It did. Uh, it's, it's just, you know what? It's so hard to play 
I just got to throw this out there. When you have a sick team and you're watching halfway through Moto 1 and all your dudes are crushing it and you look down and you're in 2400th place, yeah. it's freaking frustrating, man. Because I'm like, dude, they're not. no one's beating that team. And then there's a bunch of dudes with 50 that... Who picked those guys? Who took the gamble? Who, who picked Trevor Reese yeah. Yeah. from San Diego? And, and <laughs> won money. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, it's just the game is hard to be happy. I'm, I was mad the whole time, Steve. I said Even all, when I do good. I said all outdoors. If you want the, the streak to end for Jet, all I have to do is pick him. Yeah, yeah. If I and pick then, him, he would have been over. Then, what's his name? Del Nicky. Travis, yeah. 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 He just dominates that game. Like, yeah. what the hell is he doing? To be that good, like, every week. Again, though, the guys who win aren't getting prizes every week. Del Nicky got one prize, I think. Or maybe not even one. I, I don't know how uh, to look, but yeah. When you, you just have to be, like, super consistent yeah. every week. You don't got to win prizes every week. But that's hard. It's not like, it's like, I'm just it's saying, not like, like you can just go, oh, just be consistent. Just stay away from the A-rays and the, you know, these I pick dudes. those guys. Oh, okay. I pick the guys that are normally finishing decent, See, and then they don't. I, I, I pick smart at the first two rounds. Yeah, I'm then getting worked, so I'm like, <laughs> all right, Hail Mary's coming. So yep, I yeah. just start going robbing an A-ray, and then that obviously doesn't work either. And then by round six, it, it – gets violent internally <laughs> so just i know that's not the best branding and promotion for your game there steve but dude the thing pisses me it off it gets so violent bad. internally internal yeah. violence playing that game let's not clip that for the next year's yeah. marketing campaign i almost punched mackler out a couple of years ago on the podium because um, of this game motor job of the week uh, upload your resume for free today uh, on there. And uh, if you're a company looking for people in the industry, uh, you guys use these, Max? What do you use? Uh, yeah, we ran yeah, multiple ones I, I on thought, there. I thought so, right. Yeah. So, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com has done good things for a lot of companies. If you're looking for good people to uh, to hire, go to there. Job of the week. Uh, look, you want to get involved in professional motocross and supercross? Team Tedder. Looking for a uh, dynamic team player. Who have the work? Who have the ability to work away from home six months of the year on a professional supercross circuit as the Class A driver and race team member? So you're gonna be driving the rig, and uh, and obviously with the, as anybody knows, truck drivers don't just drive the truck; they do a lot from cooking. It says six months on there. Yeah. So that's just conf confirmation it's supercross and SMX, right? Because that would be six months. It just says January through May. I think uh, it'll depend on your job performance if you go back for if you go to SMX. <laughs> yeah. Got to earn us. You got to qualify. Uh, if, you're, yeah. if you're in the union, so you got to live in the. the <laughs> you get in responsibilities the union. include living in the team motorhome during race season, drive to 17 uh, professional supercrosses, film riders competing in supercross, maintain the team race shop, uh, schedule maintenance for race vehicles and equipment, and as as uh, as required. So. Uh, oh, there we go. I wonder what that job pays. Just out of curiosity. It says right here, fifty-five oh. to seventy-five. And I'm sure expenses are paid. So, yeah, if you're a single person and you love the sport, that, that'd be a cool, a cool job. That's a cool yeah. gig. Yeah, motorcyclesjobs.com. Please check it yep. out. Job of the week. I'm assuming Hills. Yeah, back. I, I mean, think they're back. Like they do the yeah. same thing. Uh, uh, they were, the, the SMX was so weird for it the was weird. It was yeah. just all but, over the place. Yeah, I think yep. they're back, though. All right. Uh, Michelin. Thank you to folks at Michelin. Do you guys know anybody at Michelin? I anybody? do. Guys Bo Bindum. Guy's a jerk. Bo Bindum? Yeah, I know Bo Bindum. Yeah. Yeah, he's great. Guy's a jerk. He's a jerk. Yeah. He, he yells at people. Michelinman.com forward slash motorcycle to learn more about the complete offering of motorcycle, Michelin motorcycle tires, and follow them at Michelin Motorcycle as well. Available in six versions that Michelin Starcross 6 tire range. I just put them on my project bike. Starcross 6s, yeah. Yeah. I Thanks. think they had 5s on that. No? 6s? I put 6s on Okay. 
Uh, thanks to Michelin Silica Technology, the Michelin Starcross 6 tire range provides up to 11% more durability than the previous generation. We used to have a guy doing a wrap-up show. Mm-hmm. They were sponsored by Michelin Bicycle Tires, and uh, I've got those on my road bike and mountain bikes. So yep. thanks to the Michelin guys for coming on board, and hopefully at some point the ramp gets returned. Never. That's it? He, probably he why had he, it in his hands this weekend, actually. probably why he treats me the way he does. I should probably give him his yep. ramp back. Yeah. Randy walked to my truck, and he said... Did you get that ramp from Daniel? I said, no, that's fine. I have one, too. He's going to try to take my ramp. I'm sure. Right. Um, all right. Hey, by the way, Dark Side brought to you by the folks at OGO Power Sports. You've done, the, you've done a write-up, or you've got the new... Working on one, yeah. The, what the hell is it called? The Dozer. The Dozer. It's awesome. It's a three-wheel gear bag. Yeah, it's bigger than the 9800. It's three wheels. I actually have the dimensions right here. It's uh, 37 by 17 and three quarters by 12 and a half. Three pockets, three wheels. It's it's massive. Helmet. I can get like four pair of boots in there. Multiple sets of gear. Helmets. It's it's really good. Is it's it? a retail of two ninety nine ninety nine, I believe. Okay. Massive bag, and I, I love it. All right. Yeah. So and I like. I got the rig bag myself for my yep. gear. So. I have a couple. Of the, well, I don't have the rig. I just have the ninety eight hundred. But like, the rig's just a little bit different, right? Like we yeah. talked about that. Just yeah. Somewhat different shape. It's square. Yeah. As opposed to the ninety eight hundred. Sure. Uh, backpacks, uh, traveling bags, carry-on bags, all of it. OGO Power Sports website. Pulp 15 is the code to save. They're bringing you uh, Mr. Side on the show tonight. Uh, thank you to those guys as well for doing that. And uh, use the code Pulp 15 to save. Uh, absolutely. Uh, coming up with Justin Shanty here right away. But I did. Did any of you guys watch the celebrity race, celebrity mm-hmm. ride for Yamaha? It wasn't a race. Uh, so they had media guys first. Moseman, A Ray for Swap Moto, Kiefer for Pulp and Racer X. Michael Lindsay was out there. I think there was somebody else out there, and they were doing laps, a little mini course, and then they put celebrities on Yamahas. Uh, there was a couple of uh, skateboard guys. Caballero. Alex was Van Halen's kid, kid was yep. out there. Um, a couple of reality show stars, and that was just chaos. I heard. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. They, they didn't do the same part of the track that Kiefer did, yeah. right? Did it, was oh, it exactly the same? same? Oh, I part. thought it was a little so different. So they went over the underbridge, yeah. over the bridge, double peristyle up peristyle down peristyle and then just right back to the bridge yeah so a circle basically so they, so they didn't need to do the quad no no no, they didn't do the quad. no. cavalero but, made um, it. no problem right some oh, of these really? celebs okay. couldn't make it up the bridge really yeah they just oh, Kiefer said that wow. i guess they started the whole thing from up on top of the peristyle or something and to bring the bikes down to do the the ride yeah some of those guys were like hey can somebody else take the bike down for me because they were definitely <laughs> not prepared yeah, yeah that went a little rough yeah yeah that's awesome. that went a little rough um, <laughs> that's great there's also at one point one of the guys on a four stroke went over the bridge could barely go over the bridge got over the bridge and ate shit down it and just flopped and was bike was <laughs> and he was laying there, and no one saw him because he was on the other side of the bridge. So you just heard it? And the bike shot off eventually. Okay. <laughs> and I looked over, and the Yamaha guys are doing selfies, you know, with other celebrities and everything else. No one sees this dude. He is out. Oh, he is out. Really? And then a flagger, five minutes. I'm not kidding. <laughs> He's laying there. The bike on its side, people just riding by. Yeah. A guy, flagger comes down the peristyle, walking down the peristyle, walks to the guy. Leans over at him, I assume talking to him or something, and then just so then that guy you thought would have walked over to the top of the bridge or to the other side of the bridge and started like done something, get somebody's attention over that was standing over. He just walked back to his <laughs> to his spot, and this guy didn't move. I'm like, he's dead. He's dead. <laughs> he just 
They killed a celebrity well, on press day. You could see the flagger looking <laughs> up at his flagging spot because he had vacated it. Yeah. Oh, shit. And then looking yeah. like over, like, you know, he, he chose to go back to his spot. Yeah. Dedicated flagger that he is. <laughs> <laughs> so what he did, he must have gone down. He's like, dude, he went down and checked. He's like, Oh yeah, he's dead. Yeah, yeah. just going yeah. back up yeah. to my yeah. spot. The, le- the very it's least, bad. the very <laughs> least, well, he's out of the way. <laughs> and dude, no one was helping this guy for the longest time. Uh. We're dying. We probably shouldn't be that way, but we're dying laughing. <laughs> You're supposed to wait until you know they're okay to laugh. Yeah, that's the rule. Well, he rolled over at one point and then fell back down. So he was, he was alive. Who was it? I don't know. Yeah, don't know. And then I, I heard he hurt his shoulder or arm. Shoulder or popped out. I, well, I don't remember if it was <laughs> Pete, which was the. Pete Davidson? Like, he's, no, it's like house, one of the ha- real housewives' husbends, because <gasps> Heather was telling me about this. So they, I actually oh. met the guy, talked to him for like 20 minutes, had no idea what he did. We were just talking, and he oh. told me, I think, that... Like, OC? It's too late. Heather my would wife, know, but Heather would asleep. definitely know if she's listening. But anyway, that isn't some that dude's Tam- shoulder popped that out. Tamra, Tamra that Judge? That sounds... Yep, I think that Her was husband? it. Her husband? Pete, yeah, I think so. Oh. He, <laughs> that sounds <laughs> right. That sounds right. Dude, finally... I mean, That's I'm not terrible. kidding you. If you don't count the flagger checking yeah. on him, 20 minutes. Out. <laughs> Come on, 20 Spike minutes? On the side. Ask Kellen. Uh, ask some, we were all like, oh my God. Okay, maybe 10. Yeah. I don't. 10 to 20... Including the flagger coming down, looking, and going back up. Wow. It was great. <laughs> that just seems It was so fantastic. Good. And then some guy rolls the double, and then there was a little single up the peristyle, right? Yeah, yeah, Not yeah. to the top, but sure. Sure. The little, the, jumped a little goalie. Yeah, the yeah, 50s were yeah. doing it. He jumps it and nose picks <laughs> and goes, The little 50 kids were jumping that. And then another skater guy that I met the next day told me he was the guy he was up on top. He crashed up top after the other jump. Mm-hmm. Again, I don't know how. And his bike was on his side, and he couldn't get to it. And it was laying on his side. And he said, somebody comes down. I got you, buddy. And it was RV. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. You said RV that. came down to grab the guy's bike. And this guy thought it was the coolest thing ever. He's like, I look up. It's Ryan Villapoto. <laughs> <laughs> what an experience. Yeah, it was great. What a great story. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was fantastic. The, the yeah, celebrity one- ride was a little... So, Rough. so y- do these do these bikes get beat up? Then these are a bunch of Yamaha's oh, yeah, on yeah. display. Yeah, you can probably yeah. get some YZ one thirty five. It's pretty cheap. I know there was another guy that used to race arena cross. Now he does country music, and he kind of had like a mullet. Uh, Red Farron. I think that was it. Yep, yep. Yeah, yeah. He rode too. But I don't. Yep. I don't, and then yeah, Caballero was out there. Yeah, on a Cowie, which was not. A, <laughs> again, I, I'm like for I'm the a, Yamaha. Did he bring his own bike? Yeah, I think so. I'm a, I'm a Bluetooth yeah. guy. I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah. Like, time out here. Because Yamaha paid for that, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, Cabin, oh, no problem. Cabin's shredding, right? He's a good rider. Right. So, uh, dude, the celebrity thing was, and then our uh, there was two magazine guys, media guys, that just could not do that double. Yeah. Just yeah. couldn't do it. Yeah. I mean, they blamed it on the bike. I don't know, man. Yeah. I, yeah. I wasn't there. I wasn't on the bike, so I can't tell you. Right. I'd love to just... Hammer down, I, I, if but if the, is bike, listening, if the bike is doing some goofy stuff off one of those things, you wouldn't want. If someone do it. is listening that was in the press box with the guy laid out, please call in <laughs> and, and back up. I think of ten to twenty minutes that long. With, without moving. Call Kellen without moving. Uh, it, it was great. It was fantastic. Yeah. Uh, Renthal, by the way, Renthal bringing you. Uh, our next guest on the show, a fraction of a second, a few grams, a couple of millimeters, it all counts. Welcome to the winning world of Renthal. Renthal won 500, 500th championship this year. 500 championships uh, for the folks at Renthal. 500? Oh, okay. 500th championships. <laughs> I thought you said 500 championships this year. I was like, uh, 
No. That's a lot of series. That's a lot of – that's it, like – With with Deegs winning the SMX, they didn't sweep everything this right, year. But right. uh, they came pretty fucking close. Uh, Renthal.com, please go to their website. they got a works fit tool as well. they got inventory locator uh, on there, USA only. And uh, you go to your local store to find, locate, hold, ship, purchase Renthal inventories at dealers near you. I uh, love the Renthal folks. Uh, what bar band were you a guy? Uh, 997. 997? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. How could you, how could you beat that? Classic. Kevlar. Kev- you were Kevlar grip guy? Yeah, half what? waffle, half diamond. What? Yeah. Hmm. I never understand no, that. I, never got I don't get how that happened. new one. I think I liked how they looked, honestly. <laughs> and you just, can you put up with it? Yeah. <laughs> All right, bringing you our next guest of the night, this gentleman, uh, Monster Energy Kawasaki mechanic for Adam Cincirilli. He worked for Joey Savacci at Pro Circuit and Kawasaki and uh, one, of the, one of the best guys in the pits, Justin Shanty. What's up, Shanty? How are you, man? What's going on, guys? Thanks for uh, the time tonight. Really appreciate it. Uh, hey, we had Savachi in last weekend. <laughs> he flew yeah. in. He flew in from Florida. He came on the show. He was great, Shanty. He was awesome. He was really funny, uh, low key funny, right? But he's a little little different guy. I'm surprised he showed up. Me too. <laughs> what was he like he's to work begging, with? He, uh, he's great, man. He's like a brother to me. Uh, he's been begging me all summer to come out and work on his bikes. He's been trying to uh, trying to persuade me with some free flights out there, and I ride on his pontoon boat. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, he was awesome yeah, he, on the show. Yeah, he's definitely impressed me since he uh, has been doing his own mechanic work. He, I remember when I was putting my race engine in uh, for for Anaheim this year. He called me and needed to switch his engine out, and he didn't have nobody to help him, so. We FaceTimed for like four hours while I was doing my bike. He was doing his bike. That's, <laughs> my, that's cool. That's I awesome. had my that's phone cool. set up on the workbench, and I was like, all right, this one goes here. All right, pull that out. Dude. <laughs> Did it work, or was it a clusterfuck? Did it actually work? Dude. Uh, it ended up working, I guess. It, it was just for his practice bike down there, but uh, he didn't really have anybody working on his stuff, so. He uh, dude, he called me more this summer than I've ever heard from Joey. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> and you probably sli- mean, and you probably slid him some parts too. Let's face it. Yeah, Dan, Dan was letting me slide him some stuff. So yeah, um, yeah, all that was good. I just remember one time he called me, and before he had anybody come over, he kept having this problem with like the like they didn't want to idle. His bike didn't want to idle very well. Uh-huh. So then he, he he got in a little deeper than I think he wanted to get in. So he's like, I need to call somebody over to help me. So he had like maybe. I, don't quote me, but like maybe Hampshire's mechanic, like crackside guy, or somebody from Eldon's, or mm-hmm. something. Somebody came over to help him, and I. By the time he calls me back on Facetime, I'm like, wait, something doesn't look right, dude. Like, what? Show, show me. Dude, they had the engine in. Well, it's mainly Joey. I'm not gonna bag on the other guy. Mainly Joey. They had the engine in, and the throttle body was still outside the frame. And <laughs> what? I was like, uh, boy, boys, that ain't gonna work. <laughs> <laughs> How do you do that? I don't know, Joe. It's first time. He, yeah. he got pretty good at it. Like, okay. he'll, it's right. funny. He he has Oscar and I in a group text. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And when he when I get busy, I won't text back. So he 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 bags on me pretty hard. Yeah, yeah, really right. He's low key yeah. funny, man. He had some real good oh, digs. Dude. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll tell you, like uh, he gets a bad rap. Like when I first started working with him, like even at JDR, I didn't work for him at JDR. Uh, my buddy Richie did uh, when I was working for Malcolm. But uh, we all became like really good friends. Like me, Malcolm, and and Richie and Joey. And yeah, he just has like a real funny, low key. Like me and him quote movies all day long, and yeah. he's just like we just. I mean, he lived with me for a while when he come out here with Mitch, and Mitch would make him like test out here. And um, actually, basically, all was it last year? Yeah, all summer last year, 
he started living with me at the beginning, then he ended up getting an apartment. He drives my wife nuts sometimes, but uh, <laughs> that's great. Just, dude, he's just he's so low key, yeah. super mellow, great guy. <clears throat> He'll he used to bring out his uh, his uh, like PlayStation console because he loved to play like online gaming. The only thing but, that got him excited, Shanty, all week, all show last week was gaming talk. He, he oh, yeah, that's he, all he does. Yeah. <clears throat> so, but the. So the first couple times he would do it, and he'd get so freaking pissed at me because I didn't have fast internet, so his shit would glitch really bad. And this was at my apartment. I was like, dude, I'm not getting internet just so you can play video games. So the next time he came out, he left all the shit at home and just watched people play video games on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it was the same. I don't know. Like, yeah, yes. I asked my wife, I was like, what has he been doing all day? Because he'll get done at the track. You know, like let's say we're at Glen Helen testing. Then he'll come back and do like gym, and then he just at my house for like, like three hours before I ever get home from Mitch's. And I'm like, oh, what, what, what has he been doing all day? Oh, he just watches people play video games on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> Someone told me they went to his house uh, in Florida. Somebody told me this story this weekend. And, like, they had dinner. It was, like, a couple's – another couple. And then and they had dinner, and it was a nice talk. And then at some point, Joey's like, um, when are you guys leaving? Because <laughs> he, he wanted to start gaming. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that's wild. <laughs> He likes to take, like, he'll come to my house. He'll just take over the TV on his phone, you know, like, go on YouTube. And he'll just, whatever we're watching, he'll just take it over. Oh, you got to watch this. Oh, we got we to gotta watch this. Just one more. We'll be up till like, 2 in the morning just watching the dumbest, most random YouTube videos. Right. Like, I, 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 if I wasn't busy this week, I wanted to call and have him show you the, the, the stupid shit that he watches. Yeah. Yeah, he was great. He, I don't know how. Yeah. I, I can't figure out how he finds the stuff. Who knows, so, man? But yeah, yeah. super, oh. super low key, yeah. no low maintenance, like super easy to work on the bike. Like, yeah, yeah, me and him are, are super good. Like, where he's my brother, basically. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, he's, uh, it was great yeah, to have him in here. Uh, hey, oh, great to work with him again last year. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Right, you filled in. Right, mm-hmm. you're back, you, the super yeah. team was back together. Uh, exactly. Yeah, Shanty, you went to you were uh, tied with uh, AP and Sexton for only three missed races this year for you and AC. So yeah, you guys did them all just about. Yeah, did we miss three? Yeah, I thought we only missed two. No, three. Uh, well, I was at all of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, yeah. it's you know, like Adam has had some injury problems. He's had some issues, but yep. he stayed pretty, basically pretty healthy this year. Yeah, that so. was that was basically our talk up the tunnel after the second moto. He had a way better second moto, obviously, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's, it hasn't been easy. That's for sure. I mean, he can tell his own story, but like from our point of view, it's. It's mm-hmm. not been easy, you know, just trying to yeah. do the best we can do with what he's dealt with, with right now. And, and uh, yeah, to make it to the very end, we, we were saying all summer, you know, cause he, was, he was, you know, showing up, trying to trying to do his best work. And um, we were saying all summer we couldn't wait to the last three. I know it's like a longer season and everything, but he felt like, um, from what he told me, that, you know, he felt like he could he could do some good work in the last three. And it was kind of his, his cup of tea for like tracks and you know format and stuff shorter stuff that definitely helps his hand and, and shit like that so right um no it was it was cool to see him finish all the rounds uh minus like i guess you said three there in the middle like right uh going into super or middle supercross but yeah, yeah he rebounded okay and uh yeah i'm i'm, I'm that, yeah. i think well i mean obviously we missed those three but i don't think i've ever actually had a ride like i haven't finished the whole season myself yeah I never, yeah. I've never done a complete year either as a media guy or a mechanic. Yeah. Never, never oh, did a really? whole. No, I never went to every race. Just never, yeah. never did. It. So I mean, the team, I like Dan has me go to every race just for extra help. Um, but like I've never had the rider finish the whole season. Right, right. So 
Um, uh, it's cool to have a bike on the track at the very end. It's uh, it gets you know how it is. It gets pretty boring there on the on the back stretch to uh, just be a helper. Yeah, no, absolutely. You practice bike guy, practice motor guy. Oh yeah, oh, anywhere God. you can fill yeah, in, right? Yeah, yeah, you know, so sucks balls. Yeah. I was super moto guy for a while when when my rider got injured. Oh. Yeah, hey Mathis, oh. go with Graves Yamaha and test with Burkhardt and Henry out in <laughs> fucking Apple Valley. Like, yeah, that's great. Um, yeah, I didn't have it that bad. Right, don't hate right. me that bad. Uh, hey, um. Yeah. A uh, couple things. One, I, I did get a sense from talking to a lot of people in the paddock, and even Ollie Stone gave me a good interview this weekend after the race at TLD. Uh, there, the, the, it, was a, it was a fatigue a little bit to do in these races, wasn't it? it, it it's a long – you got to get up and get up for a supercross, get up for outdoors, and then get up for SMX. Uh, I did sense a little bit of fatigue with the teams and riders. Yeah, I mean – there's no way to sugarcoat. It's a lot. I mean, you look at other forms of racing and um, the fact that we do three different types of racing now, essentially, it's a, it's a fuck ton. I mean, it's a lot. Yeah. Yep. It's a lot for, I mean, I'm a practice bike mechanic and race bike mechanic when Adam, because he lives in California now. Yep. So, That's I mean, true. I didn't think about, about like, that. When he's yeah. In, yeah. When he's in Florida, there's a whole full-time guy taking care of his stuff. And when he moved to California, you know, that guy doesn't come out here. So I got to give up to Dave Kelly for always always uh having my stuff ready down there it's way easier to send him stuff and just mm-hmm. continue on race bike stuff because i think what like the general masses don't understand is how much prep goes into our stuff before they even see the bike on saturday obviously you guys know yeah um how early we get there versus when the riders even show up so flying every week on wednesday for 31 races i mean there's a couple local ones like this weekend but yeah it's a grind. It's a grind on the family. It's a grind on you. It's. Yep. I mean, I I have to say, hands down, Cowie probably makes it the easiest on anybody in the paddock for how they take care of things and their travel and their accommodations and all that kind of stuff. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it, it doesn't matter. It, it's still it's still thirty one weekends, however you cut it. So, yep. I mean, yeah, one less outdoors. I mean, outdoors are just hard in themselves. Washing the bike four or five times a day and just being just beat in the sun then you got to tear down and then it never stops as soon as the as soon as the motor's over you're you're ripping into the bike pulling it apart so i, I i've said um, this a few times the worst thing as a mechanic is the tear down after a national oh God. that's the like, worst we don't dude. fully frame our bikes but yeah. we pull enough we try to pull enough yeah. stuff off to get a head start on monday right right um you know because it's a full build on thursday so yeah anytime you can get get a little bit of extra stuff in your in your uh your ogo 9800 there uh it, it's nice, but uh, yeah, there's no there's no way to to chop it up. But uh, it, it, the last three, yeah, it's it's hard. I mean, I was excited for him. Mm-hmm. Um, I tried to tell myself that it wasn't that much more. You know, you finish the last round, you come home, and actually, the truck didn't even come home. We had to plan for everything to stay, you know, obviously because we're going to Charlotte. And it was exciting because it's new venue. You know, I get kind of cool. like I like cities and stuff like that. So it was cool to go to a couple new places like Chicago, like. Mm-hmm. Um, we got to actually go downtown a bunch or whatever, but right. man, get, getting ready for it, not knowing the setup, not really knowing what we wanted to do. I mean, we knew what we wanted to do. We just didn't know how it was going to work out. So we, we stuck with more of a super cost based setup and then, uh, just kind of tailored the bike how we needed it to. But, um, yeah, yeah I don't know. It's, it's just, it's a lot. Yeah. All, all he was right. It, it's you're done. Like it, because it was at the Coliseum, it made it cool, and everybody's there, and you know all the sponsors yep. and friends and family. They made it cool because I think if we would have ended it anywhere else, everybody would have spent even more smoke. <laughs> but because it was a local race for most of us, I know a lot of us, you know, like Star and those guys are on the other coast. But yeah. for all the other factories that are here, like it, we were ready to be done for sure. And then our fiftieth bike didn't. I mean, it was a great launch and. I thought it was really cool on Friday night, but man, getting all that stuff ready felt like yeah. day one again. Like getting Dude. silver wheels built, like 
yeah. all the all the product that we had to do. And did you have to do your wheels, your own wheels, or do you had did you have a wheel guy? No, we built all of our wheels ourselves. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I'm prepping like after Charlotte, bring home a set of hubs. You know, chop them up, Dunlop strips them, chop them up, and then put a set of silver ones on it. And there's always little things that pop up with one-off stuff like mm-hmm. you know rims getting ordered weird and the nipples don't fit and then graphics don't line you know just stuff that takes time where you would just throw your normal stuff on and go so yeah it was an added an added uh you know taxing on you mm-hmm. but you know we got through it yeah i thought that look was awesome that was great the team shirts the whole yep. thing it was super cool yep. uh and then yeah but honestly like we were talking about this in the review show silver rims Maybe silver rims are back. Nope. I thought it looked. Nope. nope. No, nope. you're out there. Yeah, you guys can have them, man. No <laughs> way, dude. No, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not like I thought it. It was cool to go with what it was for theme. But yeah. if that bike would have had black wheels on it, it would have been like ridiculously ah, bring back better. Silver, silver rims. Gas, gas has it figured out. Silver rims. They posted a, a video, a uh, picture of Fabre's bike. He ran that kit last weekend and had black wheels on it. I think it looked cool. Yeah. Oh, February did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I thought it was awesome. One time, uh, Yamaha did a 50th, 40th year. I don't fucking know. 05 <laughs> Unadilla. We wore all yellow. Yeah. We had oh, yellow yeah. gear. Yep. Like, yeah. yeah uh, my buddy bought one of those. <laughs> yeah, so we did that for Unadilla. And we. this is the day of frame paint. So strip oh, your bike God. down. We had to powder coat our frames. Build the bikes up. Yellow plastic. Switch all this stuff over. Uh, brand new. You know, uh, do all that shit. And I just finished the bike. Timmy texts me. Hey, I hurt my wrist. I'm out for the year. <laughs> and I'm like, fuck, dude. You couldn't hurt your wrist yesterday? Like, fuck, I just spent... So the bike, I have a photo of it on my phone uh, up against the wall at Yamaha because it was never ridden and it was just taken back apart. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All that for nothing. Yeah, all that for nothing. So, uh, Justin wow. Shanty on the show brought to you by Renthal. Please check him out. Renthal, we build championships. Uh, and also, I, that's the one thing about your bike, Shanty. I didn't like the Renthal pink pad. I heard that was rude decision. Uh, yeah. Didn't like that. Part I don't. Of it. I don't. I didn't really ask. I. I was getting on to Paul about not having like the old cloth pad, and of course, it's all about the numbers these days. He couldn't couldn't source them and sell them or something. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Uh, so. yeah. I don't. I don't know. Like the, I would have rather it be like a splatter to match the KX on the side, but I don't know. I was so. I heard it was rude. I was call, trying so. to be so uninvested in it because there was so much work. It's like if the pad was on my desk and it was shit brown, it, <laughs> it would have went on. Yeah. It was going on the bike, dude. I was. I was pretty pretty unmotivated until friday when i actually saw like what it was about yeah. like what cowie did on the backside. Thing. yeah i mean we're grinding in the shop and they're doing their thing so yeah to see it come together was really cool and to stay on friday and watch what they had put yeah. together like when i saw you upstairs and everything and then we actually went down and were on the track with the unveiling because we had heard about what they were going to do yeah. and never really heard a final say i mean we're watching the box band get wrapped in the parking lot and stuff like that <laughs> so to see it all come together yeah that it was uh, it was pretty cool, like to see both parts of the company, like kind of. Usually, the the race team takes it on, and or the the marketing side does their own type of thing. But to involve the race team in it's pretty cool, and then to also sell a bike that's going to look like that's pretty neat. Uh, yeah, absolutely. No, it's pretty cool. Th- does chicken still come in the race shop looking for parts all the time? What's this chicken Dude, sightings? Chicken, chicken, chicken's wild. When I worked at Pro Circuit, he I didn't really. I, I'm a late bloomer on the moto side. I didn't get into it till like thirteen or fourteen. So, uh, or sorry, when I was thirteen or fourteen. So okay, yep. my the per, the first person I really remember is like like looking up to Ricky and stuff. So I didn't really know who who Chicken was. But when I worked at Pro Circuit, there would be this guy that would come in like fucking like fifty miles an hour in the back of Mitch's shop in a Porsche and whoo, just pull right up. 
to the back door and jump out. He's like, hey, is Norm here? And I'm like, oh, dude, who the hell is this guy? And he was chicken looking for parts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Check out my deal boat, with- dude. <laughs> <laughs> he had a deal with Root, I guess, that uh, he would just go to Norm because it was closer for him if he needed a subframe or mm-hmm. freaking chain rollers or whatever. And do- But if Norm wasn't there, he would just jet out of there. He wouldn't ask anybody else. It was just he knew he had a deal with Root and Norm and, like, Normal, I guess, uh, give him the stuff and Kurt replace it. So, yeah, yeah. Dude, if, if, if Norm wasn't there, he'd jump back in his car and he's out of there. Chicken's got like a, oh. like, the, 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 the Japanese that are racing the guys at Cowie. Oh, yeah. Because Chicken raced in Japan for a few years yeah. and won championships. Oh, yeah. He's, he's legacy. He, he's legacy, dude. <laughs> you just, oh, dude, whatever is, Chicken he, needs, you give him. Yeah, he gets. is Japanese in their eyes. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah his, it's funny. His, one, a couple of his number plates are. Uh, over top of my work bay and I I was actually upstairs when we were talking like like I said I'm not that old school with moto so I'm listening to all these guys talk and I just re- all I can think about is when they're talking and seeing their number plates over top of our work bay because Bruce has like all the yeah like every championship plate that the entire uh, company that all you know the company's won yeah. yep you know over the over the shop so yeah I see all those names up there every day yeah it's pretty 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 cool pretty good legacy yeah. for sure yeah absolutely. Um, Hey, uh, what was your – so you mentioned JDR, Shanty, and obviously you spent yep. a lot of time at Pro Circuit with, with – uh, take us through the different teams and riders you've had over the years, just for people who don't know. Uh, I mean, I I started right out of high school. I worked at a buddy's shop um, that his, like family friend owned. You know, his parents mm-hmm. owned it, and we were super good friends. And then – I mean, I'll fast-forward it a little bit, but I ended up getting – I went out to Vegas for like one of the last uh, – um, why am I drawing a blank? At the race at the MGM yep. for the US Open. US Open. Yep. And uh, I went out there to race. I qualified and everything, but I was I had a mission to uh, to get a job in the industry. So, long story short, on that, I talked to all the team managers. I remember them. I remember Fisher for sure told me, ah, like basically, don't talk to me. You need to go to school. Keo was super nice. I talked to Roger and everybody, and then I looked over in the garage, and I was a huge fan of like the Alessis growing up. Like mm-hmm. I wore alloy gear and rode CR eighty fives and shit. Wow. Who knew? Yeah. Yeah, right? <laughs> and uh, I talked to Tony, and when Jeff was riding like Privateer Honda that year, that was the first year uh, Mike was on Suzuki's. And uh, I told him that I, I wanted to do something, and I told him I'd even move out to California for free and just do like tryout or whatever. And it ended up working. He he called me and said he needed somebody, and I moved out there. So my first guy was basically, I mean, you ask the guys that work there like uh, Sausage and Eddie Laird and stuff, they mm-hmm. called me Lot Boy. Okay. Uh, so I was just like, I was just a shop bitch, just anything that needed done. Uh, Lonnie Taylor was like our track builder guy. Yeah, at just, the house in the desert? At the house where the yeah, tracks are? Yeah, up, up in the there? desert. Yeah, okay. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. So I just did everything there. So that got me started. And then I I stuck that out as long as I could. And uh, then I, let's see, I worked for the Markoff brothers, uh, I think directly after that, because I... I was really trying to get a job at Mitch's, but it was premature. I'm glad I didn't back then mm-hmm. because I didn't I didn't know what I was getting into. N- didn't have enough experience to ever really do the race team thing at the point at that point. But uh, Mitch did offer me a job in the service shop at one point, and everybody told me, "Oh, dude, if you ever get a job in the service shop, you'll never be able to go over the threshold to the other side." It's different now, but mm-hmm. I was like, so I stayed away from that. So anyway, I worked for that. I, I worked for the Markoff brothers when they were in amateurs, and I worked for Les Smith. His last year pro on Team Green. Okay. And yeah. Then, and then we did, like I think that was, so '09 I believe we did Yamaha 250 outdoor, and then he got the ride at uh, Honda Troy, like the fill-in ride for Kilberger when he yep. he had Epstein Bar or whatever. 
so our deal was to bring a couple bikes up there and we worked with chad Sanner and you know narco nate and all those boys and uh did that for that summer and then some bad blood went down and then the team split i went where the money was so i went to the killbarger side and then i ended up running like i was working we hired nico and phil alderson was was back on the team trying to do this thing out of ohio with with the killbarger you know side of the Mm -hmm. funding and that was actually really fun ran that team basically like went down to barsh's house brought a box trailer down there in a motorhome and me and uh the other mechanic john and levi like organized this whole thing and tony his dad bought a semi and uh raised that whole season like that mm-hmm. and then i i wanted i think at millville i talked to vince i'm still trying to get into pro circuit and every year i heard that like mitch would like pick somebody from like designations who talked to overseas who's bringing all those like euro guys over and so i talked to vince greeny who had worked there for stroop for a while mm-hmm. and asked him like dude how'd you get in at pro circuit and he's like oh you know it's different back then mitch called me and then he was like well, how come you ever give me a resume so I was like, dude, I never really thought about it. I only had my, my, my heart ever set on working a pro circuit. I told that, you know, that's what I wanted to do from an early age. So then, you know, I ended up getting a job there at JDR. And, man, that was really cool. Like, Nate Dog was the team manager. Vince was crew chief. Uh, Rene Zapata was our engine guy. Yeah, okay. We had a, yep. a you know, Serge, the guy for, uh, was at WP. Was in, WP was kind of new over here. They were getting their footing. And, yeah, we had Malcolm, and we had P.J. Larson at one point, and we had Joey. That team was really cool. And then the funding, everybody thought, like, the funding ran out, but the, the dude that ran it, like Jay, I think he just had some different interests, and his dad kind of asked if he wanted to keep doing it, and I think he decided not to, and they were going to go into, like, this filming side of stuff. That's what, like, Jason McAlpine from Gypsy Tales was uh, our film guy, and that's how I know Jay. Like, just mm-hmm. everybody – it feels like that's where everybody kind of got their start. Right. Uh, and then kind of went somewhere else with it. So, and then Richie, who works at R&D at Cali now, one of my really good friends. But uh, anyway, that team shut down in 13, uh, basically right after we got started. I think we were in Phoenix that year, like round two or three, and it was we were told we were only going to make it to May. So oh, that sucked. Mm, so uh, okay. we were trying to pull some funding together to get the outdoors done. And then, yeah, it, it ended up just pulling up. So, and then Vince... Vince got me the job at PC. Mitch needed the guy. Actually, Paul from, from Renthal was quitting. I think that's yeah. when he was going to go start his uh, answer bout or whatever. And uh, I went in there one night. Vince called me. He was like, hey, what are you doing? I was like, uh, sitting on my couch. You don't have a job. Uh, he's like, well, you got to get the pro circuit right now. That, sounds like, like, right. A, that so- sounds like a typical hire of yep. Mitch. Yep. 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 Oh, yeah. No, like it's like Mitch is like whenever it's ready, Like I feel like he's he's in the mindset, in the, in the headspace. And it was like the last day of the month. And if anybody knows that, like, when you work over there, uh, you got until basically the last day of the month in September to tell Mitch you're leaving or not or you're getting a contract put in your face and you're going to sign and go back to work. <laughs> so, yeah, non-negotiable. So it was, like, September 30th, and I went down there, and Paul had had a few beers. Everybody's, you know, after 6 o'clock. Right. Kind of goes down over there. So uh, I walk in, like, super. I don't really know a lot of the guys. Like, Feeney was there. Yeah. I knew Paul a little bit. And Zach a little bit, maybe Aaron. Mm-hmm. And I'm just kind of like, I don't know what I'm doing. Vince just said to come down here. <laughs> so I walk in the race shop, and Paul looks at me. He's like, oh, what are you doing? I was like, I, I don't know. I think I'm here to get your job. Because he had just told Mitch that he yeah. needed a guy right. or that he's leaving, you yeah. know? Yeah. So I go in, I talk to Mitch, and he's, like, asking me all these questions. And 
I just leave, and I'm like, I don't know how that went. And then I think the next morning, Vince, Vince calls me, hey, what are you doing? I said, dude, nothing. And he's like, all right, well, go down to Pro Circuit and bring a toolbox. And I'm like, he's, he's, he's very matter-of-fact. <laughs> and I was like, all right, uh, and do what? He's like, oh, well, when you get there, Wayno's going to come out and bring you in. I was like, all right, cool. Uh-huh. Maybe I'm getting a tryout or something, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, Wayne comes out back. You know, I never got to park out back. I, every other time I went to talk to Mitch, I parked in the front and, like, waited in the showroom for 10 hours and never got to talk to him. So, right. Yeah, uh, that sounds about right, too. Yep. Yep. Typical, right? And I see him, like, three times go by the service shop, and he's too busy. And, yeah, I think one day one day I was there for Paula for the National just as, like, a spectator hanging out trying to get a job, and I sat there from, like, 1030 to 6 when they closed, and he's like, yeah, I can't get to you. Just come come to the race and talk to me. Oh, wow. Jeez. Yeah. Dude, that's just some dedication, though. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, dude, I I tried hard, man. Yeah. I mean, I'd bring him beer and leave it with my my, my business card stapled to it, all kinds of stuff. That's awesome. That is awesome. That was it. Dude, uh, how many people ask all the time, how do I get into this? How do I become a mechanic? There you go. Your story, Steve. Yeah, you wait eight hours. Shanty story. Buy Mitch's beer. Dude, it's it's not easy. I got I got let go at Chaparral Yamaha in uh, – it was late. It was like November when they finally let me go, which was stupid because I was supposed to stay on. It was a whole thing. And Brooks mm-hmm. felt really bad. And he's like, hey, man, I got you a job with Mitch Payton. I feel so <laughs> shitty about this. But I, I called Mitch, and he's going to hire you. You got to go down to, go down right now. I mean, you're fired, but go to Mitch. <laughs> and I'm like wow. fucking devastated because I was already – I should have got a hint when two days earlier – the guy that used to be Ferry's mechanic said, hey, man, you know that tie I gave you to build the race bike? Yeah. Can I have that back? <laughs> oh, no. And I'm like, that's weird because, you know, it's for my race bike. But here you go. Anyways. Um, <laughs> Had to so get the tie back first I, before they I cut ha- him loose. I haul ass from Chaparral to Mitch to P- Peyton, and, I'm, and I wait there again for an hour or so. And he's like, yeah, Larry called me. And he goes, uh, I-, I got a shop opening for you. And he goes, in the service department. <laughs> Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, no, like, no, I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) He hit me with the same thing. Like, after the Alessis, I I lived out here for just a minute, like, for whatever I could afford. I actually lived with Kiwi. Uh, You remember? Oh, yeah, uh, Kiwi. With Ross? Yeah. Yeah. I lived with him, uh, and I was going to Moto Triple X, and and Alan Brown was paying me, like, a little bit a day just to kind of do anything I could around there. I didn't know this part of your job. Okay. Oh, yeah. That was only for, like, maybe a month Mm -hmm. uh, until I, like, ran out of cash, and then my last bit of cash, I just flew home, you know, to, like, reset and reanalyze what the hell I'm trying to do. I was pretty homesick at that point because I moved out here so quick. Right. But uh, every, like, every two days I would would go and drive from uh, Ross's house uh, from Riverside over to Mitch's and wait in the lobby and try to talk to Mitch. <laughs> and uh, so I end up flying home. Yeah. And I'm telling you, I can't bullshit you. Like the the second I'm walking through my mom's front door, Mitch calls me. <laughs> and I'm like, oh fuck, okay, hello. And it's super awkward, you know. Like he he definitely waits for you to pull the trigger first. Yeah. Like he he'll sit there and just like not say a thing for for five minutes until you say. And you're like, because he's like, I was like, hello. He's like, yeah, hey, it's Mitch Payton. I was like, oh, hey, man. And, he, and he's just like, just just dead quiet. I'm like, yeah, he's, like, he's, like, he's like, yeah, I'm here. I was like, oh, hey, you know, what's up? And he's like, uh, oh, yeah, so uh, uh, I was looking around, and uh, I don't have anything on my race team right now, but I do have a spot for you in my service shop. And then just, like, waits for me to answer. And I'm like, I'm trying to, like, man, I've been told not to do this. Yeah. Like I yeah. I know I just moved back out here and he's waiting for me to answer. I'm like, Oh really? He's like, Yeah. 
you know, but uh, I can put you in the service shop, see how it works out, and then he always says I'll plug you in. And uh, I was like, man, Mitch, I just moved back here. Yeah. And, like, yeah, I told him the whole story, and then just like this, just dead. <laughs> just hangs up. He already I, hung up, yeah. yeah. I'm just like, are, are you there? He's like, no, I'm here, I'm here. I'm like, yeah, so I guess, I mean, I guess I got a decline at the moment. Like, I'm back on the East Coast now, and yeah, yeah. I really wanted a race team job. And then, <laughs> then I thought I'd burn my bridge the whole time, because I took, I, for years after that, like, I would drive by there all the time, like, dude, I'm going to work there one day. I swear to God, I'm going to work there one day. Oh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. yeah. And every time I'd try to get a job, it was like, no, basically, like, F you, you turn me down, you know, whatever. But, uh, yeah, we're good now. Like, it, it yeah. was so. If, if you work at Pro Circuit and you last a few years, any factory team will hire you. That's the that, truth. See, that's, that's what it truth. was. That yeah. was on the street. Like, right. like, dude, if you just get in at Pro Circuit, uh, you like, like, I mean, yep. you're there for two years. Like, everybody will know the dedication you have to the industry and the yep. team and yep. how much you've learned there. And, you know, you can do everything because PC is still the only team that still builds their own engines. Like, every guy builds yep. their own race engine, their own practice engine, some test engines. You know, they get them dynoed. And, and I mean, it's a full-on mm-hmm. uh, operation, you know, for a mechanic there. So, when you can learn to be organized at a team like that, they, everybody else knows that you can – you can handle like yep. like 450s. You're not as hands on. Like I mean, I still work just as much, but on other things. Like we have a full engine department, so which most teams do now. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, yeah, it's it's uh, yeah, it was a whirlwind for sure. Like uh, I know I jumped around there, but yeah, I got the I go in, sit down with him. He asked me a couple more questions, and or no, I'm sorry, sorry. Uh, I I come in the back door with Wayno, and yeah. he's like, oh, congratulations on the job. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I, I was, he's like, "Hey, here's your work bay right here." And every anybody that's ever worked there knows, like, the new guy gets the pole bay. It's the it's the work bay that has no room in it because there's a damn pole. Uh, yeah, yeah, support that's right. Pole yeah, yeah, standing in the middle of the shop the way the shop was laid out. So you get the pole bay and you put your toolbox on the bench and you literally go work right then. Like yeah. he's like, "I'll let you get organized and then we'll take an engine apart and I'll teach you how." There's this whole book there of how to take it apart and. It's an operation, dude. Like, yeah. I can't say enough good things about that place. Like, it, my, it put me on the map. And Yeah. My first time yeah. at Yamaha, they're like, uh, do you know much about four strokes? I'm like, no. They're like, hey, well, there's a bunch of Doug Henry works motors from YZM. <laughs> destroy those. Take those apart. Look at everything and mm-hmm. destroy them. And I'm like, okay, those are works motors. But yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep. So, yep. Shanti, at this point, yeah, you uh, hadn't even agreed to work there or knew dude, what you were I getting paid. I didn't agree to shit. Yeah. Like, I, I was <laughs> taking a job regardless. Yeah. I, I, didn't, I didn't actually see Mitch. All right, so I'm sitting there working. We take an engine apart. I Like, I'm moving in. I bring some of my other stuff, like, you know, the normal mechanic shit that yeah. you have, like, hop, you know, all the, all the whatever. So I'm moving in, and then me and Wayno are in the middle of tearing one down. And I haven't even seen Mitch at this point. It's probably... It's almost lunchtime, and I got there probably eight thirty or nine, and he just comes rolling through the back of the shop like he does, like coming from outside of the dyno with mm-hmm. the customer dyno. He's so hands on, and he just comes rolling through, and he goes, "Shanty's in the house," and then goes out the front door. And, like, his <laughs> that's and crazy. Like, oh, well, that's cool. And, I mean, nobody even like turned around. Like everybody's like, "Okay, yeah." Like, you can know, you imagine if, if something had happened and Shanty had gotten hurt? Well, he doesn't work here. I don't. Yeah, yeah. sorry, he never showed I, up. I, uh, <laughs> I started Yamaha. I, I got interviewed at Yamaha, and Timmy's like, I'm like, how much do I make? And Timmy's yeah. like, tell him 55. And I'm like, okay. And I got interviewed, and I'm like, they're like, what do you want to make? I'm like, well, I was thinking about 55. And they don't say anything. <laughs> Nothing gets said. They're like, you got the job. And I'm like, cool. 
Uh, I guess at 55? Yeah. I didn't ask. I just started working. Got my first paycheck, 42. <laughs> and I'm like, that's, when that's you... spot on, man. That's I feel on. like you should tell someone, hey, we didn't... We didn't meet your ass. We didn't, we didn't meet your, your ask. <laughs> we didn't match your offer. Yeah, and I was I literally went to HR and said, I think there's something wrong. <laughs> and they're like, no, you make 42 grand. Yeah. And I'm yeah, like, but... Well, yeah, so anyways... The, the beauty of Mitch is, is he'll tell you there. Uh, if you ask for HR department, he'll turn his head and then whip it back. He's like, "Hello, I'm HR." <laughs> <laughs> like no bullshit. That's actually happened. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's like, great. I remember. Yeah, he, I was. Uh, I finally, I was like, all right. I, I found a stopping point at one at one point, and then there's certain hours of the day you'll catch him. He does like he's pretty routine, so he comes in, you know, yada yada, yada and then you catch him in his portal room towards the end of the day. So I'm like, hey. You know what? I'm going to go in there and just thank him for the opportunity. Yeah. I guess I got the job. You know, I'd yeah. love to know what I'm getting paid and when we get paid. And, you know, just it's kind of like you'll just figure it out with the guys. Yeah, you do you know, need my W two? Yeah. Yeah, like no, like is this like get, like do I just get paid cash or like what are we doing? Is this a tryout? Like, <laughs> so I go in and he's like grinding like a two stroke cylinder yep. for dude. It had to be ten minutes, and he sees me standing there in the porting shop, mm -hmm. and I'm just standing there like a little kid, just waiting for him to like take a minute and like just keeps grinding i can see him looking at me out of the corner of his eye never misses a beat i felt so awkward i just turned around and walked back to work i, <laughs> never, I, I never talked to him he said in his mind mitch is like works again yeah every time yeah, yeah. You, dude i was like wow that was weird i'm not ever doing that again i yeah. swear i don't think i actually talked to him about like contract stuff until like he was doing contracts with everybody it was like three days later <laughs> it, i sit down and he's like oh how's it going back there the boys seem everything's getting along i was like yeah 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 and I didn't want to make the mistake of, like, telling him what I wanted for pay. So I was just, like, waiting for him to, like, just tell me a number or whatever. So he just said, here, I got to here sign this. And he flops a contract in front of you. And he's like, uh, this is basically for me, not for you. My mom makes me do this. <laughs> My mom. So, and then That's so great. it's funny. I, I, go, I start filling it out, and there's a line that says salary, you know. I was like, what? Do you want me to fill this? He's like, no, I'll fill that in. <laughs> I'll do that part. <laughs> we agree on some money or whatever, but yeah. um, it's kind of like your story where you're like, oh, I, you know, I'm looking to make, you know, let's say, you know, 55. Or, yeah, I'm, he, yeah, I'm looking at, I'm, now nah, I'm thinking less. You know, whatever <laughs> you say is going to be less. Yeah, I'm thinking less. Yeah. So. And then uh, I was yeah. so pissed about my salary, and I was really going to leave after the first year. Timmy didn't give me great bonuses, uh, which is <laughs> fine. I didn't ask for him, but he didn't really bonus me out. And 42 was not much money in Orange County, where Yamaha is, to mm -hmm. rent something, right? And I was super right. pissed, and I was talking to Mach 1 about working for Yogi. And I was like, I was going to leave. Like, Timmy and I, we're fine, but I'm like, dude, I can't do this. And not to mention, I wasn't really jiving with the people there. And right. uh, I was talking to Yogi, and th that team was like 60 grand, uh, 1099, 60 grand. So, you know, that's even more than 40. Like, that's more than 42, obviously. And then with the write-offs, you take home a lot more. It, was, it would have been a way better deal. And then I was called in the office because Mach 1 probably called Yamaha and be like, can we hire this guy? Because they were a Yamaha support team. Your guys, Mach 1. Mm -hmm. And then uh, I was called into the office and said, I know you're underpaid to other factory guys. I'm, yeah, I'm going to make it right. Go to the Motocross Nations. Come back. And you'll have a raise above and beyond what the corporate world can give you. And I'm like, oh, okay, all right. And I get back, and they're like, yeah. I, 44. I, no, $1,200 more. <laughs> and, uh, and by then, the other deal's too late. Yeah, by then, uh, I, by then I was committed. Yeah. I told Timmy I'm staying. I went to Motocross the Nations. $100 extra a month. Above and beyond. Nice.
Nice. What an industry. What'd you do? I had to stay. Yeah, he, was, he was locked in then. And then I told Timmy, like, hey, man, I need a bit more bonus money. Like, he kind of didn't stoke me out in 03. And he goes, okay, right. like I will. And then promptly broke his wrist and never made another podium oh, ever again geez. for Yamaha. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah, uh, I, uh, I think after my first year, I, so my first year I worked for Justin Hill, and that was when he won uh, his first race. Uh, or do we, yeah, yeah, we won our first race at San Diego that year or whatever. So um, I went in. I think this was like my second year because my first year with Joey was, was 2015. And he had a good year. I'm actually looking at the number. But I save all my, like, the win plates. So mm-hmm. I'm trying to look back on the date right here. Uh, but, yeah, I think 2015, at the end of the season, I went in and I was like, oh, you know, I've been here for two years. You know, I should probably have to miss for a raise, you know. Mm-hmm. And, of course, yeah, wait for contract season. Try to, you know, polish your story up. And you go in. And the second you sit down, you lose everything because he – hits you like blindsides you with some weird question or you know he, he's good man yeah so i'm like uh hey man like i think i've been doing good he's like no, no your work's good you know yeah, i'm good with the work work's good and uh attitude's good and everything i was like yeah i was thinking for a race he's like, oh really yeah okay oh, yeah. he's like uh you know he's like i don't know you know you've been probably doing pretty good with joe with bonuses and stuff i was like yeah you know i mean it is a bonus you know like it's it's not guaranteed and all this stuff. And he's like, all right, here's what I'll do. I'll, uh, I'll up your championship bonus because he, he bonuses out all the guys for a championship. Uh-huh. And, uh, yeah, I'll double it for you, and uh, we're good to go. I'm like, come on, man. Like, <laughs> that's, like, uh, that's, that's still just a bonus. Yeah. So. And you're like, that's uh, yeah, it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's a stickler. So. We got we got pizza whenever Chad won. I mean, there is that. You guys get pizza <laughs> yeah, when got, you guys we win. Got a, we had pizza, yeah. I mean. We went through that dry spell for a while. I think we put the the pizza business, I think, shut down. <laughs> the local spot yeah. struggling. Yeah, local spot dried up. So, uh, but no, it, it was it was good through there. Mm-hmm. Uh, five years there. Yeah. For the last four with Joey, um, there was times that you know it was, it was sometimes I think just Joey racing. So yeah, um, we had our ups and downs. Obviously, Vegas was a big downer with yep. us. That's a yeah, pretty memorable bummer there. But uh, um, but yeah, then. Uh, what was it? I got a call. I think Theo called me one time um, and asked me to if I wanted to go work at Cali for JG. Mm. And I was, like, really debating because I didn't know how it was going to work if, like, if Mitch would get pissed at Cali's pulling guys, like you were saying, from mm-hmm. from his team and how it works politically with Dan and Bruce and those guys, and they don't want to upset the, right. you, know, the, the, the you know, his team and all that. So um, it was cool. Like, I, it was, like, the first call, time I got called and, like, offered, like, a, like a legit – job at that point so you feel like you've mm-hmm. been noticed and you know you try to make friends and network through the industry and I actually turned that job down because i was him and hodding around because i didn't want to i thought like the next year with joey was going to be you, you know turned I wanted down, to see his you, career. you turned down factory cowie yeah well i'll tell you how it worked like i i was Jesus. like uh oh, you know like i, I really want to come there with joey i think he has the potential to go there and and right when i started like going back and forth it was like the third time theo called me uh, and we were we were good friends because or you know getting to be yeah. friends or whatever you know because I'd ask him questions about Cowie and um, we'd network through the races and he'd come to the shop after and we'd do lunch and stuff and um, he's like oh you know what I'm taking the offer off the table I can tell that uh, it's not the right time there will be a time in the future but uh, I I think you really want to finish the the deal out with Joey and you think there's something to be you know so I was like man I did I just blow it like I I, I have all the faith in Joey like to to turn it around like whatever happened but yeah it ended up working out because uh you know travis perry from uh rch ended up going over there working for for jg and then 
uh, on the second year he went to Team Green, mm-hmm. and then there was a spot open, and they were I'd already been told they're going to hire Joey, but it wasn't really his call to bring his mechanic. That's not, that wasn't in the cards for this deal. Um, they were like, yeah, well, it's not going to be in your contract or whatever for Joey, but we'll we'll hear what you have to say. We'll we'll, we'll listen about your mechanic, you know. So yeah, yeah. I was like, man, I turned that other job down and like basically withdrew it or whatever. So um, it it went pretty late in the season. I didn't really know, and then they. They had like a dinner, and I think they asked Joey, like, "All right, well, let's talk about mechanics real quick." And you know, Joey and his dad were both like, "You know, we want we want Shanty or whatever." Yeah. And they're like, "All right, you know, you know, they they kind of needed a guy because Travis was leaving. If not, I don't think I would have got the job." But I think the last question they asked was like, "Hey, you know, on the line, you know, who's the last person you want in your ear before the gate drops?" And you know, yeah, I think Joey obviously probably said me. So. Yeah, it worked out. So yeah, I've been there ever since since 2018. Yeah. Well, before yeah. after I got hired, Jimmy Perry said I didn't really want to hire you. I wanted to hire Paul Deloria. <laughs> I'm like, this is this is starting off good. Yeah. This is fantastic. Great vibe. Yeah. You know what's funny? So I I knew I was getting the job, and then so me and Kranz are like super good friends now. But we yeah. I think I rubbed him the wrong way in the beginning. I don't know if you know anything about Kranz, but he he's a pretty quiet guy. Pretty pretty level headed. Like doesn't really. I mean, you know, unless yeah. he, until he warms up to you, he doesn't really talk much. So uh, I'm super chatty and loud, and uh, you can know when I'm around. So I go over to the Cali truck and talk to Travis, and I think I'd already rubbed like him and B the wrong way. Oh, yeah. And so after me and – Cranston didn't tell me this for like a year. He was like, hey, I just want to be honest with you. Uh, when we were talking about mechanics, I had a whole list I gave to Dan, and your name wasn't on it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Damn, I was like, Thanks, Doc. Were you, so I always yeah. I throw that up in his face all the time. Were you stressed when uh, when Joey left and Adam came on, and Adam obviously and Zim were super tight? And were yeah. You, were you stressed? Well, well, I mean, that's a really long story, but, yeah, okay. I was mega stressed. Okay. But, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. me and Zim are best friends. Like, he was – I mean, a little bit more detail, but he was dating my sister at the time. Like, oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Jesus. He lived in the – him and his buddy Josh, the working pro circuit, uh, yeah. lived in the apartment above me. Okay. We were family. Like, yeah. him and my wife and, and, and his, you know, everything was, like, yep. super bitching. And we did everything together. And when when I went to Cowie, uh, we already saw the writing on the wall, like, that Adam was going to be slated to come up there. Yeah. And we didn't know how it was going to shake down. Well – I don't know what was said on like Steve and Adam's side or whatever, you know, I you know, uh, won't really get into that, but like, I think Brandon at the time thought he was coming. I and do then, too. Yeah. I think so too. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it really tainted like me and Brandon's relationship. We didn't talk for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a bad situation. Like it, 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 it's hard for both of us because it would have been like, I would have lost my job and he would have got the job. He still had a job at Coast circuit. Yeah. I probably would have had to go back there or, yeah. Yep. You know, you you never want to backtrack, right? Like you, you're never too good for something, but you want to keep progressing. And and even Mitch will tell you, like the the smart ones are the ones that work at his place and get out of there and go on to you know 450 teams or yeah. crew chief roles somewhere or Absolutely. be a suspension guy. You know, like you learn what you need to learn and you realize when you've stayed your time there and then you bounce. So yeah, um, well, Zim, yeah, it was it really worked, difficult. Worked out well for Zim. Yeah, you got a Chase, four, right? Yeah, yeah. You got a 450 title because well, yeah, he when he didn't get the job uh, working for Adam, which. I almost took a job in Team Green, or tried to anyway. That way he could still work for Adam and me be on the team, you mm-hmm. know, somewhat or whatever. So Dan didn't want it that way. He wanted me to work for Adam. And I guess, you know, I yeah. mean, not to my own horn, but he, he liked my work and he, he appreciated, like, me getting along with everybody on the team and making my own relationships with everybody and, and just showing up and, and, mm-hmm. and fitting in. So, well, I mean, you know how it is on teams. Like, it's, it's, it's a lot about, like, the workmanship, but it's even more about, like, the fit. Dan's big, 
big um, decider on on team members is how they're going to yeah. fit in with all the other guys. Yeah, so that's you got to right, be accepted, Shani. and you got to you got to earn it. You know, I know how it is. Trevor and Dan do not know how it is. <laughs> don't they? Don't know because they're riders. They're just riders. They're oh, shit. I know how it is. I think is Zim's going to KTM. I think right. I don't know if you want to. Uh, you're not. Okay. I'm like, that's not coming for me. I don't. Yeah, know. I think not, he is. Yeah, I think Zim's going to KTM with Chase. So yeah. who's he going to work? I heard, Chase, <laughs> I heard Chase is going to KTM. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I don't know. What a coincidence. I, I I had heard on the I had heard twice already that I'm going to KTM with Chase. So. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Two different people would come up and talk and like, oh, really, KTM, huh? Wow. And I was like, uh, no. And of course, when you say no, everybody's like, yeah, you're bullshit. You're like, dude, I will never leave Cali. I'll just say it right now, I'll never leave Cali unless unless they walk me out the door. I'm yeah, here until right. I'm done being a mechanic. This is where I'll be. Yeah. So, oh, absolutely. You know, rider in, rider out, whatever, whatever they whatever they tell me, I'll, I'll right. work on the bike. So. Um, and I, yeah. talked, I talked to Kranz at the Coliseum. He's back at work. That's awesome. Uh, great job. Yeah, yep. Kranz is awesome. Good that dude. was a – so the Coliseum day is the day he went into the hospital when he got diagnosed with cancer. Was it really? Oh, wow. Oh, wow. The anniversary. One, one, yeah, one, yeah year. one year to the day. Oh, I didn't know Hadn't that. Hadn't been to a race all year. Didn't yeah. go to any of them. Didn't, you right. know. Dude, he was down and out for a while. He's still recovering, getting back. Yeah, he told me. Yeah, he's not. It's quite. still a little bit of a road for him. Like he, mm-hmm. like he was there today. Like he, he, dude, he, he grinds himself. Like he's been on his mountain bike. He's been at the track with Brock. Like the twenty-four thing. He came back right when the twenty-four. We were getting Brock's twenty-four up and going. Mm-hmm. And he's, you know, some days he'll do a shop day. Some days he'll go to the track and go home. The other days he has to go to chemo still. Like. Mm-hmm. He's a dude. He he's a legend in my eyes. Like yeah, he's, he's awesome. Good guy. Was, Everybody's uh, happy to have him back. He was my mechanic on Geico when I filled oh, yeah. in. Oh yeah, yeah. And um, he, he loves just talking about you, Dan. Absolutely you know? the coolest dude. Me and him bonded. Yeah. And then he's a Laker fan. I'm a Kings fan, so we just mm. bonded yeah. heads yeah. hard. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I, I'll always remember just the way. I mean, this is crazy how life works out. Is you know later in the year because we became friends that carried past my short yeah. little six week stint there. Um, mm-hmm. And I remember at the end of the year, he was like, hey, I got a question for you. I'm, I've got a, not like a dilemma, but a proposition being put in front of me. You know, I'm I'm working with Brett Metcalf. We're like banging down podiums. We're like right there. Race wins are right there. But I'm being offered the opportunity to maybe start over with an amateur. And I don't know if I want to go back to amateurs. I kind of like where I'm at. But what do you think? And uh, it was Tomac. Yeah. Was yeah. the amateur kid coming up. Right. And uh, that worked out yeah, pretty worked damn right. good, yeah. I'd say, for him. Yeah, I think they did okay. They did all right together. Yeah. But I remember that yeah. Remember that call, and, it, and I was just like, Who? same thing. Like, you don't want to go backwards, but, man, sometimes you just Who? get the right one. Who's better with bonuses, AC or Joey? <laughs> uh, it's about the same. It's, okay. I mean – Okay. Bonuses aren't what they used to be back in the day. Everybody gets dealt in now, you know, like if, if, if the guys are doing it the right way. Like Steve, I'll be honest, he really takes care of the guys and makes sure the mechanics are thought about and, and taken care of. And obviously when the wins are there and the podiums are there, like the money's coming in. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's it's okay. it's good. You know, obviously we have some rough uh, – we had some rough racing this year. And, yeah. And, uh, right. I mean, with Joey, I think in the beginning it was uh, – it was like our, you know, the standard rate, and then you know, you get, you bring on a trainer, you bring on, you know, all these people, and and you just try to divide it up. So sure, um, yeah. I mean, at PC, it's way different. Like it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're fighting tooth and nail for bonuses because it, it uh, you know, it was it was it's, it's the lights clash, right? You don't race as much, and the money's yeah. not as good, and you know, it's just different. And it's it's even different now because I know all the rates have went up um, over there and at all the other teams, and it's just I don't know, it's different. 
Well, cool, Shanti. Uh, thank you for the time. Appreciate it, man. Yeah, man. Uh, good to have you on. Liked hearing your story. Yeah, my, and, and yeah, it's my first pulp show, so thanks for the invite. Yeah. Oh, really? I've never had you on before. Damn. Jeez. No, no, I thought we were better friends than that. You yeah, need, you need I've to, had him on. You need to clip that his whole segment, this story. Yeah. And then when people say, "So how do I get in the industry?" Yeah, just send him the link. Yeah, no, yeah. listen. We uh, they, a lot of us have those stories, man. Mm-hmm. You just yeah, like, yeah, like yeah, I, I slept in a nice shop. Dark you know? show, I. I uh, I, I explained some of that a little yep. bit, and it's everybody has their own journey. No you know, it's it like show. they'll come to the truck and like, how do I do this? Yeah, and I always joke, I'm like, don't. Yeah, I just have more. I have more <laughs> respect wanna... for him than you do, Steve. I mean, he's, so yeah, he's been on the Pony Pod. He's, he's been on the yeah. Moto X Pod show. Okay, not the Pony yeah. Pod. Okay, all right. Yeah, I don't know anything well, I about apologize horses. Apologize to Dark Side publicly that uh, he asked Rango and I to do this piece on. Uh, yeah, that's basically bolts. wanted us to. He wanted to bag on both of us. He wanted us to bag on the other guy. And we just—I don't know—at the time, it's I was not like, about, no, I do not. Well, you guys misunderstood. It's not about bagging. Like I ask questions, I send them each the same questions. Like, uh, yeah. who, you, who, what tool does yeah, Rango called, borrow from you? It's or called what? two tribes. It's a little different than that. It's not—it's okay. it, different. But <laughs> anyway, yeah. They, so Rango, Rango's super open to do that kind of stuff. He's like a little bit newer in the industry. Than yeah. That. I don't—I don't know. I was at the time, I was like, dude, I ain't doing this. Yeah, I, I ain't trying to start any shit over here. The Rango, best, I didn't know star. the guy that well. Obviously, it's different now. He's a star, man. He was a science of Supercross this year. He had a crusher episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Rango's yeah, rad. Yeah, tons of people come by talking about that. About yeah. the best part of uh, having Shanty at the races is just when we when we when I come over and we make fun of RV. That's the best part. That's <laughs> yeah, the, that's my favorite part. Yeah. Dude, I love making fun of RVs. <laughs> it's fantastic. Dude, all you got to do is just ask him when his backyard is going to be gone. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he, 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 he's, he's dumped a, uh, a a fair chunk of change in his backyard and still not done. So every time I see him, hey, dude, the pool done? Is the grass in? You know, guy just, bought a, you know, a guy bought a $4 million house and decided to gut it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah it wasn't good enough. Uh, hey, Chanty, yeah. thanks for the time. Appreciate it, buddy. Right, uh, good I, job this right. year. And uh, we'll talk Appreciate soon. Appreciate it. Let's go all e-biking. Right. See you guys. I'll go e-biking. I'll come yeah. down there. We'll, we'll oh, dude, I love e-biking. That's my that's my life. Yeah, well, let's do this. All right. Yeah, all right. going to Whistler next weekend. I know. I'm jealous. Yeah. It'll be fun. You should go. All right, guys. See you. All right. See you, uh, man. Appreciate all it. Right. Thanks for your time. Thank you. Have a Later. good night. All right. All right. See you. That's Shanty, everybody. Justin Shanty. Justin Shanty. You actually had him on your show. Yeah. Before. Yeah. It's a cool story. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, yeah, for sure. You guys kept talking about Brian Kranz, but it's probably a lot of listeners that didn't realize maybe to the end that he was Eli's mechanic no. through a lot of those championships and, yeah, just the whole run from, all the from his rookie well, yeah. moto at Hangtown. No, he didn't because he wasn't there for the last one, right? He didn't go to Yamaha. Yeah. He ended yeah. at Cowie there. But. Yeah. Uh, Daniel Blair brought to you by the folks at the Cherubis. NorCal Zone. Lone Wolf. Maximus Voland and Talon Voland. Uh, please check out Acherby's USA on social media. Uh, chain blocks, slider kits, frame guards, discards, hand guards, rep- replica plastic kits, and more. Uh, bring your bike back to life with the folks at Acherby's. Love Acherby's plastic. Fits great. Don't got to drill any holes. Yep. It's fantastic. Yep. Uh, also, the 9 o'clock hour brought to you by EVS Sports. For over 30 years, EVS Sports has established themselves as the leaders in innovation and technology when it comes to designing protection gear for today's motocross riders. Athletes like Hampshire, Chisholm, Pastrana, all were EVS when they race, ride, or whatever Travis decides to do that day. Pulp 30, the code to save on anything from knee pads to shoulder braces. EVS Sports, we are protection, evs-sports.com. Uh, WUSA as well, get data. Pulp Mex 20, the code to save with Works Connection, another NorCal company. Uh, thank you to those guys. And uh, Maxima USA, OGO Power Sports, Atlas Neck Brace, all those guys. On board, Trevor Reese from Maxima, Darkside from Darkside, and uh, Daniel Blair from Main Event Moto and Orange Brigade. Uh, okay, um, Race Tech Rant. We had a few call in tonight. Yeah. I don't have anything off the top of my head. Like, I don't want to make it up. I want to actually be pissed at something. Yeah, you weren't, like, I, complaining about anything this weekend, really. Right? Yeah, Seemed, you were pretty good. Even today, pre-show, positive. Yeah. yeah. Just, maybe I'm 
the mountain bike ride with Trevor, I don't know what it was. I just, I don't, I don't have anything I'm really angry about. I mean, I could be angry about Trev, uh, Travis and Tits, like, not caring, you know, about this job. And, yeah, but and that's, that's normal, though. Making that's, fun of me a lot. That's normal. Well, I got to have my boys back over here. Without those two, this show would fall apart. I know this. I, I agree. But they, you know, I just, I wish they had more passion, you know? <laughs> Fuck you, you're fired. <laughs> See, okay. That, yeah. just, this is all they do. I think That's they did I, did I not rally the troops before the show? You did. You, you did. did rally the troops. <laughs> That's, That's true. Conveniently left. It was out. feeling yeah. pretty down right before showtime. Oh Mark's got us going. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh Race Tech rant though. Pulp twenty three is code to save. Race Tech guys, great guys, Southern California company for a long time. Gold Valve started way back in nineteen eighty four and they've been kept on going for uh, many, many years. And they do motor work, they do suspension work as well. They got their seminars coming up, of course. Um and uh, thank you to the folks at Race Tech for all that they do. I don't have a rant. Yeah. Maybe, um, uh, what was her name? Faith. Faith. Faith had a bit of Faith, a race Faith, rant. Faith was ranting. Yeah, she, she wants you to be nicer. Don't be a bully. Stop being a bully, Steve. I My, don't like. I don't understand. Like, I guess all these other people. I mean, you should see our group text. Yeah. I, mean, I have one with Daniel Weege, Paul. That's in a group. Public. That's a private and setting. All we do is make fun of each other. Yeah, it's pretty violent. Yeah. So this is what friends do. They I know. bust the ball. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. so I don't understand how people can't, you know. Some people think it's serious. And they or, don't, they or, don't understand that, like, off air, like, you're a nicer guy than sometimes Part of me air. wonders if you go around complaining. I defend you, you all know, the like, time. Ah, ah, he's me. Like, I no. don't know. Like, wh- I, don't I have know to wh- defend you a lot. Why? Because people think you're an asshole. Because mm-hmm. I bust your balls as friends do? Like that, you know? like It's mm-hmm. kind of relentless. And then the the stop, yeah, stop nodding. I've heard I've heard people tell him that he needs to tell you to, to stop yeah. being a jerk. Quit being a dick. <laughs> it's fucked up. It's all good. We're good. Okay. Uh, yeah. We got the motorsport.com tweet at tit segment, but we also have uh, we're gonna do some rock talk. That's what I'm waiting on. But I let's just turn rock talk into trivia time. Okay. Rock okay. trivia time. Rock trivia. So you're gonna be kind of out of this. A little bit. You know, he's a singer don't in a rock him, band. Don't sell him short. No, yeah. no, you can jump in, but I don't want you to think like, because you kind of said this. You said it's the wrong era. Well, it's not my, It's not where I'm my most knowledgeable. So I'll sit out unless it's an easy one, and then I'm going to jump yeah. in So I'm going to I'm gonna read. Wait, Brian's got a rant, and it's perfectly. What's up, Brian? What's your race tech rant? Steven, I have a rant. Um, so I guess mine would be revving the bikes right like Deegan wins the super motocross championship yeah Weege does his post show and all you hear in the fucking interview is the goddamn bike just revving the shit I couldn't even watch the uh post race show I just turned it off yep I I I I didn't like I don't know how long he revved it for again I'm not a long time I'm not against the burnouts just just settle it down is the goal is the goal to blow it up yeah has to be the goal listen to the show Okay, if the goal is to blow it up, drain the oil. Yeah, and I, it over, get it over with. Yeah, just do it so it ends. Ah, yeah, but if because honestly, those things have been proven to be pretty damn durable. Yeah. <laughs> they last yeah. forever. Yeah. So, it, when Christian won the championship a couple years ago, we were up doing the press conference. It was like and a half it was hour, like a half hour, forty minutes. Even Christian was like, Is that minute still moto. my bike? Thirty minute moto wide <laughs> open. Just, you saw yeah. Prado's bike. You guys saw Prado's bike. Oh my yeah. gosh, it got on my no, but listen, Brian. Brian's I'm right, with you, yeah. Brian. I, I, it's, it's, it's. I just don't get me going. Don't. Get, yeah. It's. It's so stupid. Do a little burnout. Have some photos. Make some smoke. Turn it off. Yeah, Lewis, Sean, and yeah, I, I, I left because we couldn't get any interviews. It was just so loud. I was like, All right, we're just leaving. Yeah, 
Smart move by the team. Yeah, I, I understand Weege going there, you know, <laughs> to like video it for like a couple, or maybe thirty seconds. But then Weege continues to do the show for like ten minutes right next to there, like well, Weege. Like, why uh, don't you walk? Have so you heard the here. review pod? Audio quality is not Weege. Yeah, hey, so I got a question about that. Hold up. I really like the review show. I've said <laughs> that so yeah, no, many it's times. Your favorite thing. It's my yeah. favorite podcast. I love you three. It's the sport I love. I agree. This week's episode, I almost it's text Weege and was like, week. dude, no, this week was, where was he? He's driving. <laughs> dude, it was cutting out and I like his opinion. I like, I, and then there was none, a it, lot, <laughs> because he was gone and then it happened like, I don't know. I don't know, man. I feel like it's every week for the last six weeks or so. Couple, Write him couple, up. Couple Steve. episodes, he's uh, uh, making lemonade. Yeah, but they're, then they're, they're just egging it on, too. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, good <laughs> yeah. point. Him and <laughs> Why don't you write him up? Dude, I've tried. Send uh, him my, to HR. Again, talking about group text. I'm like, Weege, what the fuck, man? Like, <laughs> he's just like, I'm trying to find time, man. My wife, you know, we're busy. Like, the kids, I'm trying to find time. Right, that's a fair. I, I don't know, man. Yeah. Yeah. He's got it. Right. It's a good rant, Thanks, though, Brian. Brian. Good rant, Thank Brian. You. Yeah, good job. All right, see you guys. Thank you. Bye. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Okay. Rock talk. Rock talk. Uh, I, so I, I do have a comment. You remember okay. I got that T-shirt from my buddy that has the band Hellfire yeah. the other day. Yeah. His name is Tony Campos. He sent me a text huh. a minute ago. Do you know Tony? I know Tony. I've Tony, Tony said he, he's in the music industry. He wants to meet you soon, hopefully at some race. But he is working on because of his connections, getting you a signed copy of Fifty One Fifty by Sammy. Tony's a good dude. Mm-hmm. That would be amazing. Yeah. So just I have a Tony Camp. I have yeah. a Tony framed somewhere here. We were we're little yeah, that's right. You told me that. Yeah. Forever. I have a framed copy of fifty-one fifty somewhere. Oh, do you, is yeah. it signed though? No, 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 not so, okay. signed. Okay. Yeah. Signed. Well, he's he's working on that. He's hoping to make that happen for you. By the way, does his, he know his, Sammy? His uh, what, band what, name. What, how is he going to do this? Hellfire is yep. like a really cool band. I've always yeah. Oh yeah. Since day one when he had his band come out. Yeah. Damn. How is he doing this? He has. He just said he has connections and he has people that knows Sammy. I don't know that okay. he knows Sammy, All but right. through his music connections, he thinks All he can right. get so, it done. So some of these questions. Did you lose them? No, no. But um, so I, I just kind of googled like. Um, okay. Uh, yeah, Hellfire. I drove to Dallas to see them when they did a tour through there uh, mm-hmm. last this year. I think earlier this year. Great band. Yeah, they, they're kind of a thrash metal San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Cool band. Modern thrash metal band. Okay. Rip. So, uh, the only thing I have up for grabs to win is something that Darkside already owns. But you can have another one. Well, how about what if, is it? if I win? It's a Manscaped. If I win, let's give it to somebody else. It's the Manscaped Groomer. Yeah. I want it. I've still never been okay. given it. Oh, there you Manscaped go. Okay. Ever. Well. You need a win. Okay. <laughs> Do you have one? No. Okay. So, damn it. That's up for grabs from, from the folks at Manscaped. <laughs> Personal Groomer. Uh, it's fantastic. It's great. Uh, the thing works fantastic. Um, and uh, so that's up for grabs for this. Okay. And all I'm going to do is I'm going to read the question out, and it, you have to say your name if you know the answer. And if you don't answer within, I don't know, a few seconds, yep. that, that prevents you from just yelling say your name. Say your out. name? Like, yeah. Like I say Trevor? Jamie. Yeah, Jamie. Okay. Yeah, you say your name. Okay. Yep. I'm just checking. Uh, th- cool. th- then the first person who says a name gets to go in. And uh, if you get it wrong, you get minus two points. Ooh, if you get it right, you get one, one point. Wow. So, so we're going to add it. So make sure you know. Yeah. Make sure you Listen know the answer. The whole, is this, you know okay, so what? Right all over this what, are you, what, what, what are you doing with He's that? He's keeping score. Huh? No, I have, I have the score. Oh, okay, okay. I was just helping. I was going to cheat. Aren't you going to play the game? <laughs> I was going to help him. I want to win the thing. Oh, I can be in the game? You can. Yeah. Oh, okay. Then I'll, I'll, I'll put, win this I'll myself. Put you guys, but I, this isn't your era, so you may not, you know. I got it. Trevor, you put the gauntlet down earlier that 80s rock is 80s metal. Yeah. Is, is your, we'll uh, see. And you're, 
You're not quite of age like Mr. Side here. I <laughs> lived it. Mr. Side lived this. I lived the Sunset Look, I mean, Strip. The man... He had, held a pony for The man decades. had a pony. Like, you're up against... Okay. So, all right. Here we go. All right. All right. Uh, name me three members of KISS. Gene, uh, Jamie. <laughs> Gene Simmons, Paul Stanley, Ace Freely. All right. Dark gets a point. Names of band members is okay. Be all right, tough. all right. I'll, I'll throw this. Yeah. Here's here's one for you. What is the highest charting single for the band Skid Row? Oh, Trevor, I remember you. Sorry, damn it. I was gonna say I remember you. Wrong. Really? Eighteen Daniel, eighteen live. Oh, well, you didn't let me steal. Yeah, what the heck? No, no, we're not doing that. Just. I think you need to double Wait, check that. That's that, what Google said. That did more than I remember you. I don't Google think said, that's accurate. Uh, 18 Life is Skid Row's biggest single. I mean, it's yeah, okay. freaking. I'm not sure that's right, one Trevor. One of the but, yeah. sickest songs of all time, but still, I thought I remember you would have been bigger. Yeah. Google, I'll argue with Google, okay? That's fine. I'm fucking hey, over. As long as Trevor's stop, okay stop with it. it. Do you want to argue with Google? Okay. Right, let me text Rachel. <laughs> what year... Was oh boy, Metallic. What? Yeah, you, go ahead. What year was Metallica's Black Album released? Jamie, mm, ninety. I think it's ninety one though. Nineteen ninety one. Yeah. Hey, so how <laughs> many points do you get if you get it right? One. So I just Can lost. Can you lose one. two if you're wrong? Yeah, I'm at yeah. minus so one now. So he's down two. You're negative one, and I'm at zero. So I'm yeah. winning. Yeah, <laughs> you're winning. This is sick <laughs> game. Good dude. game. Just don't Good play. Game. This game Daniel is just sick. doesn't play. And he wins. Next one, Steve. Let's go. Shit. See, Jamie getting cocky. Yeah, gonna bite you. I, I knew it was when I first moved to Texas, but I couldn't. Yeah. Paranoid is is a famous song by which heavy metal band? Jamie. Black Sabbath. Yep. Crap, we're tied up again. <laughs> All right. Uh, who is the original guitarist, lead guitarist for Ozzy Osbourne? Jamie. Randy Rhodes. <laughs> Shit. It's happening, Trevor. Uh, I'm too slow. Um... I don't know why I keep raising my hand every time. <laughs> Which band had a hit song titled Ace of Spades? Jamie. Motorhead. <sighs> the man lived it, dude. He had a pony. God, dude. Okay. Breaking the Law is a hit by which band? Jamie. Judas Priest. <laughs> Should we keep going? Or do you have... You said 80s metal was your thing. I thought we were going like... I thought we were going to end up down the road of like rat... Night Ranger, Crocus, this, oh, these yeah. type of bands. Same not, era. He just hasn't given any hair bands. Okay, really. what, I, that's what I. Yeah, what, yeah. what was Rat's biggest song? Jamie. <laughs> I'm gonna say uh, Round and Round. No, I was just gonna say Way Cool Junior. Yes. No, Round and Round. Was it? Yeah. Okay. Uh, All right, well. Minus two. So what's he at now? And do I get one for being right? Also, that's like a three point swing right there. I think he only has one right now. With the, and with I just the and I just got round yeah. and round, so we're no, tied you, at one. No, that doesn't, you didn't say your name. You didn't say anything. Damn it! So where I'm at one. This name thing. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I probably shouldn't answer that one because I wasn't positive. But whatever. One one more. Uh, yeah. One more wrong one. Yeah. And back end, to, end back to negative one. What was White Snake's biggest song? I'm not going to take a guess. Daniel. I know what I think it is. On my own. No. Fuck it. I'm going in, Jamie. Here I go again. Yes. Oh, shit. Yeah. That's, the, same, that's the song I meant. I didn't it. know that's what it was called. Yeah. That's, that's, I'm out. On, yeah. Well, I just lost it. I took a gamble. I'm out. Tawny Katane. 
Who was the lead singer of ACDC before Brian Johnson? Oh, God, it's on the tip of my tongue. Take a guess. No, I know it, but I can't think of it right now. Um, Five. Die, four, yeah, I can't think of it. Three, Blanken. two, one. Bon Scott. Yep. You had it? I, I knew it. I just couldn't, I couldn't remember it, so no, I didn't have it. What band's single, what, so, what band sang the song, Come On, Feel the Noise? Jamie, quite right. Oh, damn it. No, don't say sorry. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. She goes, Jamie, sorry. He got it. He got it. Jesus. All right, should we just nice. call this That's one? it, yeah. Do we yeah, just call won. it? I want, to, I want to do the rest of them, but that's fine. It's, it's yeah. Trevor is not. How many more do you have? Uh, there's 40. Oh, jeez. So. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he can have yeah, it. Yeah, there's. Uh, which band released the album Cowboys from Hell? Jamie, yeah. Pantera. Yeah. <laughs> Texas Boys. Alright. Um, Can we do some emo screamo like 0304? <laughs> yeah, I'm out on yeah, that. Who is the bassist and co-founder of the band Motley Crue? Jamie Nikki Six. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's over, Trevor. That's fine. That's fine. The man, I mean. Uh, if you want to call, making... call him a bassist, I mean, he barely plays. But Oh, wow. He's not making the quad, but he's got this game. <laughs> well, I'll give, him that, I'll give him that one. Alright, congratulations, Jamie. You win a Manscaped uh, personal groomer. It's waterproof. Derek Rankin said, good good God, can't believe you didn't get that one. The Bonds got one. Oh, yeah. Jericho. Well, there was one. No, there's an, I passed over a few questions. Who has a band? Who has a mascot named Eddie? Like, I'm just like. Maiden. Yeah. No, I am just like. That's, yeah. That's, I, so you're more like later glam rock. So like, like metal. Who's the guitar player for Poison? I wouldn't be. I'm, I mean. I, I don't I can't know think either. of band members. I don't now. even okay. know members. It'd be more of, like I can yeah. tell you songs and band names, but yeah. I couldn't tell you. And members. albums probably. But this is riveting. Troll training, trolltraining.com. You've been on troll training. Now. Yeah. Uh, Alex Martin, John yep. Wesley. Yep. Working out well. Yeah. I mean, look at me. Look, shredded. Shredded. I don't know about shredded, but I'm definitely in better shape than I've been. Yeah. Yeah. We uh, we had Brandon Hart wrapped on last week talking about mm -hmm. it too, and he gave a lot of props to troll training, right? Mm -hmm. Grant Harlan, of course, used it. Uh, Aiden's Aiden's on it. Aiden Kiefer. Yep. Uh, yeah. If you're dedicated, if you know what you're doing, you want to check in and do, you know, do your do you tell your riders at Orange Brigade like, you know, do this kind of stuff or yeah. I mean, are there facilities? Are there, I don't know. No, like, they're all different places, and yeah. I'm, I I I'm part of those decisions and help with that a little bit. Yeah. But. Yeah. I feel like troll training would be great for well for you back in the day. Privateer kid. I needed, it, I needed it today. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Trolltraining.com. Please check him out. John Wessling. Whether you're a vet guy like a dark side, whether you're an up-and-coming amateur, whether you're a woods rider, uh, you can learn from their mistakes. Uh, please check out Troll Training. They prepare you for the best season you've had all aboard the Troll Train. Yeah, I believe it starts out too, like at a hundred dollars a month for the the low okay. package. I think yep. it's a hundred dollars a month, and then it goes up. Obviously, yeah. and but. and uh, and from what I know, John and Alex answer all the emails i mean yeah. they are you're dealing with these guys they 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 have an app and they'll they yeah. give you your workout and they'll send messages on there and ask how you're yeah. doing and yeah. yeah change things if you need and right. awesome. i've been using them for unauthorized you know un, un, un free advice so mm -hmm. yeah sure yeah. <laughs> you know, it's great uh maximum 927 day coming up on wednesday Great company, Maxima USA. Uh, yeah, it's really cool. You guys have a great legacy, so that's yeah. awesome. That'll be a great day. Yeah. You're in mountain biking. You're in automotive. Yep. Of course, dirt bike. Yeah, it's all, all of it. I've been uh, My project bike I built, I used your assembly lube, a lot of your assembly lube, which I like it better than the PC stuff because it's not as watery. So did you use the 4-ounce in the squeezer, or did you use no. the 16-ounce jar? Jar. The red. Yeah, the red. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Squeezer. So there's an assembly lube that's in a 4-ounce, like the chain like lube bottle? Tube. Yeah. Same type of thing. It's a, it's thinner than what the, oh, like the grease is going to be. Bottle? Yeah, same oh, thing. Yeah, yeah. Same thing. And you got to so. spray it, put on the bolts? 
if put it wherever you want. No, that's <laughs> stupid. I'm not putting it. I'm not dragging it no, across just the bolts. A couple drips here, a couple drips there. Yeah, when you turn the bolt, it no, no, works no, itself no. around. You, you get get the yeah, that's, get the that's brush. Why we, that's why we have them both. I have the brush, dipping it in the yeah. in the semi lube, putting yeah. on my bolts. Okay. okay. Uh, Motorsport.com. Tweet at tit segment. Let's do this. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you this important bulletin from Motorsport.com. Love the guys at Motorsport.com. Go through the banner on Pump to help us out, whether it's a Maxima, whether it's a Renthal, whether it's uh, anything for your street bike, side-by-side, dirt bike. If you've got a secret street bike like JT or an e-bike, they got e-bike stuff too. Motorsport.com, the number one online spot out there. Uh, dedicated team of gearheads there. Maybe not the guy in Vegas is that dedicated, but a lot of them are. Uh, but uh, please check out motorsport.com. What? Talent's helped me out plenty of times. So just text them. Gets me stuff. Really? Oh, every time. Texting? Every time. I, I'm not going to lie. Have you ever tried getting a return? Um, just texting works. No, I haven't tried to do a return for him. Mm. I've, I've texted him until I need some stuff, and he's hooked me up. He's taking mm. care of me. Okay. Motorsport came through pretty clutch for me this week, too, on something. Oh, important. yeah? Oh, yeah. Nice. So Good. I'll give them a big Great shout guys. out. They do, they do well with Maxima, I'm sure. Yeah. As well? Yeah. Uh, all right, go through the banner to help us out. Thank you to those guys. These are questions submitted at Pulp MX Show. Uh, tits over there in the corner picks the best ones. Uh, that's debatable, but uh, picks yeah, some of them. Best three or four. Yep. All right, let's do this. <laughs> From Sean, with the Chicago venue being unused for years, were the press boxes worse or better than Oakland? I didn't go to Chicago, so I don't yep. know. I no. think it was better than Oakland, though. <laughs> let's face it. I went in Oakland. I wasn't in Chicago. Have but you I ever would've... been in Oakland? No, I haven't. Oh, boy. But I would assume they're along the start straight or the yeah the start stretch just mm-hmm. like any other speedway. So I bet they were better. And uh, Oakland had um, this year in a, for baseball they had a possum living in there. Oh yeah, sounds yeah. about right. Yeah, yeah. There's a bunch of underground tunnels in Oakland too that are pretty cool. Like if you get lost, oh, it's hard to get back. <laughs> oh, really? I got you. Yeah, it's a weird place underneath. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, I'm gonna go with Chicago. End up I in San Francisco. JT yeah. did say JT said that there was because it has been used since before COVID, right? JT said there was a monitor in there that was like straight out of the '90s, and yeah. he called Kellen over to like look at this monitor. Yeah. When he said that, I was thinking, of the, do you remember the movie War Games? Yeah. Like the old yeah DOS or whatever. Right. From dumb race fan Steve, how butthurt is Cade that you keep throwing his name out there every time the LCQ was brought up? David Hand did two of them. Jeremy Hand. Yeah, I don't know who David Hand is, but who's Jeremy David. Hand? David Hand's his uncle who used to. Oh, okay, he's national number eighty. I get it mixed up a lot. I'm <laughs> fucking old and stupid. Okay, okay. don't clip that. Hey, that, <laughs> would, it, that might have been his there tweet. Then, Dumb there Racer. Was it, like, was like it the he, tweet from Dumb Racer? He knows it's it. like he heard me typing out the timestamp already. <laughs> oh my gosh! Did Did you get the one earlier from? Uh, It'll be good from if he, Phil. If I pinched it off. The, yeah. Don't clip that as part of the actual thing. <laughs> yeah, Jeremy Hand went to two of them. He, well, he, went, he didn't. Sorry, he went to Charlotte. He didn't qualify. He raced two of them. Twenty-five grand. Priorities, man. Now, okay, Jerry. Jerry got. Jerry got like twenty-six grand or whatever. We finished one spot ahead of him. Jerry was actually pretty dedicated into this SMX thing, and he's probably a better rider than Kate, like talent-wise. I would. Th- don't you think? Like just heater laps. Okay, Jeremy's. Pr- oh, I Jer- Jerry's. I'd, prob- yeah, I don't know. I don't really I feel like that would be a. Okay. Flip of a coin for me. I feel like... Anyways, the point is, what I'm saying is maybe Cade doesn't beat Jerry, but Cade beats Jeremy Hand. Okay. I feel. And that's 25K. Clearly, he wasn't worried about it. He wasn't worried. Yeah, he had different priorities. Okay. So, but is he butthurt? Uh, Cade, probably I not. I don't Cade know. probably doesn't Me and A-Ray have been having a hell of a good time in yeah. a group text with him. Yeah. So. Has he responded to any? No. Okay. No. Hunting. 
Hunting was the first. Yeah. Yeah. It's so then, being a fucking friend. You should try it sometime. <laughs> he, uh, he tried to get in as an alternate the next two, but they weren't letting him because he refused the first one. And mm. so then they didn't have room for him, I guess, mm. is what they're saying. I, I saw a room on the gate. <laughs> I don't really know the just whole saying. story, but I, I just think I just can't believe that privateers who complain nonstop about things. And I love these guys, obviously, but there's a lot of complainers with privateers. I don't believe that some of these guys turned it down. I, can't, I, just, I just don't get it. I don't understand mm. it. Especially Kate's team. They were there with Godier. Yeah. They were at the races with Godier. His truck was, his bike was there. Yep. So, all right. I uh, got a call in one earlier from a guy named Cage. What is the biggest sponsor other than Monster that the Supercross or Motocross series ever had? Probably Wrangler, right? Like, I mean, Wrangler's fucking huge. Yeah. Yeah, probably. And especially back then, like the jeans, like everybody, like jeans were like, I don't, they, they were like a country thing, and Gene and Wrangler was the. I feel like Camel was doing pretty good in the oh, early nineties. Yeah. Camel, yeah. Coors, <laughs> yeah. I was Coors. gonna say bigger than than alcohol. I don't know. What about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. not one eight hundred collector. Coors, Wrangler. Yeah. Um, what'd you say? I said one eight hundred collector. That was no, no. Yeah. Before that, Coors, that Wrangler. That was it. Camel, Camel, oh, yeah. Camel. Yeah. Yeah. Coors, Wrangler, Camel. I feel like are on the yeah. same level. Just were, title sponsors. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just yeah. It's just you know. So yeah. Okay. From Eddie Piercy, is Phil the most popular Pulpamex promoted rider ever? Does he have more fans than the Seven Deuce Deuce, Jimmy Albertson, or A Ray slash Cade? Deuce Deuce got a lot of fans when he was at his height, right? Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know. I feel like I think it's Phil. I will say this: Phil, despite you know being negative and him and I not agreeing on things, he does agree that I've helped him a lot, and so he at least will admit that on the show. Dude, no. Yeah, but he honestly. Listen to that interview. I mean, he's fucking funny. Always. Oh, it's hilarious. Never, well, never disappoints. Never. Not only that, but take away all the funny and the laughter. and yeah. all that, But he shreds, dude. Phil yeah. is still so bad. Like, the yeah. fact that he's doing what he's doing right now, I, I, I think we all give him a hard time because he's Phil and he's fun to, to give it and he takes it. But straight up, that dude is badass, yeah, man. Yeah, like, yeah, I can't no, believe these results he's getting and he's just knocking them out. He's almost like hitting a little bit of a new level. He is. You he, know what I mean? I he, feel he, like he's yeah. as good as yeah. ever when yeah. I watch him, too. He is so good on the bike. So. I mean, the line of the night was, Daniel, you can't even hit a left-hand corner. Yeah. <laughs> that, I walked into that for sure, but if I would have rode that out, Dark said, that would have been. Yeah, I mean, we didn't get yeah. into it, so I guess it doesn't matter. Well, you ended up beating him, right, for the record? You beat Daniel? Technically, yes. I mean, yes. you tell me. The uh, results say I beat him. Right. I DNF'd. So, does it count? A win's a win. I mean, it, I ask Eli if a DNF counts. I mean, I almost, I crashed four times in one moto and almost lapped him. And then he unlapped, says pretty you. much unlapped himself because I was laying on the ground. Says you crashed you. the other moto too? No, that, that was, was all one moto. That was all one moto. I that was the final one? That, that one? was the fourth crash in that the, moto. It was yeah. a single moto single <laughs> so moto format because they had Three crashes, time. and finally you just finished yourself off. Well, yeah, I mean, deservedly so because emotions got the better of me. I, well, I fell in the first corner, mm -hmm. got up, panicked, freaked out, trying to get to the front, crashed again, looked up, thought it was realistic that I could still get to the front. <laughs> Third time didn't really crash. That was more of an embarrassing tip over. I fell. It was a little muddy. Yeah. And then by that time, I looked up, and the leader was gone. And I'm like, you know what? This sucks. This is so embarrassing. My first race in eight years. I just got embarrassed at my own track in front of everybody. And so I went over the big finish line tabletop thing, and it's massive. No one had done it yet because it was in the mud. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to do this thing in front of the grandstands. And then there's a sick left corner. And I'm just going to rail this thing. I'm going to put on a damn show. That's it. I was going to make up. Did. I was going to make up for what had gone wrong in the moto. And I Rightfully remember being so. in the air off the jump going, 
Showtime, baby. I'm, get your cameras out. I, I am going to annihilate this corner, and I go listen to it. I'm on the gas before I even start turning. I was just going to just yeah. dig in this sucker. Next thing you know, I'm on my back, and then Randy Richardson's yelling at me. That's that's all happened super duper yeah. fast. And then, of course, this is why Trevor doesn't ride anymore. I get back this to the pit. I get back ride. to the pit, and this dude's celebrating. Beat your ass, Arena Cross no, champ. Beat you, beat you, and I'm like, you yeah. didn't beat me, whatever. And then the, the result sheet came out, and I DNF. And so yeah, I got eighth, and he got like sixth. So I don't know if it counts yeah. or not. I mean, I don't well, feel like it does because I mean. I was ridiculous. I was determined at the World Vets to not let this yeah. social media bully beat me, and I, and I made it happen. Yep. Then he signed up for the plus forty-five class, and he's not forty-five. Yeah, so I, 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 did, I had I to do a, official protest. I was really with upset. Patterson. I was upset, so and I didn't want to like end on the ground, so I went and signed up for the forty-five plus, and I didn't even sign up. I just rode up to the gate and rode out there with him, <laughs> and. Um, and I ended up getting my ass kicked by some dude in that one, too. But I didn't fall in that one. I just got beat straight okay. up by some guy in a Suzuki 450. And yeah, yeah. Was that it was, Kenny? No, it was not Kenny. It was it's a local fast guy. Yeah, kickstart Kyle. I don't, some guy. I don't, I don't know who it was. But he, he beat me. It was a really embarrassing day. But um, I'm just not taking the L from you. Because yep. in the 45 one, in a four-lap moto, I lapped you. Yeah, you might have. In a four-lap moto, so <laughs> I, I, more than, I. It was more than four laps. It was six because they had extended motos that day because of the mud. That's right. It was six laps. This is why you don't ride anymore, Trevor. Well, this this is I. That's the type of thinking that happens out yes, there. Yeah, yeah. You go off the jump and you're like, oh, this. Your mind still thinks like I'll show you. you, you right hey, it, it was all cute and fun until I realized that there's this guy named Doug Earls that was racing. That's pretty good. Oh, that's who I thought. And you as were about. soon as I realized that I had competition, my brain spazzed out and went super dumb mode and gate dropped and just started crashing all over the place. I mean, it was really a sign that I need to probably never ever race again. I don't have the maturity. Okay. At all. Okay. So. From sports oh, fan, how close are we to getting a Vegas Supercross back? Yeah, well, Mewy said he never heard. Yeah, anything heard about that, it, right? right? Yeah. No, what does he know? Yeah, I don't know. I, 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 like I said, I heard SMX Speedway, so I don't mm -hmm. know. Maybe that's wrong. Good dirt, wind. I may be alone in this, but I like the MGM Grand. Like, bring the U.S. Open back. Be rad. Whatever we can so do. Fine. I know Salt Lake pays him a shit ton of money. That sucks. That stadium sucks. That dirt sucks. The last being that, that being the last round sucks. Nightlife sucks. Everything closes at 10 p.m. Yeah, it's not good. US From Dark Sides Bent Bars uh, <laughs> for you, Dark. Assuming you've blown right past your insurance's deductible, have you been required by Vital to use additional safety gear or possibly training wheels? <laughs> <laughs> not yet. I feel like that might be a fake account owned by Michael Lindsay. <laughs> <laughs> what is your medical health insurance situation? Does Vital provide that or not? Yeah, yeah, we have we have oh, insurance. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Uh, from Brian Colgrove, we understand budgets are set a year in advance, but what if a 450 guy earns more bonus money than budgeted? Do factory teams have insurance for that? Sometimes they insurance, sometimes they don't, depending on who the rider. Like, you wouldn't have been able to get insurance for Chase Sexton this year. Just wouldn't be able to. No insurance company would take it because he was going to do really well. Uh, but Jet could have had insurance policy that Honda made. So, yeah, it depends. Depends who the rider is. Depends how good they are. So what? What's the truth? I've always known some of this story, but what's the mcgrath Cinesalo story? Didn't he bonus his way into ownership somehow there or no, something like I that back in the day? No, I don't think so. He might have bonused them, you know, super badly, like – 
I thought I, I no, I don't remember. Anything. I thought I had heard from someone that it was so bad that he ended up just getting like stake in the company because yeah. they owed him so much or so. I, I didn't I heard hear that, that story. I'm not saying that's not true, but I never heard that. Yeah, okay. I heard that from somewhere. Okay, from Peter McPhail. It's officially the off season. Marks will have nothing to do for months. Mm-hmm. Can you please send him to Weege's house to sort out his phone? Maybe life swap Weege and Marks. And I'm going to add in well, or work on the app. I will say, Tits, you texted Weege today within a tip on the iPhone. I texted everyone, but Weege was included on it, yes. When you say everyone, who else? Truman and Paul Parabinos and JT. Did you not realize any of them were No, I thought it was just Weege. No, that's fine. Oh, okay. Trying to help your whole empire Thank have yeah. Yeah. higher a tip, audio a tip quality. for calling in on an iPhone to, to silence the background noise. Really? It's voice, not hard. Voice isolation mode. Yeah. And it's on, a, it's on the drop-down menu. Huh. Really? Yeah. Who knew? And Tits knew. Yeah. So he's trying to help people, but... Yeah. Hey, Look you, at your I, guys, your minions. Yeah, I think he deserves through. a raise for that. That's my opinion. I'll show you guys. It's easy. Constantly improving the show. <laughs> Give him a raise. Okay. All right. Let me know. Uh, from Thomas Cranston. He just, he just literally hung up on the guy that called. No, he didn't answer. There was nobody there. <laughs> Steve, how was talking to Blake? Will we be seeing him around more? Uh, nothing. I said, uh, hey, and he came up to me and shook my hand, and I said, uh, Who, Baggett? Yeah. Oh, I talked to him for a And I uh, said, how you doing? He's like, I said, you're a mini dad now. And he's like, yeah. And then he, yeah, then we talked about, like, I don't know, the kid, and, the, right, and then he was gone. So it was real short. Yeah, I never yeah. saw him. I was in the Husky truck, and he came in for a while, and it was 30 cool. minutes of extreme entertainment for yeah, me. He was, he was, he's awesome. Yeah. He was revved up, too. Yep, yep. From no comeback though, yeah, yeah, zero. The question was, <laughs> he reminded us multiple times the the calls that have come that he gladly says no to. There's yeah. no comeback coming. Okay, from, from Ollie Dillon, um, out of Kitch Kitchen, Ryder D and Joe, who has the better 2024 on their new teams? What do you think, Trevor? Um, Kitchen, Ryder D and Shimoda. I'm going to go Shimoda. I'll go Kitch. I, I like them both. Yeah. Dark? Joe. Probably Joe, I would say. I mean, you're asking which one of those three do the best against each other? Of, no, of just, the three just, of them, yeah, comparatively. I mean, I think Ryder D is going to be a lot better. He's starting to wake up. Figure. No, 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 no. Oh, shocking. The guy <laughs> in case you don't know, he's going to gas gas. Hey, the Austrian bike guy. He's okay, looking good. Okay, no. All right, let me say right now. In order, he would be my third of the three as far as how they do against each other. I just think Ryder is breaking out right at the right time, and I think he's going to be really good next year. And he's going to come in probably a little under radar. And Tight. I. That's Tell you what all. he's got. He's got starts, and that's half the battle, man. Well, he's got starts. And the only thing he doesn't have is those late race things, which he, he he didn't prepare this season correctly. He was in a really weird spot, if you remember, yeah. during Supercross and into Outdoor. Give him an off season, and he's going to be good because he does get starts, and he was showing a lot of promise. What's it, what, what are you holding the bat? I don't know. Sometimes I hold the bat. Yeah, so no, that's not an Austrian brand thing. I just think he's going to be really, really good, but he would be the third of the three. So I went to dinner with Chris Betts and Phil and Thomas, our buddy Thomas, and Christina Denny, and J-Bone and his kid on Friday night, and my guy, Chris Betts, who's Bathysis. Fuck my ass. And Betts, you know, he's like a big moto fan. And I'm like, we're talking, and I I don't know what he knows or what he doesn't know. And I'm like, hey, man, J-Bone used to be Stu's mechanic back in the day. And, dude, he gave me a look like, are you fucking serious? Like, I don't, 
And then today he's like making fun of him and JT are bagging on me. For se- I, I don't know that you know that this is Stu's mechanic. Right. He's a he loves Ricky and you know he's from that era. But I mean, is it common knowledge that J Bone was Stu's mechanic? I think so. Yeah, I, I wouldn't have known that Betts knew that. But mo- yeah, do yeah. you think a minor league baseball flunky should have known that? <laughs> well, I, I'm not. Gonna, I don't know if I want to touch that one. <laughs> okay, well, I probably would have leaned that I didn't think you would know. Okay, that. Okay, thank, so, yeah. thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah. Unfair. So, uh, I just thought I was doing my friend a little favor, but uh, apparently not. So, but he was very stoked to, to talk to J Bone. J Bone's a great guy. Bets. Right. I'm sure, glad I got to see him play one last time. Yep. There's a funny story you told me about that. Him or me? You, you going to see him? Yeah, I yelled out, uh, "Hey, Betts, you got a bike?" When he was going up to bat, <laughs> and he was laughing. Yeah, <laughs> nobody else in the stands. He was laughing on but, the way to the game. Yeah, because I asked him, "Did you hear me?" He goes, "Oh yeah, I heard you." Yeah. <laughs> From Rogers MX ninety three, uh, Daniel, what sucked more, your viral crash last weekend or the Cowboys' performance in Arizona? Oh, good question. Both unexpected. I, look, I have gone 10 years of being super quiet about the Cowboys. They have been – I have been very, very quiet privately and publicly I don't feel like for have been. years. He hasn't been the typical Cowboy fan. I okay, have I know the typical. decided to be way mouthier this year because they're pretty dang good. Yeah. And I'm not going to lie, after their performance against the Jets – I got aggressive on Twitter, and I said some things. <laughs> you aren't the only one. And tweeted some things, and I finally was like, it was time to say some things. And they got their ass kicked so embarrassingly bad that it's not even explainable. It, I don't even know what I, went wrong. It was so bad. I really feel like being a Toronto Maple Leaf fan and a Dallas Cowboy fan is very similar. I really do. It's, just, just the pain. I mean, just the... The, 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 the money they have and the things they try to do and they want to do the right thing and it never works out. Just And then, like, yeah. other teams just pull it off yeah. all the time. Yeah. Like, I don't yeah, get yeah, it, yeah, man. No, I get it. Yeah. It's hung up on that collar, too. <laughs> He's trying to hit the show. You're right. I mean, it's time. Sorry. I mean, it's overtime I now. I almost started the outro right when it clicked 10 o'clock. Yeah. But it's uh, overtime. Uh, all right. Next question. All right, uh, from Zach Osborne. Oh, um, Zacko. Trevor, what is your favorite El Cajon night track memory? That's a good question. Is there only – oh. So, yeah. so the, the El Cajon is Speedway. Is this the Zach Osborne? The How does Zach he know Osborne. anything about the El Cajon late night Speedway? That wasn't there when he was even racing. Uh, Yeah. It was? Yeah. Okay. He may have rode there – he spent some time in California. Okay. Because so like when I when, K- there a few times. when KTM was releasing the eighty five, yep. um, myself and Zach were the guys that were testing it at the time. So the Austrian oh. dudes came out, okay. we rode the bike. So I know he spent some time out here in in California. Okay. But so that track, that place I honestly I wish it was still open. It was fun. I would probably ride if yeah. if that place was yeah. still open. It was fun, um, right? It was like dinky, it was, but it was awesome. Yeah, it was, it was like fun. a had fun jumps, yeah. like decent dirt and it was somewhere you could go four nights a week if you yeah. wanted to ride yeah we took our um, race bikes out there like ktm were just mechanics we're like i oh, <laughs> yeah. just grab the fucking test yeah. bikes and go that's yeah. and yeah. like yeah so they had like i mean they had like 50 races they did everything there but some of the bet like 
best memories probably i mean i saw probably three or four different bikes go over the fence at that place oh really like oh, so yeah, yeah. so there was yeah. like one fence in the front yeah and people would like you would get there early and unload and then back up to it so you could stand in the bed of your truck <laughs> look over the fence well coming at that fence was like the finish line jump that was actually a, a decent sized jump mm -hmm. like here's the grandstands here's the fence the jump comes this way hairpin turn here well i mean you would get everyone from you know the guy yeah. that thought he should start riding to people that knew how to ride everything in between so and that jump it would turn into like guys cutting the track and trying to do superman seat grabs off it or whatever it was like it was just a free for, like it was this place was literally a free-for-all yeah and uh and the yeah, lights so, were good too the lights yeah. were good from what i remember yeah. Right? yeah super good um so i like vividly remember two different times like guys going long off the berm Hang into on. the yeah. fence bike over the fence into the bed of someone's vehicle like yeah. oh yeah <laughs> so those are probably some i don't nice. i didn't see that i don't think i missed those nights but so that, there was, that sounds fun there was <laughs> that and they had a like the 50 craze was going on like yeah. it, back then and i remember racing like there it, the, i think it was Hingry and a couple other guys, and I ended up winning the 50 race like against those guys. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I had a, a little bit of an advantage just being younger. You know, right. I think I was probably on like an 85 at the time. But yep. I mean, like I remember McGrath coming there, ping a bunch of guys coming Damn. for you know during <laughs> the, cool. the 50 craze. Like yeah. the place was used to go off. So. 10 minutes from the KTM shop. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was, it was great. That's cool. Yeah, it was a great yeah. time to go because we would just at, at the end of work be like, hey, let's go riding. Grab test bikes, right? Grab <laughs> at KTM so we rad. had yeah. we had 520s and 125s yeah. and and EXCs and shop bikes just whatever you want to grab it was yeah. like a f it was like a big fairground track that mm -hmm. had that was like yeah lips to tables type of thing like yeah. fun jump it was good daniel Dan Tep daniel made a bunch of money on over the oh years. night yeah. racing dude <laughs> fairground oh yeah oh, no yeah. bumps no ruts yeah. no. short motos yeah. all right next question it's life all right uh next one is from greg wilcox what percentage of chase leaving honda was due to jet moving up uh, something for sure. I, I do believe the number one thing was the Kier and Chase didn't like the bike, think the bike's a little more of their problems. But I also think they didn't like how the team was Team Lawrence, right? You got you got the dad, you got you got the the, the, the agent and the girlfriends and the kids and, and like and you know, they Honda has sold out a little bit to Darren Lawrence and that facility during the week. He, he does have a lot of say there, more so than a regular parent, but he's also a smart guy. But if you're chasing Kier, you're like, what about, you know, it's a whole political mm. thing, too. So that's part of it, 100%. How, how, how does things work? Let's play a little game called What If. What if Chase never left and just is like, yeah, love it here, staying here. And you have Jet, Chase, and what happens with Hunter? Yeah, I think Hunter stays down. I don't. I don't know. I don't, where he leaves. You don't think they? You don't think they? I mean, maybe they open another third four fifty. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I how don't much know. money they got? I mean, I know it's Honda and all, but right, we're talking right. Jet and Chase, yeah. and then Hunter too. Yeah, I think they tried to sign Chase. Did Chase have an option? Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, they I mean, wanted him back. Yeah, they would. Yeah. I would. It would be you crazy would, to be like, yeah, thanks for your services. But when Chase made the decision to go, I mean, Supercross Championship, it was old. Like he, it was the middle of Supercross, or before then. You know, before that. Yeah, like, like he. No matter what he did this year in Supercross, he was gone. Yeah. yeah. So um, it just know. it's it's just crazy to see how it's all worked out so perfectly with just yeah. Cooper goes back to Yamaha, Chase goes over to KTM, so they get like a restart there. Hunter and Jack move up together. Like a lot of things all worked out on the board that yeah. could have not worked out that way if one move was different. Yeah. But it all kind of works out yeah. for everybody. But I do honest. think like in this era. The days in the '80s when all the big dogs rode together, and or even you know even. 
some of the Yamaha Super Teams. Like when we had Reed, Ferry, Villeman. I mean, all three of those guys thought they were the top guy in the team, right? right? Those days are over. You have a, a a guy and a B guy, and 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 the A guy doesn't want to share the spotlight with another A guy, and you know, so Sexton was out of there. Like, yeah, I I don't think that he was stoked with everything. So, but I do think the bike had more to do with than the jet than what the question was. Yeah, jet yeah. Man. And and as weird as it, you want to make it with Chase and Jet because you know the inevitable is coming with those two. If you go back to the very last round of the outdoors, they are riding in the cart together back from the track after the podium to the truck together. Yeah. Like, so I, I, I think it's a natural competitiveness there, but there's not really like this weird thing where they hate each other all yeah. the way or right. something yeah, like that. Yeah, no, no. So yeah, I, yeah. I could see him probably being over the idea of what was coming, which yeah. is a lot of that around all the time and maybe not getting his attention. But from what I'd understand too, like you, the decisions were made before and it was based on the inability to get the bike right indoors more than out. He, um, um, you know, he's not going to Baker's program. He's going to ride at Sandbox. He's going to... A lot gonna, of he's, guys aren't going to Baker's program, sounds yeah. like. Well, Vial. I thought there, there was, was one, one. I thought there was one more. Who? What you got, Dark? Yeah, maybe I'm wrong. wrong. Dark Scoops? Well, and Brownie's gone, yeah. Dark Scoops? Just seems like there's people unhappy with... I, I, just tell us more. Elaborate. I, I just yeah, those guys leaving, and then Brownies. I don't think they're anymore, and I, it just kind of seems like things are amiss at Baker's Factory. Oh, by the way, uh, we were talking about those lights of the bikes earlier. Uh, according to Checkers uh, from Race Tech, uh, Shane McElrath had a bike problem from the lights. The lights oh. caused the DNF, right? Like maybe an electrical issue. Yeah, that's what I'm. That's yeah. what I'm hearing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the lights did cause a DNF. So that would be a big. So the the reason I asked about them, I think it's more so because that race. Um, in Chicago, the lighting wasn't as so. Like yeah. in the back section where where Kenny had gone by Chase, but there was yeah. that le- that sweeping left hander. It was down, super yeah. dark, and so I was watching Jets every lap. He'd come around there, and I can see the light like on his leg and shroud, like super bright. And yeah. so You're I'm like, maybe. yes, yeah. like if I'm seeing green light in front of me or or yeah. on on my front, fa- I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I'll tell you what. Going back to the Baker's thing though, uh, having Vial leave and Chase say no thanks. Yeah. That's a blow to those guys, you know, and I wonder, like, down the road a little bit. Like, is there – look, uh, Roger, Ian, Jabba um, uh, Jonas, all, I mean, they are all in on Baker, obviously, for obvious reasons. And, yeah, having guys leave is not good. Not a good look. Doesn't look good. No. So – from Abide Moto, uh, Daniel, I need the OG main event EP download link. It's not on MySpace anymore. Hashtag heartless. Tell Abide Moto he's getting nothing ever. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. The meme's got to stop. Okay. From Abide Moto. Okay. When the meme stops, the EP goes up. <laughs> is he, he's not talking about the. Is this the Moto main, memes Is this guy? like an old EP this, or the one. Is this Moto Memes guy? There's another one of those, right? Abide Moto? Abide Moto. Abide moto. Oh, I don't know guy? who he right? is, okay. but. Is that, in, that Twitter, though? It's Instagram. Yeah, different. He's on both, I think. The meme's yeah, got to stop. Different guy. Okay. Memes of you? Yeah, I got one I got one account out there that has, likes to likes to, right. likes to, to go at me. I, I've said this before. One. I don't like that. I, I know everyone in the industry laughs at it. Everyone follows these guys. I get I, it. I think some of them are funny, too. But don't I, don't I don't like making fun of people's personal looks or height or uh, whatever, uh, fatness, uh, whatever. Let's see what you look like. Let's well, see what you look it's like. It's not even about that. It's I, but that's my opinion. Like, I think it's – if you want to make fun of a situation like Kenny uh, – if you want to put a Mario Kart and the fucking dinosaur and the frog and the frog goes by and you say, this is Kenny going by Jet, okay. Uh, uh, ha, 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 But when you start making fun of even JT's haircut, 
which I, I mean, I'm his buddy. <laughs> I get it. But, like, uh, it's me, Steve Mathis, right. saying it. Let's see your haircut. So, to be fair. You know? So that's what I don't like about these guys. To be fair, Abide Moto's Instagram is very funny. It does make me laugh. But they go at me for being, like, uh, obsessed with Jet, and it's, like, relentless about my obsession with Jet, which, if anyone knows me well enough, has heard me on all my platforms and all the things I've done. I like Hunter more than Jet. I always have. Like, I acknowledge what Jet is on the motorcycle, which is an alien. But, like, I actually really like Hunter. I've always liked Hunter way more than Jet. I don't even talk to Jet. But this Instagram's got yeah. me pegged out to be, like, like obsessed with him. And it's not. It's like, wrong brother. And I get it right. What do, you, what do these guys look like? Let's see you. I don't know. What was the question again, though? Okay. All right. Oh, about the EP? I, someday. Yeah. I've been meaning to do that. But it's been since 2007. I keep forgetting. New All music right. coming soon. Next question. Yeah. Okay. Uh, from Randy. Future headlines. Kitchen carries Cowie to 2024 title. Carries with a K? No. Should be. Oh, he dropped the K- ball on that one. You want it yeah. to be KKK? Kitchen carries Cowie. Okay. Okay. Right. <laughs> okay, he goes. Or Shimoda shows CRF's rule all. Kitchen. I already did the kitchen. Yeah. I'm team kitchen. Hmm. Okay. I like kitchen a lot, Listen, Shimoda's... The same questions for Shimoda next year that we had this year. Yeah. When you're a title favorite, what can you do? Yeah. And so far, he's not shown when the pressure's on. He's been able to come through. So but we'll see. Kitchen hasn't shown that he can be consistent yet either. No, but don't so, you feel like Kitchen's on the rise? Yes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. They'll get second and third to Deegan. Okay. Yeah. Okay. From Shane Bagley. Steve, since you're an AMA rules expert, is OnlyFans out as a sponsor based upon the rule changes they made before SMX? Question Carnal rule. What did it say? I saw the thing about fantasy stuff and all that. I didn't see anything about OnlyFans being being affected. Yes. News to me. I'm assuming News OF is OnlyFans. So yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Did we? Did First we? of all, is any Dark, Dark's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, OF, is any OF is OnlyFans? Is anyone a <laughs> expert on AMA rules? I don't even the AMA. Any, I don't see anything about OnlyFans. I don't know, Marks. Do you know what he's talking about? No, but I did see them. OnlyFans was still listed as a sponsor on Kessler. In the results sheet, so clearly they're not okay. too worried about it right now. Okay. From Darkside's old shovel. What's that about? I don't know. <laughs> Used to dig ditches? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. We, we saved you from that. <laughs> what a uh, great name. <laughs> do you realize where you were, like... Two years he ago, does. Yeah. hey, we actually uh, talked about that when he was out in the east. We talked yeah. about your, that. Your pony, your greasy bandana, your 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 digging ditches. Like you were moving fiber optic cable or something. No, what were you we, doing? we did water water mains and water sewer mains. mains yeah. <laughs> not much different than right fiber optic. But and, yeah, and, and and now you're going to these races and you're you're a celebrity. You're Celebra- meeting Dak Shepard, breaking bones in Italy. You're making you're meeting Dak Shepard. Oh yeah, that Trashing, was a highlight, man. You're Gilby stuff. Clark, like you're look what we've done for you. All because I answered the phone for him and put him on the, and put him on the air. <laughs> Who Thank, said thanks, Marks. I'm like my credit careers please. at 60. Oh, the Dax Shepard one, man. Whew. Anybody that knows me yeah. knows that was a huge deal. Do you think you're meeting Dax when you're in bumfuck Texas no. with a bandana? No, probably not. No, no chance. No chance. Fucking bandana and the fucking pony and hey, like all of that. I, I told you that I'm on board with that now. Like, I, after the dude at Iron Man. <laughs> He saw a guy at Iron Man with a pony. Looked just like me. He was distance. like, did I look like that? We're like, yeah. Yeah, that was you, bro. <laughs> I got the picture. I'll show it to you. Of the guy? Yeah, yeah. I, I got to see I this. was up on the tower, and I looked down, and I was like, holy shit. I said to, I just, I think when I said to Chris and Steve, it was like, 
Okay, you're right. Thanks. Or something like that. Yeah. yeah. I got to see this. Yeah. Speaking of callers, mm-hmm. what what happened to uh, – was it Dylan? Superfan Dylan? Oh, Superfan yeah. Dylan. Tell me, Superfan? I think he had a, uh, I think he had a, uh, a night job, and that was it. I haven't even seen one. <laughs> <laughs> he used to call every – I mean, literally, like <laughs> – Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's him. Uh, <laughs> so I, can I send it to, like, Marks? Can we get it on would – it, would it – can you put it up? <laughs> it's yeah, pretty great. Email it to me. It's pretty great. All right. <laughs> Yeah, that was you, bro. And guess who saved your life? Me. And Keith. Uh, and now look at you. I remember in, in Minneapolis, you're like, oh, dude, I got, Michael Lindsay, I might well work for that. And he needs me. And you're just like, I don't know what I should do. And I'm like, do it. And then if it doesn't work out, go back to the fucking ditch digging thing. But take a chance. Take a swing. It's sent, Marks. Thank you. You know? Yeah. Take a swing. Yeah, I, I have told you thank you and... Not enough. I, you and, and Chris both have a lot to do with helping me out. There's no doubt you are not the only reason that this has happened, but you're no, a big you. part of look it. Look at you now. You got Trevor on one side of you, Daniel on the other. Like, Dude, I know. It's like it's, hey, it's, it's middle not, seat. He's got the middle seat even. Yeah. That's normally my spot. All right. All right, you sat down there first, didn't you? I actually I didn't did. get to ask the question from Darkside's old show. Oh. Uh, Trevor, is Maxima waterproof grease acceptable for a mountain bike free hub? Absolutely. Absolutely. Are you sure? Absolutely. Okay. All, right. all right. That's motorsport.com tweet a tit segment. Oh, okay. Well, all right. <laughs> That's old news. Did right? you end it? Not him. I you ended did. it. Yeah, I ended it. I know he's gone. I, I had more. No, it's fine. I know what you're thinking. There was like three <laughs> other accounts with Darkside's name on it. Really <laughs> what are they? What, what are, are they? they? Yeah, I'm I just want to hear them. There was, there was, oh. <laughs> Darkside's bandana. A, I know there's a Darkside's Dark ponytail. Greasy pony. There's a Darkside's ponytail. Definitely, yeah. That one's been one. That was one of the first ones. Yeah. <laughs> what was the one? Darkside's bent handlebars. Yes. Is that one. Of them? That's Darkside's that's really shovel. Good. Yeah. All right. Um, best interview tonight. Shanty, Phil, Bike uh, Mewy, and. Um, I'm going Dogger. Dogger. Dogger, sorry. Yeah, I'm going Dogger. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's good to get him on. I feel like Dogger was the best, but since he picked Dogger, I'll go I'll go Mewy. I feel like I learned a little bit from Mewy. Phil. Mm, it's easy. That was too easy. Yeah, it's I kind of just I Phil love. Phil entertained. I mean, me honestly, I think Doggers was the best. And, and Shanty's was really good. Yeah, yeah. Shanty's stories. I didn't know all that. that. That I didn't know that about him either. That's cool. Yeah, we didn't have yeah. to really ask any questions. He just rolled. Yeah. He told his whole story yeah. on like Loose. one good thing. That was cool. Yeah. All right. All right, I'm gonna read. I'm gonna read this as my sponsor. So oh first boy, thing, here first we thing go. Comes to your mind. All right, okay. are you ready? Yeah. All right, you ready? Mm-hmm. First thing that comes to your mind. Okay. Motorsport.com. Sponsor of the show. <laughs> Bryce. Tal Fly Taylor. racing. No, no, it's it's one per guy. I know. I was just Fly racing. The new formula. That thing is bitching. Formula what? Oh, uh, isn't it? Fuck. S. Yeah. Smart helmet. And you ain't getting one. I, I don't think I am. That's fine. Yeah. I, I never S- asked for S one. S stands for stealing. You're going to have to steal one. Never asked for oh, one. I have get one. four formulas. You're an FXR guy, and it's fine. Just embrace it. I, I wear it all. Uh, decal works. Uh, dark side, too many logos on his front fender. All right. That right. wasn't them, though, to be fair. Nice. Yeah. Race tech. Seal grease. That's right. All right. Yeah. But you are a, wow. an oil guy. So, yeah. it's, I, yeah, there's uh, a backstory to that. X brand goggles. Best goggles out there. The Lucid's best goggle out there, period. Do they help you see the ground when it comes up really quick? Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. Uh, Renthal. 
Paul Parabinos' new look. All right. <laughs> <laughs> that could be a Twitter handle, too. <laughs> Paul's gold chain. Yeah, we Paul, get some- Paul's gold chain. Paul Diesel. If you, Paul. If, if, if Paul Van Diesel, <laughs> Paul if, Van Diesel. Van Diesel. If, if if someone had that and they tweeted Paul, he'd, he'd smash his computer. <laughs> hey, I, I hope he's not mad at me for saying it. But when I saw him this weekend, I was like, "Oh my God, he looks so different and like hard, and I like it. I mean, he looks, hard. he looked intimidating he to hard. me. Okay. He did. I mean, his hair and the necklace, and he seems buff right now. Is he like working out or something? Yeah. I was just like, damn, Paul. I haven't seen him in a while, so. Is JT got need some competition here for the JT, shirts? JT JT's is yoked. absolutely yoked, dude. Okay, so some this weekend, I had to give it a squeeze. I walked up, gave his arm a little. I had to get a little just to feel. Yeah, yeah. Good God, yeah. what's going on there? He is Wait, absolutely listen, shredded. He like, is. I'm not denying this, but look, the guy is a monk. He's happy. He, he, he's up at he's, five. He's checking stocks, and then he's pumping iron. Then he's going to work. Then he's pumping iron on lunch. Then he's going to work. Then he's checking his stocks. Then he's doing some media, and then he's going to bed. And he's, he's a machine. Yeah. No, he is. He yeah. could easily be the next WWE superstar. It's, can you see him all greased up? Just come out in a robe. Like cocoa, like, uh, cocoa butter all over him? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Rubbed up you on his You know you look good when you have veins bulging out of your arm when you're not flexing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just okay. relaxing. Michelin. Who, who, who did the Paul thing? You? I he did. did. Michelin. Randy Richards. A Cherubis. Brian Foley. Fullerton. Firepower. Like Martin Davalos. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Maxima USA. It just worked out this way. 927. Pro Filter. Travis. Trevor. <laughs> Trevor <laughs> Reese. Renegade Race Fuels. Oh, God. I don't I don't know. I don't even know any. I don't know. Purple. Purple. Pale. Purple cans. Yeah. Pale. Purple. Yeah. Yeah. purple. Yeah. Yeah. Purple pale. Yeah, yeah. Purple yeah. pale. Good job. ORW. And they started saying they, they sell Maxima Performance Automotive products. Okay. Right. OGO Power Sports. Dozer, the new Dozer bag. FMF. Um, little D, and and working with him now in my role, like Little D is rad. Like so, double shout out. Guts Racing. The first. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna forget it now. Um, yeah, seat covers. Okay. Atlas neck brace. Calchism. Works connection. Oh, um, NorCal represent. I don't mean just great NorCal company. WUSA. John Anderson. Weisco Piston. The big fork tube sticker. Fork guard sticker. EVS. Uh, the Travis Pastrana <laughs> knee pad thingies that he has out. The so 199s. Uh, the 199s? They're they're called? said the exact same thing. Yeah, yeah, those things. And the yeah, new ones. Good. I wear, I wear the, them. The knee cups. The new ones are... Uh, Slayco. Slayco, yeah. Purple. They're, they're uh, really good. Really good product. In 10 cycles. Maxima partner. So bring it around to that. Did you te- text that guy about the primer? Yeah, I'm working on it. What do you say? I'm working on it. You want to take it home? How much do you want for it? I told you. Okay. You can take it home tonight? Maybe. Really? Yeah. All right. Mark's best interview tonight. Chanty. You think this was listening? Is it worth it? No. 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 Okay. All right. <laughs> no. All right, everybody. Uh, that's a wrap on the show. Uh, Dark Side, thank you, buddy. Appreciate yeah, it. Thanks Good for job. having us in. Thanks for coming in, Mr. Side. Lots of fun. Uh, SMX is done. We're in the off season of Pulp MX. We're gonna. We're here next week with Lewis Phillips in studio. Yeah, Lewis will be in. Yeah, yeah Lewis is and then great. That's a Motocross the Nations preview show. Then we're gonna bring it around to the Motocross the Nations wrap up show. On Monday, and then we're off, I think, for a couple of weeks. So we got two more shows, and we'll take a couple weeks off, then we'll come back. No? Don't we have that, that one? The live one? Oh, yeah. And we're going to do a live show from Skip's Brewery. Mm. 
Sorry. Oh, yeah. And then we're taking some weeks off. Like, what is that? Minion. Are you coming in for that? Minion. I don't know. When did, did I get, ask you? You did, but when did it get moved to? I forget. It's Monday the, the 16th. 16th. Yeah. It's a cool spot. Yeah. Yeah. He, so We went in uh, October? February? Yeah. Full tour, the whole deal hung yeah, out. Yeah, we're, we're doing a live show, so it's going to be cool. great. Um, Mark, so you got to figure that out, right, with the cameras and the well, mic and stuff? Yeah. He's got I'm, a I'm show, show time. That, only one of the, the beers. only one that remembered it. Uh, so. That's right. Speaking of live that. shows, you're, you're going to up your game in 24, probably, right, with live shows? That's the plan? Who knows? I'm going to try. Yeah. yeah. I can't commit to that. That's kind of why you asked Sean early for the schedule, if you could have the schedule early yeah. to yeah. confirm so that you can right. start doing you that. You should so. do more. I mean, I know yeah. they're probably they're not yeah, easy, but they're really yeah. good. They're really fun. I've done, I think, three of them now yeah. with you, and they are real. Good time. And the fans are super engaged. They're really, really fun. Yeah. Yep. I'm working on it. Venues are full, and but I'm yeah, trying to do so. We want to. Um, that's the plan. Uh, so, yeah, thanks for coming in. Absolutely. Thanks for having Appreciate me. Appreciate it. Daniel, thank you. Orange thank Brigade, you. Main Event Moto. Always fun to have you in. Heck uh, yeah. And you were in California anyway, so it works out really nice. Heck yeah. Come in. Trevor Reese from Maxima, 927 day on Wednesday. Wednesday. Uh, awesome. So big Wednesday. Big Wednesday. Uh, thanks for coming in, buddy. Appreciate yeah. it. Always good to mountain bike with you and, yeah. and have you in for a show. And, and uh, yeah. Um, you always do a good job on it. Thanks. So thanks, appreciate thanks, it. Thanks for coming in. Yep. And I uh, appreciate all of our guests, Phil Nicoletti, Mike Mui, uh, Justin Shanty, and um, uh, Ron Lachine. Of course, that was great. And, uh, yeah, man, thanks for listening. Thanks to our sponsors. Thanks for the help. Uh, thanks for the callers. Uh, thanks to Pookie. Thanks to Swisscore. Thanks to Roto. Debbie. Debbie. Tits. Debbie. Yeah, man. Great work. Yeah? Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> That might have been the, li- the most lively response I've ever got out of him. He's unbelievable. Okay, cool. I, talk about sound clips. Can we just clip him? Yeah, it's yeah just, we need more tits drops. We do. Uh, Marks, thank you, buddy. Appreciate thank it. Great work worries. tonight. Uh, thank you, people, for watching and listening. Really appreciate the listens and everything else. Congratulations to uh, the dude in Texas wins the YZ450. Yeah. Guy Whiskey in Texas. throttle. Yep. Not oh, I didn't know he was from Texas. Yeah, he's from Texas. Do you have his name? Do I know him? Uh, I don't remember. If you don't, name. that's fine. No worries. How Texas would he know if you place. know him? Well, if he said his name, I, yeah. Yeah, but when you said I was kind of asking myself, do I know him? Sort of like you apologizing to Trevor for putting your hand up for trying to Man. win the game. Colvin, yeah. Colvin Allison. Maybe? I felt bad. I was just Thank, dominating. All right. And, uh, and yeah, so thanks to that dude uh, for playing Paul Beck's Fantasy. So with this mine? YZ450. No, get your hands off of that. That's the beer trimmer. You're going to get the groomer. And you're giving it to me. You already have yeah, it. Yeah, you can have it. All right. That's enough of this. This thing is pretty badass. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. We're out of here. Thanks, everybody. Don't eat that dick. There's something I want to get off my chest. And it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine. And I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff. And I was totally nude. And it was weird. I, I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho. I just wanted you to know that, if you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho. Just jump.